Welcome to the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lions Den, with your hosts, Steve Mathis and Tony Berluti. And now, strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. Welcome, everybody. The Pop Mesh Show presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. Coming at you. It's Monday, January 28th, 6.01 p.m. Pacific. Thank you for listening. Appreciate it. Oakland Supercross is in the rearview mirror. And sweet Jesus, Cooper Webb won again. Wow. Can't believe it. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading the show or listening live. 702-586-7857. If you've got something on your mind about Oakland or the series in general, we will take your call and uh, lots to talk about tonight. And I'm pumped you guys are with us. I'm really pumped that you guys are downloading the shows and listening so much that I got an email from our server company saying that our bandwidth is being pushed to the limit, everybody. So I'm pumped on that. That means you jerkies are downloading everything. And i got to spend more money to get more space on this stupid server and Got to figure out with Marks what, what's going on because I don't know anything about it, and, he, and probably he doesn't either, and we'll figure it out. But thank you, everybody. It's great. Uh, thanks to uh, everybody watching live on, on is Facebook, Facebook, RacerX, Facebook. What's up, everybody? Thank you for watching. Appreciate it. A great show tonight. Justin Brayton is on. Uh, he's been very good to start the year. One of Heat in Glendale. And uh, we'll have him on to start the year or to start, to start the show here in about 30 minutes. And uh, Jess Pettis will be on. He's a Canadian kid. Uh, number 160 on a KTM. He's been killing it out there. Uh, came from dead last to 11th this week in uh, Oakland, so he's been riding very well. Jess Pettis will be on. BMX gold medalist Connor Fields will join the show later on. He'll be in studio. We've had him on uh, three or four times, and Connor will come in. Uh, he's been avidly following the series and, and knows what's going on, so we'll talk to him about that. We'll talk to him about the Olympics, BMX racing. He's been working with a top racer off the bike on some things. We'll dive into that and get into that with Connor and uh, and much more, everybody. And again, 702-586-7857. We will take your phone calls. We'll do the btosports.com tweet at Travis segment. We'll do the X-Brand goggle tear-offs. We'll do the race tech rant as well. And uh, we have lots of things to give away tonight, whether it's via a email contest or whether you called in live to win. We have things from uh, Firepower and we have things from uh, Maxima and Pro Filter and Roost MX. We've got a W Wheels contest we're going to talk about too here in a little bit. And uh, yeah, man, I'm looking forward to a great show. Don't forget, if you're going to Amazon, go to pulpmex.com first. Click on the Amazon widget. It takes you to Amazon. Place your order for whatever it is that you want from Cheesies to like a, a, a thing that can hold your dog and your chest like a baby, which Alex Ray's going to get. Uh, all sorts of things on Amazon, and we'll get a small slice of that, and uh, we'll, we appreciate that. Also, to Patreon as well, get get a free T-shirts on there, get early access to some podcasts on Patreon as well, uh, so you can sign up on there. Don't forget Shifting Gears podcast with Zach Osborne is out now. It's under the Pulpamex Network. Zach's first guest is Ryan Dungey. So if you like podcasts and you like everything we're doing, you like Osborne, and who doesn't, uh, find that podcast, Shifting Gears. Subscribe to it. And uh, listen to the first one. It has uh, Ryan Dungey on it, and it's an interesting conversation. So please check it out uh, when you can on there. Uh, thanks to BTOsports.com. Thank you, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension and Engines, Vortex Racing, uh, Roost MX, Vertex Pistons, X-Brand Goggles, EVS Sports, Michelin Starcross 5, Firepower Batteries and Chains, Maxima USA Pro Filter, FMF, Atlas Neck Brace, Works Connection, 
Uh, fantastic group of guys, Works Connection. Uh, Jess Pettis using uh, Works Connection as well, uh, as long with many other teams in the pits. OGO Power Sports, Get Data, Guts Racing. Just talked to Phil Nicoletti today. And he is going to uh, be t- talking to Guts Racing about uh, Guts Racing about the getting some of the uh, the seats that Chris Kiefer likes so much, the ones the YZ ones that are uh, a little bit wider. Um, he's going to be doing that. So we appreciate um, Guts uh, Racing, uh, Get Data, OGO Power Sports, WUSA, Eagle Grit, Honda World, Downey Ride Engineering, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. Let's go right into that. Why don't we? We'll start with MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. It's the job of the week. It's the number one source for power sports companies looking for employees and candidates, looking for employment opportunities. First and only job board where you can upload your resume for free today. I love these guys. The motorcycle job of the week is uh, with Rocky Mountain ATV MC. It is a motorcycle mechanic and spokesperson. So if you want to move up to, uh, I think they're in Utah, somewhere up there, Um, you can go go on there. They're looking for a... uh, Dynamic and dependable individual who will contribute to their success. For over 30 years, Rocky Mountain has provided power sports enthusiasts with the greatest selection of riding gear and parts. Uh, what they want is a uh, spokesperson and camera talent for how-tos, product installation, and other videos. Uh, so, yeah, they will um, uh, figure that out, get you dialed in. And uh, so they're looking for a guy that, uh, yeah, will work for Rocky Mountain. So you got to probably end up moving up there. But that's the Motorcycle Industry Jobs. Uh, it's up in Utah, actually. Did I say Utah? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Utah. Uh, so Motorcycle... MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com is uh, job of the week is with the Rocky Mountain guys, and uh, we appreciate the MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com guys for coming on board. Check them out; they're actually pretty cool. We listed some really cool jobs over the uh, over the last little while with those guys. So, Brayton Pettis Fields coming up with me in studio to break everything down. Former factory Suzuki mechanic for Robbie Renard, for Sebastian Tortelli, for Buddy Antonez, for Roderick Thane, for Robbie Renard, for. Who else? Hold on. Let's go. Ivan Tedesco, Michael Byrne. Yeah, you got him. Anybody else? Did I miss anybody? Uh, yeah, the guy that won Daytona last year. Well, yeah, Suzuki. I was saying Suzuki oh, jobs. But yeah, Suzuki. anyways. Yeah, I got you. Sorry. Tony Berluti. What's up, Berlute? How you doing, Steve? Thank you for coming in. Travis, what's happening? Appreciate it. My buddy Noof was supposed to be in. He had a family emergency to deal with. He got on a plane yesterday, hauled back home. And so you came off the bench, last-minute call. I really appreciate it. Thank you. No appreciate problem, it. Steve. It's, uh, it's fun to have you. And uh, before we get to Brayton, who's your old rider, we'll talk to him in a little bit. What the hell is gone with Cooper Webb right now, man? Can you believe this? How cool is this? He's the first-time winner, first two-time winner of the series. It's Cooper Webb. Yeah. Rounds three and four. Loot. I wrote him off. I didn't think he was going to Did ever, you? I didn't think he was. I figured, you know, winning 250, you know, class championships and, and you know, races. And, I mean, he was great. But uh, the last couple of years, I figured, you know, he's something. something's up with him. Maybe he started doing uh, recreational stuff. Who knows? Really? Yeah. yeah. I, no, I don't know. Yeah. I, I figured something happened to him. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, he got a lot of money. You know, and, and that, you know, maybe that was part of the deal. And you yeah. all got to learn these things and kind of work through them, right? Absolutely, yeah. So, he, do you th- he probably took a cut going to KTM, you think? I do. I think so. He told us on the show last week that uh, Yamaha or KTM was the only one that offered him a two-year deal. So, that's one of the reasons why he went there. Uh, the bike suits him. Yeah, did for you, sure. You, you went to Anaheim? Did no, you have, I haven't been oh, to I thought you went race. to Anaheim. No. Too his, much, I don't like rain. His, uh, <laughs> his bike is small. They, it is they small, sit, dude. They sit low anyway. Mm-hmm. Stock KTMs are low, you know. The thing suits him, man. It yeah. absolutely suits him. He's railing on it. So he just let every lap. Now, Marvin fell mm-hmm. and still got up 
and pass those guys to finish second. Marv might have won had had you know had he not fallen. That was a great ride by Marvin. Yeah. And Baggett sure. was the fastest guy on the track for multiple laps. Really. And he ripped through the pack. KTM one two three. Yeah. And yep. and we're all waiting for Roxton and Tomac still. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. I've I've had them on the top of my list a couple times this year. Yeah. Um. What's the biggest surprise for you so far outside of Webb? Uh, in the 450 class, yeah. obviously. Um, <clears throat> well, the surprise is Tomac hasn't won a race. That's my biggest surprise, to be honest. It is? Yeah, yeah. it really is. You know, um, Do you think something's wrong with him? Uh, you know what? He's actually is he probably playing? in a better spot than he's been in, in last, since he's been in the 450 he, class. That's what, that's what the team tells you. Yeah. That's what the team well, will tell you. Well, they don't tell me that. That's no, what no, I no. See. I'm saying, I'm that's saying what that. I see, though. No, but I'm saying the team tells everyone, hey, oh, we're okay. fine. We're good. Yeah, yeah. We're better than we ever were. Uh, that's, but, I mean, that's true, though, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah. That's what it looks yeah. like to me, you know. Um, Roxon was good, charging, looked good, and then I thought he got a little tired near the end. I thought a lot of guys got tired, but I was a little surprised that Kenny looked a little winded as Eli got him. Like, yeah. it was a tough track. It was gnarly. That's what I heard. Uh, you know, heart rate was really high and all that stuff, yeah. <clears throat> it looked like a very tough track, you know. It was kind of tight, you know. Yeah. Rhythm sections. Two Ruddy, set of whoops. Two set of whoops that, yeah. that broke down. Some guys were blitzing. Some guys were trying to jump. Like, it didn't quite. Some guys were. Well, Marv jumped his way through them and passed guys. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe that He's tells you. He's always been good at that, yeah. though, right? Yeah, yeah. Maybe that tells you everything you need to know about that track, right? Right. For sure. I don't yeah. know. Um, this thing's just crazy for me. Webb's got the red plate. <laughs> he just. He just. He's got the red plate. A couple points, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah he took it over. Yep. From uh, Roxon. Yep. I just. I don't know what to think anymore, like, as far as – so, I mean, is is he just going to run away with this? Like, confidence and speed and every – like, could he? His starts were unbelievable. Did you see both both starts, his heat race in the, in the yeah. main event, he ripped them. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Last week, a triple count. Ripped them. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know, man. I don't want to – you know, you never want to make massive uh, leaps of faith, uh, you know, massive statements every single week, but – because, you know, things can change. But, Jesus, man, this kid, I mean, he's a past champion. Yeah. He checks that box. He checks the box of having a great bike. He's Alden Baker's guy, which we know is a championship-proven program. Right. Like, maybe he just rips off a bunch of wins here. And he's got Carlos. Carlos is a damn good mechanic and a good guy, you know? Really? Are you? Are you, are you? Am I on board with Carlos? Yeah. Yeah, I am, personally. I've worked with him at Suzuki when he first came over with yep. Millsaps and yep. stuff. He's a good man. Yeah, man, I like Carlos. Guy. No, no, I like Carlos. I yeah. just always, like, question how much a mechanic has to do with things nowadays. Yeah, I'm saying it, right. but I think, I think you know, yeah. I think it does. There's something there. Yeah. Right. Yeah, certainly Coop gave Carlos, you know, um, some credit, and every, you know, when, when I've asked him about it. So that mm -hmm. part that part's cool. Oh, good. Um, look, they're, they're second and third in the points, but who are you more worried about, Tomac or, or Roxon? Um, I'm not worried about either one of them. No, no, I think they're solid. They're doing fine. I can't believe they don't have a win yet. I can't either. <laughs> I can definitely agree with that. Yeah, it's crazy, man, to think about this. And I don't know. Look, uh, you were there in '93 when Jeremy got the win. Oh at yeah, the third round. Yes, and never stopped winning. Yes. I don't want to compare Webb to Jeremy. I'm not doing that. But they are two-time Supercross champions in the 125 class, and they are. You know, moving up to this isn't Webb's rookie year, but whatever. Do you remember? Well, it took Webb two years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it took Jeremy jumped right, right in. But there, do yeah. you remember back then? And again, I'm not saying this going to happen, but there's right. some, some similarities. 
Do you remember back then people going, ah, oh, the kid got one, cool. Yeah, the kid got two, cool, but Stanton and Bradshaw are coming. Was yeah. that the attitude? Absolutely, and I that's my attitude now with okay. Webb. Yeah. But he's, I'm like <laughs> stepping back a little bit, though, you know, for yeah. sure, yeah. Right, because um, I imagine back then people were like, ah, whatever. Yeah. Like, good job, kid. You know, exactly. But, but, but you ain't beating Bradshaw and Stanton. No. It's not going to happen. No. Right. No, and then he just started laying waste to him. <laughs> right. <laughs> and again, people, I'm not saying this is going to happen, but yeah. You it's know, similar, uh, like you said. Right. I, I definitely, believe me, every time that well, I see two now, I mean, that thought has come in my yeah. mind. You think, yeah. of, you think of, who do you first think of? MC. You know? yeah. yeah, yeah, it's it, it's it's amazing. Um, uh, Adam Cincerillo won, won the 250s. Admit it. Ad, admit it, Berlucci. <laughs> Out of fucking control, man. Admit it. <laughs> what? When Nichols was on him, you're like, this kid is not going to win this. Oh, my God. Loop, almost looping out and Dude. everything. That was awesome. He got it back together, he, he though. He did. He recouped yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, that was awesome. Um, I was the same way. I'm like, Dude, AC can't handle this. Like, things are not going to go well here. And I oh. thought Nichols could have been a little bit more of a jerk. Like, and really push the yeah. issue a little bit more a couple yeah, times, you know? Yeah, for sure. For sure. But uh, props to AC. Held it together. Uh, two wins now out of four races for him. So, uh, he's not in the points lead. Nickel still holds on to it. But, yeah, man, it, it's it's exciting. Uh, oh, by the way, in the corner, holding things down over there, producing the show, the Travis Marks. Marks Dog. Yo. Woof. Woof. What's up? Woof. Hey, what's up? How'd you do in Pulp Mex Fantasy? I feel like I did fair, all things considered. I had Dakotas and Sealy. Oh, okay. Which both cost me a little bit. Yeah. But, um I also had Champion and Howell, so the 250 LCQ was a little stressful. Uh, and Brees. And Brees, so brought, the 450 yeah. LCQ. Yeah. Somehow it, it worked out. I only got like 223, but no. it, it's better than 150 or whatever I got the first two rounds. Uh, Again, proving that the theory of the site running well is directly correlated to my performance. Yeah, absolutely team, right. So. Absolutely. Everything's correlated in your yeah. life, actually, probably. Uh, yes, pretty much. You've been doing a good job on it. Site's Thank been holding you. up, right? Like we've, It's been good? feel like it's been good. Yeah, we've had, uh, I mean, the, the traffic spikes after qualifying and post-race are pretty incredible. Are they really? Um, like, give yeah. us an idea. Give us an idea. Uh, we go from, I mean, for instance, we'll go from maybe a couple hundred requests per minute to close to six or 7,000 per minute. Really? Yeah. Shit. Okay. Um, but so far, it yeah. seems like it's been good. So hopefully. Points, points have been tabulated right after the mains. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Results have been up pretty quickly. I just have a couple more things, and uh, we'll get <clears throat> championship stuff sorted out and prizes, prizes going, and uh, we'll be we'll be rocking and rolling. Can so. I get the? Can I get on a live timing scoring? Can I get my guys in green? <laughs> yeah. My guys that I picked, I want them in green because honestly, yeah. At the race, I have an iPad with live timing and scoring. Yeah. I have Twitter open, mm-hmm. and then I have a Pulp Mex Fantasy tab open that I will check once in a while, <laughs> and I got to scroll and find my guys. Yeah, no, it's, uh, I, I started working on that last week, and I forgot to finish it, but it's uh, it's coming. It's pretty quick and easy, I think, from here on out, so I'll add that for this weekend, uh, even though I won't be watching the race. Why won't you be watching the race? I'll be at Tosh. I'm going to go see Tosh. Who's What's Tosh? Daniel Tosh. Oh, Tosh 2.0 guy? Yeah, Tosh 2.0. Oh. Yeah, he's, he'll be in town. Wife and I are going to go see a show. What, so. what is that? What, what kind of show is that? Stand-up. Oh, like stand up, okay, yeah, it's like right. stand up comedy. We like Tosh Point oh, We, you know, we enjoy that. So that's what we're well, gonna as do. As long as you have a life, marks, it's fine. Just sometimes get a, get a life. Sometimes, yeah. Hey, can I just say like that? JT and Dan and Paul always bag on my fantasy skills. Always talk down to me in these podcasts and all of that. And I beat them. I finished second out of the four of us last year, and I am now currently fourth place in industry idiots. 
You know, as much I, as it pains me to admit, it is four rounds you, down. You have a, been doing very well. There is a lot to go. Yeah. I'm not saying I'm going to screw it up, but I'm fourth overall in industry idiots right yeah. now. So uh, you're not cheating, are you? I am not cheating. I need to check server logs. Yeah, you do. But it's unofficial fourth. Two sixty-seven for me last week. So um, yeah, that's pretty good. Right. I won't lie, you've you've been doing pretty well. So. All all eight guys in the main all four weeks. <clears throat> I wonder what that feels like. Yeah, it's amazing. Mm. Look at Berlut, just lost. Doesn't care. No, does not care. Berlut plays fantasy. Yeah, I do. A different kind of fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> um, did you listen to the Zacco pod? Not yet. Uh, I downloaded it, but I uh, have haven't got to it yet. Uh, all right, 702-586-7857. Give us a call. Uh, talk about Oakland. Talk about this weekend in San Diego. Berlut, weather may become rolling in. JT's been also texting me about this. Damn. Weather could be rolling in, so it could I be. I want to go down. Well, what's wrong with just going out and dressing for the occasion? No, it's not not about me. I oh. just don't want to go and see a mud race. I've seen plenty of them. Yeah. It just fucks <laughs> up the whole deal. I want to see racing. Right, you know? real racing. Yeah. All right, uh, that's fine. I get it. Love this guy right here. Uh, we got lots to talk about. Baggett and Marv, we'll get into them, how impressive that was by both of those riders. KTM sweeping. Ugh. KTM sweeping. i seen it, yep. I mean, one, two, three—that's <clears throat> a sweep. <laughs> yes, uh, it, it was. It was a good. It was a good night for those guys, and a good night for all three of those riders. Uh, absolutely, I would have loved to seen if Marv would have got uh, Webb had he not fallen because oh. that last lap he, he was on him. And well, unless Webb, you know, you know, backed off a little bit, yeah. for sure he would have got him catching. But catching and passing is one yeah, thing, right? True. Yeah. I, th- I think he would have got him. Right? Yeah, it, it possibly could be. Uh, let's go to Mike. Mike, what's up, man? How are you? Doing well. How are you, gentlemen? Good. So I have a question. Um, on the broadcast, they had uh, Justin Hill after he had an accident and went over in the whoops and went over the berm there. He said he went back to the truck and they reviewed the data and watched the crash and they were able to determine what was going on with that shock. Um, and now they made an adjustment and it wouldn't happen again. Is there electronics in their suspension that they're able to take live feed from, or what are technologies you're referring to? I don't know if Hill himself has it, but some teams run data on their shocks and forks to measure uh, suspension travel. So uh, maybe okay. J- maybe JGR had solenoids on there. I don't know, Berlut. What do they they measure travel really? Right, the, not the stroke yeah. of the fork. And yeah, the shock. well, they, there's a um, electronic piece on the linkage mm-hmm. that uh, you know yep. shows you how much travel and what you're talking about for right. the most part. Yeah. So, but I don't know what you would really gather from a crash other than saying, "Yeah, you're shocked, bottomed yeah, I, out." I don't either. Right. Like like to change it in the future type deal. Yeah, right. Like yeah. yeah yeah. It's not like an Olean electronics that that R- that change yeah. because of the conditions yeah. or whatever like that yeah, yeah mike I, I watched the race today but i honestly didn't hear that part of it i was i don't really listen to the announcers all that much when i when i put the race on um but yeah it could be it could be that you know just they'll, they'll, they can look at the shock and be like hey it bottomed out it went all the way through the stroke and it rebounded this way and this is what you know this is what the shock did and and all of that but nothing they could really adjust i wouldn't think for that crash no doubt no but, doubt no get off but mike why wasn't there a net there why wasn't there a net there? I don't know. Chain link fence. We need a chain link fence. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Reed, Reed told me he wants a chain link fence instead of a net. Oh, I, I thought he was joking. Then I'm like, wait, no, he's serious. What? At Anaheim, yeah. He's like, we should put chain link fence instead of a net. And I'm like. Yeah, death cross, you know. Yeah. But here's the thing. What I understand is how much do you think that net is? How much would one of those nets be to, to cost, um, to buy? I can't imagine that much. I can't either. We saw them work with Baggett and Moseman and everyone Absolutely, else last yeah. year. Why are they not buying more nets for more parts of the track? I do not understand. I no don't idea. get it. They work. We saw it. I'm a genius. I've been on it for years. 
How much is a fucking net? Do I need to have a privateer fund for a net? Do I need to get another Yamaha from the guys at Yamaha and start another fund for a net? Here, Feld, here's a $2,000. Set up a net. Like, fuck me. I don't understand. I expected the... I expected to, after the net worked so well that we would see multiple nets this year in multiple spots. Why wouldn't you? I, that's I, good question. So, have you collected any uh, residuals? No, no, no. Not only that, they don't even mention me or care about me. Really? But honestly, Mike, uh, I, I'm with you. Like, what? What? Why would they not put up more nets? They work. Stamp it. They work. Well, they it's work, done. and then they're, it makes racing better with the bull turns, right? Right. Yeah. I don't know. It was Ricky's idea, and he's talking now. So yeah, yeah, it's great, great, great job, RC on the nets. Um, <laughs> thanks, Mike. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right, have a good day. Appreciate Thanks. it. Uh, I'm just saying that's my race tech round of the night. Actually, I w- wasn't planning on that. I had another thing, but buy a fucking net. Racetech.com, everybody. <laughs> Pulp19 is the code to save. Love those guys at Racetech. I honestly, I just, I was gonna save this for later. Uh, the rant. I have something else to talk about, but. Yeah, Mike's question just got me thinking about Hills Crash. Did you see it? No, I didn't. It was on see social it. media. It was a good one. Oh, okay. Right over the berm, flew in on the other track. Like, oh no shit. How much is a net? Yeah. Was that well? That was, was that a flat turn? No, it was a bowl turn. But, but no not a net. But no net. Huh? Because you know that the nets are there to protect outside, the fans. The outside. Yes. Yeah. How about protecting the riders? Yeah. That. How about that? How about that. How much is a net? Again, it's a novel idea. why wouldn't there be more nets? Never mind the bowl turns for better racing. That all is great and it works and everything else. Buy some more nets. Fuck, they look like they're about a couple grand. Two or three grand each. I don't know. I'll raise money. If you want, I'll I'll do it. I'll, I'll, Pulp Nation will 100% raise money for a new net. Oh, right? Shit. Yeah, sure. If I ask tomorrow, hey, we need money for a net, they, all my fans would listen. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. Racetech.com. Nash. Gentlemen, gentlemen. What's up, Nash? How are you? <laughs> Nash. No, Berlut. Yeah, I miss talking to Berlut. It's been a while, Berlut. I haven't talked while. to you. I've been on the show. Berlut was in before A1. I'm being a dad, not a fad. That's how the pros do it. Right you know on. I mean? Gotcha. Yeah. It's all right. Hey, Steve, I went digging. And I'm not going to I'm not gonna blow anybody out, but I went digging. Berlut, you know the controversy that's swirling around Weege. They're, they're, they're unjustly accusing him of not being a flagger. Why Wygant was a flagger. Growing yeah. up, uh huh. Well, I'm Nicol- glad you admit that. I'm Nicoletti, admit that. no, he doesn't. Nicoletti's buddies, who uh-huh. are all who are all Jersey, yeah, E Town locals, yeah, yeah. told mm. Phil that Wygant never flagged. They don't remember him. He's lying. He's making it up. To which Wygant's reply is, "Why would I make up being a flagger? Like, why? <laughs> like, like, I would make up something way cooler." And I gotta admit, I got twenty five bucks in lunch. Yeah, like that's a good argument on Wygant's side. Like, why would you make that up? Yeah, you, you'd make up something way cooler. Yeah, absolutely. So, all right, Nasha, what'd you find? Well, I went, um, there's going to be some calls coming in, definitely. There may be, may be contact already made with the Pulp MX Empire from the individual that paid Weege the cash. So that's all I'm going to say. You might have a voicemail. You might have a live call. But I, I'm proud to, to share to the Pulp MX family that there's factual proof coming, and it will be uh, authentic, real, and validated. Okay, so, so, just, so we you put yeah. me on a task, and I, I execute it. We will, we will get to the bottom of this. I love it. I, yeah, and, and, you know, I got, uh, yes, Look, we will get to the bottom of it. Nash. But I do have a sincere question for Okay, Blue. wait, you Nash. Know, I, for, I want to work for you. Nash, Nash. As, as you Nash. asked me to. Nash. I provided. Nash. And we'll go for it. Nash. Yes. For your work, you deserve yes. a prize. Yes. Do you want Maxima Pro Filter, a Firepower Chain, or a Roost <laughs> MX Pulp MX shirt or hat? What do you want out of all of that? 
I love Maxima. I love that. I'll tell you what, I love the chain lube, the synthetic chain lube, and I love Mathis in a can. Makes my daughter's bike look good, makes my bike look good. <laughs> Mathis okay. in a chain can. Chain lube is phenomenal. Okay. Um, synthetic oh, chain guard. Give your info to give your info right now grinding. Give your info give your info to marks. We will reward you with a Maxima Racing Oil Kit, Thank MaximaUSA.com for doing this Thank info you. and proving that Wygant was a flagger. Well plus Plus, it's got to do with dogger, so anything with dogger right. is awesome. Because, you know, Berlute saw dogger, knows dogger. It's a, it's a oh, good yeah. thing. All right. I need to I get a hold of that question guy. If you have time. I yeah. do not want to steamroll the show if no. you don't have time. Go ahead. Berlute. Yes. We're getting into the, we're getting into the time of the year, and, and you, you experience this uh, with all your experience, where guys are starting to notice a little bit of a setup thing. And I love, Steve, I love what Cooper Webb said, like, dude, I'm backing way off this thing. But – in all seriousness, uh, Tony, condense, you know, as best as you can. I know it's a hard topic, but condense the best as you can. Uh, like when, when you want to hit the reset button or you got a guy that's getting lost in setup, at this point in the year, four or five races in, what would you guys do to get – and I know it would be rider-specific, but give us like a starting point. Take us through it because it's, it's infinite. These guys can get lost. They go down a rabbit hole. They get all confused. What would you do to bring them through it? Well, you start off with don't give them too many options. That's I mean – <clears throat> we uh, at Suzuki sometimes they had too many options and that just scrambles their head, you know. But um, got it. I think so, the first race is the gnarliest one, and they because they okay. they test out on a big track and then usually they come mm-hmm. to a track that's got you know some traction on it and stuff. So mm-hmm. um, the first one, and then you know we usually get it rectified after the first one somewhat, and then you get closer, and then once you go back east, then you kind of gotta throw something else at it because of the ruts and really really um a lot of traction mm-hmm. you know do you it, it, so obviously you as the mechanic or you're you're looking in with your eyes and you're talking to the chassis guy the crew the crew chief or the crew manager or the other mechanics and then there i'm sure there's a shower guy or there's a kava guy giving their input do you guys all talk together or do you talk separately and then you, obviously you spoon feed the rider you make sure you don't like you say don't give the rider too much because they'll blow them out because well it we, used to be that way where you know the rider or the mechanic had a lot more input anymore you got these engineers and all these guys yeah, you know that oh yeah they come in there yeah, and i mean the mechanic and the rider are the you know closest thing there is you know i mean obviously mm-hmm. you know you got a setup and it's settings that you you developed during testing and all that but yeah you got on rch it got just crazy with all these engineers and stuff i just stepped back and just watched a bunch of guys just go nuts and i just kind of chuckled a lot of times to be honest with you yeah. <laughs> they're gonna they're, they're trying to solve too much with too much and obviously like a guy like brayton you know he's you you've said and other people have said he is so good at setting up the bike so an older guy like a jake weimer or brayton guys that are are accomplished and seasoned who was the best that you ever worked with in your opinion um yeah jb was awesome i thought uh burn was really well he he, he was really good um burn did mm-hmm. a good job um Huff, was, hoffman Huff Daddy? You know, Damon, he would ride anything. He was the kind of guy like, uh, you know, like like Kyle Busch, that he could take a piece of shit and, and not saying that I, I would – I'm not saying no, my, my no. work is I, shitty, but um, Damon no. Damon could ride a motorcycle and not worry about – he wouldn't wear out brakes and he wouldn't work, wear out clutches, but somehow that guy would, you know, take it to the front, you know. He was, he was a good rider, yeah. He, it was incredible to watch him come through. And then Renard, God love him. Oh, on certain I, days the guy was amazing, wasn't he? Um, oh thanks, Nash. Stay, I, it, stay on hold, Nash, and we'll get your info, all right? Yeah, go, 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 guys. Have a great show. Cheers. Hey, thanks. Good, good talking to you. Appreciate it. That's uh, Nash with some 
Hopefully evidence coming soon that Wigand did flag. Nikki, what's going on? How are you? Hey, how are you doing? Oh, we're good. Thanks for calling. Good. Um, I just want to know, do you think that it's possible that Cooper Webb could honestly win a championship under Alden Baker's training? Yeah, I do. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah why not, right? Like, this is incredible. <laughs> he said it was a rebuilding year for him. He was, like, one of my favorites on Fantasy League last year, and he didn't deliver, but I'm pretty impressed this year. I'm not going to lie. Yes, it's gnarly. It's incredible. I would have never thought Webb would have two wins and uh, the red plate after four rounds. It's, it's phenomenal. And and did you listen to his interview last week on the show? I honestly was working too much. I, I missed you, that. You should listen to it. Seriously, he was a great interview. Nicoletti was in and their buddies, and it was a fantastic uh, bit of back and forth between Cooper and and Phil about last year and riding together and all of that. So Cool. Good to know. All right. Thanks, Nikki. Appreciate it. Yeah, have a good one. Thank you. I mean, Webb can win this title, right? Oh, absolutely, especially yeah. after you see this right now. Right. But uh, I'm just – if he keeps his head screwed on is a thing. Yeah. I, that, that's my only question. He's got the ability. He's got the bike. What do you mean by head screwed on? What do you mean well, by that? Well, I like, mean what he's done in the last couple of years. Sometimes he's come off the rail. He had some good rides, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And then, but, um, yeah, but now he's got confidence behind him. So as right. long as it's not a mental thing. And how about – let me – I'm going to ask the question. Does – uh. Is the girl thing, is that the same chick he's with now? That I think so, yeah, I don't Roxon know. Yeah, deal? I think so, yeah. yeah. That's good. That could, that might. Home r- life, r- maybe home life is great. Yeah. Who knows? It's, it's working now. Um, Maxima USA, by the way, giving Nash a, uh, a care kit. Thanks to the folks at Maxima for coming on board. The number one oil voted year after year. They didn't buy their way there. They got there by being the best. Uh, Monster Cowie, Monster Pro Circuit. Uh, we I use Maxima on many teams that were sponsored by other brands, and I still use Maxima Prelude. Yeah, we use it quite a bit of Suzuki. <laughs> and you weren't even sponsored by them. Uh, no, I mean, yeah. no, we were sponsored by them. But, yeah, I, I always – that's what I buy when I go to the store. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah. MaximaUSA.com. Uh, all their products are fantastic. I love their filter oil, too, by the way. I absolutely love it. Uh, best stuff out there. Coming up with Justin Brayton on the show real quickly. Uh, let's get to Nathan. Nathan, what's up, man? How are you? What's up, man? I'm good. How are you guys? We're good. What's happening? Hey, I got a question. So uh, I know you guys were talking about Joey Savacci, how he uh, he switched back to Scott Goggles there. And then uh, this weekend I noticed that he was back to the Just Ones. So yeah, I saw that too. That, yeah. Is um, that his decision? Is that Mitch Payton's call? How's that work? Well, he writes, for, he writes for Factory Cowie now, so it's not Payton anymore. Um, yeah, he just he went back to just one. I guess whatever issues they were having, they might have fixed them. They might have came out with a new model. Uh, I'm not really sure. I know I talked to the Scott guy, Johnny Knowles, and he just said that yeah, they they told him that they they were going back to just one, and and obviously it was it was okay with the Cowie team and everything. So I don't know. I don't know if he, if if something else goes wrong, and they may not be very very good underneath the truck because the team will be like, hey, we we asked you to switch, and you know everything else. So hey, didn't you have an issue like that with uh? A certain rider when you were doing goggles? With Tick. Yeah. Well, just for that moto. Yeah, he put Scott's on for that Washougal second moto. One moto only, huh? Yeah. Somehow in a massive mud race where everyone had goggle their goggles off, it was X brand that was the problem. Oh, okay. It was X brand the problem. Uh, okay. That's why those goggles are right there behind you, Berlude, on the shelf. Yeah. Because Ben LeMay wore those in the second moto at Washougal and never took them off. And I kept those and I'm like, yeah, oh look, they worked. What ridiculous! You're gonna get me to be pissed off. About uh, that. Right on, guys. Well, I just figured right. I'd chime in. I'm, Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Thank, Thank you. you. Yeah, yeah. It'll be interesting to see uh, what happens going forward. Um, all right. Uh, yeah, we're gonna talk to uh, Justin Brayton here coming up right away. 
on the show. Brought to you by Vortex Racing. Email Jake at vortexracing.com. Bars, sprockets, uh, whatever you need from Vortex Racing, they'll give you a hell of a deal on it. Uh, the oversized bar, the 7 eighths bar, whatever it is, 29% stronger than the competition for the V3 oversized bar. Sprockets, uh, colors, and, and, uh, and colors and teeth sizes you can pick on your own. And, um, yeah, absolutely love the guys at Vortex. They've been a part of our show for a long time. Peruse their website at vortexracing.com. Get whatever you need from them. And, uh, again, Monster Energy Yamaha uses Vortex, so that would be uh, Barsha and Plessinger. And uh, let's get our, our guy on the line right now. Uh, t- man, Tony Baluti knows well. We'll talk to him about this year and much more. Uh, Justin Brighton, what's up, man? How are you? Hey, guys. What's happening? Smart Top, Bullfrog Spas, Justin Brighton. Um, what? So oh, I, and I, I just got out of my Bullfrog Spa, too. Oh, oh man. You, you got I'm that thing. That. Oh, yeah. Did oh, I? Yeah, me and my wife Paige and daughter Parker just sat in it for a little bit. Oh. Nice little Monday recovery. I hope every time you sit in there, you think of the Pulp Mech show. You know, just every time you just uh, slide in yeah, there. I don't you know th- if I thought about it tonight, but yeah. You know, you just think about how we made the call and got you on and, and gave it to you live on the show and thanks to Bullfrog guys and everything else. That That's all I ask. Yeah. So yeah, I, I've been. Work your magic, huh, Steve? Agent I, Mathis. I've been going through some hot tub talks right now with Mike Genova and Tony Lessie. Really? Are you getting one? Wow. Well, a lot of ins and outs, Brayton. A lot of, lot of, con- really? you know, a lot of, lot of, um, lot of ins and outs. A lot of complications to this deal, but I hope we can get it done. Yeah, I hope we can get it done. <laughs> all right, all right. Um, it took me a while too. Yeah, it, it took me a while. So what? So we got. I got the photo today. A spy photo from today's practice. I put it on Instagram already. Um, Phil Nicoletti was again trying to give you tips for Supercross racing. Is this how it works? Is this? Is this? Yes. Yes. So. Today, I show up. I don't see Phil. I'm like, all right, sweet. Maybe I'm in the clear. Right. So I'm riding down to the track. We're riding the bottom Supergoss track today. None other than filthy Phil Nicoletti standing on the Supergoss track, basically waiting for me. <laughs> I was like, oh, here we go. Right. I tried to avoid him. So, you know, I just jump right into yep. my warm-up. I'm like, like, basically riding with one eye closed. Like, yep. oh, hopefully he doesn't really <laughs> see me. Or... Yes. No, he saw me. He saw me. Oh. So. Waved you over, yeah. got into your face about your season and your starts and everything else. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Now he was yeah. uh, he was uh, on the show last week, swearing that he was just talking about starts, and and we just we don't believe him. <laughs> well, I mean, he kind of has a point, but when I first showed up last week, he was he didn't specifically say start, so he's reaming me about everything, right? Just a broad, yeah, yeah spectrum of a chew out basically (laughs) well and then he went into the start thing so he specifically talked about starts but he also was pretty broad with his Mm -hmm. how bad i sucked at the beginning so Mm -hmm. i took it as in just overall yeah no as as you should have yeah as you should have yeah yeah um yeah so somehow phil just thinks that you know you won a supercross last year you've probably beaten phil literally in in 90 percent of the races you've lined up with that you've that you didn't crash out in um, maybe a hundred, maybe 95% of races that you didn't crash out in. Um, but yeah, somehow Phil is, is, is not happy with your year. No, not, not yet. But I feel like it's, it's Phil's side of saying, Hey, you can do better. So I'm just going to chew you out and I like you and <laughs> I hope you do good. It's tough love. But I'm yeah. just going to, yeah, a little bit of tough love. Right. A little bit. So. Uh, 702-586-7857. You have a, a question for Justin Brayton. So I, I walked over your pits last week. 
I wanted to see how the clutch testing went. Uh, obviously, your starts haven't been great. Uh, they've been okay it's here and there. Hydraulic clutch on your bike this year compares to a cable that Berlut was working on last year. But you stuck with it. Uh, you stuck with the hydraulic clutch. You did a lot of tests, Tony. Alessi told us your team manager, and 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 that's that's not something you're looking at right now as far as getting off the gate better. Yeah, I definitely need to get off the gate better for sure. But I don't think it's the clutch. I was out in California last week. I did do a bunch of testing. I did tw- try the cable clutch again, mm-hmm. and the hydraulic is just better. There's just there's no two ways about it. It's, it's such a good feel, and I just think it's time for me. I mean, I literally started riding with the hydraulic clutch Tuesday or Wednesday before Anaheim won. Yep. So I just feel like I'm so programmed with how the how the cable clutch feels and and um you know just that natural reaction of all right this much throttle for this much clutch and this you know so mm-hmm. yeah but after going back and forth i'm like man maybe the cable wasn't as good as i thought i was just used to it yeah the hydraulic is for sure better so i stuck with it and i just feel like i need a little more time on it and i honestly thought i had my starts dialed last week but it's always so much different at the race and i know they're going to come around mm-hmm. i think to a little bit uh went into it as far as my gate position the first few rounds I okay. typically I don't really like to go that far inside and I was picking gates inside but just because the condition was really good on those gates and it's not really like me so Berluti can attest like last year we would line up and give ourselves a little bit of room maybe towards the box and mm-hmm. I wasn't really doing that this year I don't know why but so yeah a little bit of getting used to the the hydraulic but also kind of some mistakes on my part as well and uh, but they're going to come. I mean, you know this game. It's like once you rip one yeah. good start, it's like then it's on. So, <laughs> um, uh, Yeah, absolutely. And, and, you know, your heat run in Glendale, you know, shows that you're riding well. You know, it allows you in your mind to be like, hey, I don't need to panic here. You know, I, I just want a heat yeah, race. Like, yeah. like you know, I, I, I got to admit, though, the Triple Crown thing was baffling. Like, I was just waiting for one of those to be a JB show. No, One of those I know. things. <laughs> I, I was, too, actually. <laughs> yeah. Right. We're waiting a while for that. But, yeah, honestly, that whole day, well, I guess going back to the speed thing, my speed is on. It's really good. I mean, I qualified in the top five at Anaheim 1, which I don't know if I've ever done. Mm-hmm. Um, Phoenix, I was in the top five again. And then for the Triple Crown, I was fourth after qualifying time practice. So, my speed is really good. It's just the starts now, and, and once that all comes together, I mm-hmm. feel like I'll be good. But, um, yeah, a couple top tens, uh, mud race kind of a scratch, but the triple crown, I mean, you're right. right. I, I don't know if it was the track layout. I mean, from the first time I hit the track, I just did not really feel that good. And mm. even though I qualified fourth, I was just like, it didn't feel good. You know, some days you qualify – I've even qualified first sometimes where I didn't feel that good. I yeah. just knew it was kind of a lucky lap. And then there's other times where you qualified eighth, but you feel really good. Right. And that, uh, Anaheim too, I qualified fourth, but I didn't feel like it was that good, you know? So, yeah, yeah interesting. It was a bummer. Yeah. And then I crashed. So the first one I crashed on the second lap, so yep. I'm last. Right. And then the second one, um, I actually stalled my bike around okay, the first I was, turn. I was going to ask so you, was so, so was that just your fault? The stall in the first turn was just your fault? Like no, I mean uh, I I don't know. It, okay, it, it, my bike definitely <laughs> wasn't running around the first time. Right, so. right, right. <laughs> yeah, and then it took a while for it to start. So then I was last there, and I'm just like, "Are you kidding me? <laughs> this is crazy." Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. 
Oh well, but, yeah. Well, like yeah. I said, your heat win, and, your heat win, and your qualifying times tell us that you're riding as good, you know, as ever yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So, it, well, it, Steve, yeah. you know, what we could blame all this on. Wow. I mean, we could. I mean, I don't know if we want to go there, but well, I mean, Berlute. you've changed one thing in your program, <laughs> and go and there, Berlute. He's sitting right oh, here. Shit. I, yeah, I mean, we've only changed one thing, and yeah, and yeah. Well, I hope you feel yeah. good, Berlute. You just destroyed Brayton's season. Yep. Good job. Yeah, uh, awesome. Not yeah. even true. He's got a good wrench, <laughs> and uh, I JB will have it together in no time. I have. I totally I, believe that. I, why didn't you? I thought Genova was going to offer you 130 grand. For Supercross only. Steve, you were working on him that night, yeah. but you never got the job. I never, you never, I never got finished it, done. it. Right, no, right. You never oh. got it done, bro. It's my agent, my poor agency, agenting skills. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, Berluke, have a wrench. Come in and help out. I'm going to c- come to one race and come see these guys. I haven't, I'm, I didn't, JB, all these, I was going to go to the one Anaheim race, but I saw there was mud coming. I'm like, fuck, I ain't going to go to a mud race and watch JB race. <laughs> I actually heard that because, yeah, we texted that week. Yeah. And I was like, oh, it'd be cool to see Berlut yeah. at the race. And then somebody said, ah, oh, he's not coming because he, there was rain in the forecast. I was like, dang, must be nice. Yeah, really, right? <laughs> um, and well, also too, eat Brayton. He knew that your skills in the mud. He's just like, ah, you know what? I'll just watch it on TV. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know yeah. though. You one day telling us, so all bets are off. You can win anywhere. That's that's. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I've had some good races in the mud. That's what's crazy is because Genova actually gives me crap now because my Seattle performance last year uh-huh. was oh. horrendous, and uh, so he gives me crap. But I'm like, hey, Southwick in the mud. I podium before. I podium my first uh, ever. 450 podium was at Seattle in like the crazy ruts. Remember 2010 when K-Dub won? Yeah. It was like a disaster track, and that was my first podium. I've had some good races in the mud before, so maybe this weekend will be a chance to prove him uh, prove him wrong where I'm actually a good mud rider. So looks like some rain in San Diego maybe, huh? Well, we were just talking about that. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to freak out on a coastal city weather five days before the race, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not yeah, going yeah. to lose my mind on it, but, yeah, it does seem like it, you yeah. know. Yeah. It could it mm-hmm. could be could be up there. Um seven oh two five eight six seven eight five seven. You got a question for Justin Brayton. Um Yeah, it's it's one of those uh one of those things, Brayton, for guys like you, also two veterans. We're talking about Rocks and we're talking about Tomac and we're like, it's crazy they haven't won yet. And when you talk to Eli or you talk to the Cowie team, they're just like, Hey, he's in a better spot than he was. We're, we're he's right there in the points and, and Roxon's probably saying the same thing. But is there a little bit of hey, I want to get through this California swing? before I ramp it up or before I get ready? Or is there any part of that for you that, 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 that goes through your mind? Um, I mean, for sure you want to start really strong. I mean, if people are like, I, I don't really like that thing of, oh, I just need to get through this first round or I need yeah, to yeah. get through these first couple rounds because everyone wants to do well. It, it sets the tone for the season. But I could totally see where guys like Eli or, or Ken would say that just because of their, their history. They're past. I mean, they're obviously paid to win championships, and and I guess it's the Dungey method, right? Like just start stacking points and yeah. try to try to be in the top five or on the podium every single weekend, and um, their time's going to come. And and I kind of know too. Like this year, I feel like my run will come, right? Like whether yeah. it starts in Indy or wherever, it's like I can't freak out. I mean, I'm ninth in points. I know how fast this season can get turned around, mm-hmm. and it's really if you look at my last year's season this season haven't hasn't started off much different other than the triple crown triple okay. crown i did yeah. really good last year this year i didn't but phoenix last year i got seventh this year i got seventh um 
Oakland last year, I think I got ninth. This year I got eighth. Mm -hmm. So it's not that much different. And I know like, like Cooper's on a little bit of a run right now and that could switch either way. He could keep going or, or honestly he he could get an eighth or something, you know? So Eli might go on a run. Um, I feel like last year I had like five or six races in a row where I kind of went on a run of podiums and one Daytona and I think four heat race wins in a row. And so, yeah, you just kind of have to wait for your time because there's so many good guys and, And honestly, I can't. I'm not that bummed on an eight, you know, this right. weekend in Oakland, just because I know my my time will come. And and um, so yeah, I think those guys probably have the same mentality. And um, yeah, I mean, once we swing east, I think Ricky used to always say that, right? Like the championship season starts at Daytona. Daytona. Yeah, yeah, season starts at yeah, Daytona. So. And and then we went back and looked at his record, yeah. and he rarely won after Daytona. <laughs> in his, oh, really? in his title <laughs> years, yeah. If you actually go back and look at his yeah. record, he he rarely won races after Daytona. He won all his races early on. It's really hilarious really? that he says really? that. Yeah, but there's yeah. more to it than just winning races. You still, I don't know why he says that, yeah, but yeah. still, you you got to have some bitch and consistency oh, coming yeah. down the stretch. Yeah. You know? Um. Mm-hmm. What about Webb? It's a guy you know well, JB, and you know he told us it was a rebuilding year, and he, he was, it was a great interview last week on this show. And you know, honestly, I mean, I totally took it as a rebuilding year. He had to learn about Baker and Alden Baker's program, and even Alden told me himself that there were some rough starts to it. Um, this is crazy though, right? Like what a, I mean, what an eye opening run by him and, and he's back and, uh, just Holy shit. Like, I can't believe it. Nice job by Coop. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's awesome. I mean, like you said, I've known Coop for a long time with shoot since he was on mini bikes riding for JGR when I was on that team and, um, know his family well. And it's just, it's so cool to see. I knew that he had it in. I think we all did, right? Like he's just got yeah. that thing that you're, uh-huh. you're just born with that, that drive to be the best. And, and honestly, last year, I will say when he came down to club MX, I forget when it was, but it was about halfway through the season or so. And he was kind of getting, getting his feet back. And mm-hmm. I think he maybe got in a podium or something. And he was flying one day at, at the track. And I was like, Coop is back. Yeah, yeah. And then I think his chain broke through the whoops. It was like this dragon back. Yep. Whoop section and his chain broke or something happened to the bike and he went over the bars and that's when he hurt his shoulder. I think that was right before, I don't know what race, St. Yeah. Louis, I think, right before St. Yeah, Louis. Yeah, St. Louis, right. He came out and, and then he crashed in practice in St. Louis. Yeah, he crashed in practice. So, yep. But he, he could barely ride because of shoulder and stuff. But if that wouldn't have happened, I think he would have went on a little bit of a run, mm-hmm. maybe a podium run, probably not like he is right now. But but I, I'm with you. Like I, I said to this to Coop actually a while ago. Like I think the first five races of this season determines how his whole season goes, whether good or bad. Mm-hmm. And if he comes out and gets tenth and eighth and eleventh, and it's like he could get frustrated, you know. Yeah. So whether he says it's a rebuilding year or not, racers and athletes always, you're only as good as your last race. So yeah. you want to come out. You're on a different team. You're on a a different training program you're on a new bike like you want to do really really well he, and it's awesome to see like he's he's killing it and legit i mean what's crazy is when i watch it on tv i would say marv's the best guy at jumping through the whoops in the world <laughs> Coop yeah. schooled him in the in yeah. that like Coop totally schooled him jumping mm-hmm. through the whoops i couldn't believe it i'm like this is, this is crazy to watch him do that so and he's legit won the last two and yeah um and and don't cool for- to see. I, yeah, I like him a lot. So and cool don't forget, A one fell in the first turn, came all the way to fifth, fastest lap of the night. You know, um, all of that, yep. and then the triple yep. crown. Um, t- this weekend in Oakland, I think I saw you do it. Um, you come out of the sand, you make a left, you make a right, you go all the way over three three 
and then uh, you would go on off at the end, three onto the table. No, and off. I, I know, I never did that. Okay, I, why not? No, uh, um, I think it was harder than you think to get off of that tabletop at the end. Oh, stop and it! Then, no, it wasn't. Well, to get to the inside and like not get a kick and okay, yeah, but probably the biggest thing is that was one of the ruddiest turns on the track, and then. Huh. To go over, then that next three over the big was was pretty big, or the or the fa- the takeoff was small. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know if it could have been a consistent line, and then because I saw Bowers do all, it, we all yeah. kind of go. Oh, really? Did you? Yeah, yeah, I never really. I didn't see anyone do the whole section. Bowers did the whole section. So. I thought I saw you do it. I guess not. I I know I saw another Honda rider do it. So Roxon or Sealy. Really. Um, hmm. and then but then I looked at the segment times, or I went back to the Cowie truck, and I was asking them and. Bowers was only like twelfth in that segment, and I couldn't put it together. But really? it looked so much faster. But I don't know. I huh. Couldn't really. He was fast in practice, so maybe yeah, I guess. But it didn't help in that segment. Yeah, so. yeah, <laughs> no, exactly. Hey, we got some phone calls for yeah. you. Let's uh, let's get to some phone calls for Justin Brayton from the uh, Bullfrog Spas Honda team. Let's go to Colin. Colin, what's up? What's your question for uh, Justin Brayton? Hey, I was just curious, like, uh, what you guys, well, Brayton and what you guys think about maybe possibly regulating the whoops. Regulating like, them? What do you mean? Yeah, like the the height and, like, the depth of, like, each whoop section in each track. No. Well, that's ridiculous. No. You, you, don't think, you don't think that they could possibly do that? Oh, I think they could do it, but Brayton, what do you think? No, I, I don't think so. I think it's good to show up each weekend, and they're a little bit different. Sometimes they're steep, sometimes they're not, or round. I think it's just part of our deal to be good at them and to yeah. be good at every different type of whoop. But um, yeah, I, I don't think they could regulate them in any way. And the dirt's always different yeah, too. Dirt, so if you yeah, regulate them true, with yeah, soft yeah. dirt, then they're going to break apart. If you regulate them with real yeah. hard I w- dirt, it's going to be different. I so thought that first set hard to do. I thought that first set this weekend, Brighton, when I walked the track, I was like, wow, these are going to give the guys trouble. But they, they were built kind of perfectly where, they, yeah, they were big, but there was space evenly where you guys could get on top of them. But I, I, I was like, oh, these are going to be trouble. But they really weren't. Yeah, the, the only reason they were tricky is because the first one was really big and the starter whoops was, was real small. So they're just hard to get into. Mm-hmm. If that wasn't the case, we would have just skimmed yep. them just like the second set. But, yeah, they were just a little bit tricky to get into. All right, all right. Jeff, uh, Jeff, you want to talk to Berluti, right? Yeah, and Brayton. Um, so speaking of Daytona, I mean, wouldn't that be the one race Berluti has to show up at? Berlute. Yeah. I mean, come on. I yeah, would, Berlute. I definitely love Daytona, and, I, yeah, I, I might. I might show up Is there up a way there. Berluti can knock it on an airplane to go there? And not have oh, I'll get on it. <laughs> we got a car, a private jet, so he can. <laughs> yeah. Oh, here G- we Genova's go. Genova's got to have a jet. <laughs> yeah. I mean, does Genova have a jet? I don't think Wolf so. Oh, he's got friends that have jets for sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> let's get a, jet, a friend of Genova and get Berlude on the jet, and we'll get him to Daytona. Um, <laughs> you fucking guys. Hey Jeff, do you uh, want a Pulp MX Roost MX hat and shirt? Sure. All right, stay on hold, man. Thanks for that question. Appreciate it. Uh, yep. Marks will get your info. RoostMX.net, everybody. Use the code of Pulp Nation to save with those guys. RoostMX.net. Uh, next question from um, – what do we got here? Oh, we got – Skippy, what's up, man? What's going on, boys? What's your question? Hey, uh, Justin, man, I was curious. Whenever you are uh, got your practice days and your training days and you're just not feeling it, you know, you're not firing, you know, on all cylinders, is there anything you do differently just to kind of, you know, get your muscles warmed up or whatever the case may be in regards to – just getting all your reflexes dialed in or whatever. 
You know what I mean? Yeah, I, uh, that's a good question because I actually think the younger generation, they're so rigid in, in, all right, I'm going to the track and I'm doing 320s and I'm doing this and I'm doing that, where now that I'm, I'm older, and I was like that at one time, but now that I'm older, if I don't feel that good when I go to the track, every day could be a little bit different. But if I legit don't feel that good, whether I didn't sleep that night or whatever it may be, Sometimes I'll just back it down and maybe not instead of doing a 25 lap or I'll do a 15 or I'll work on some sprints or I'll do sections or something to make it a little more fun and break it up a little bit. And, um, yeah, that's, that's pretty much about it. Not be so rigid. And we, I don't um, feel that guilty when I leave the track. You know, if I didn't do every single thing on the schedule, I'm not that bummed about it. Will Hahn and I were talking, exchanging some Justin Brayton stories on our pod last week. Oh, yeah. Yeah. MDK days with Will. And oh you, yeah, that was fun. And you and uh, we were we were, we were talking yeah. about you a little bit on there. So, um, really? thanks, yeah. Skippy. Hey, real quick, uh, JB, my uh, my chick wants to know if you're a cat or a dog person. <laughs> uh, dog for sure. No cats. I'm allergic. <laughs> All right. Yeah, there we go. All right, Bubba. Yeah. Thanks, Skippy. Good luck. <laughs> um, thanks, man. Uh, let's go to Sean. Sean, you got a question about age and fitness? Um, uh, probably not directed to me, but uh, maybe Brayton can help out. <laughs> Sean, you hey, there? what's up, boys? What up? Uh, I wanted to know, um, you know, being at Justin's age, like him and Chad Reed, you know, and being in these main events, how do they keep their intensity level up to compete with these other guys? What do you think, JB? I think, how have things changed for you over the years since you've gotten older? Let's maybe tackle yeah, it from that. Because, you know we, know, we know these guys have the speed, but the – like he was saying, he didn't do that that three on. Um, how do you take those risks at your at your age with a family and things like that? Yeah, honestly, not much has changed, other than I'm just a little bit smarter, I guess, or, or a little more wise to how the day is going to play out. You know, sometimes there's there's uh, jumps on the track, or and and I like doing the, the big jumps, the quads, or whatever it may be. I'm sometimes one of the first to do them, but. Now I'm just a more realistic person when it comes to what's it going to be like in the main event? How are we going to race it for the 20 minutes? So I'll gear my bike and the way the track's going to then going to ride at that time more towards the the main event. And then as far as intensity, and not a lot has changed. I honestly don't feel like I'm that that old. I mean, I'm definitely old for the sport, but I feel like not much has changed um in my intensity level. I feel like I can still for the whole main event maybe you just pick your pick your places a little bit more and you can manage the race better rather than just it's a full sprint where now i feel like there's some tactics involved of like all right if i'm up front i can kind of manage the race and i'm going to go fast here and then i'll kind of take a breather here and then try and go fast over here and you just manage the race better and i think that's what chad reed is honestly so good at he's been so good at that his whole career of you know you won't even really know he's at the race and then the main event starts and he wins the race. And you're like, what, how, like he, he wasn't even right. Cause, cause we know you guys so have learned speed. From, it's from just, yeah. you know, yeah. just to send it like, like Coop was oh. doing, you know? Wow. Just, I mean, but I, I would argue, I would say that if, uh, if Brayton got a start and was doing some laps up front, Sean, like Cooper wasn't nothing against Coop, but Marv fell. I don't think Kenny and Baggett came from way back. He didn't get the start. He needed Kenny and Eli weren't a hundred percent on their game. All of those things, I, I could see a guy like Justin winning this weekend too. If you swap spots with Coop Webb, like it's the starts so important yeah, like you, that, you know. So yeah, it's and all you about definitely take position. more risk. 
Yeah, you yeah. definitely take more risk when you're in a lead. Uh, and, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to take the same risk to get eighth as I am to going to be on the podium. So right. no, yeah, absolutely. Too, being smart, you got to make it 17 rounds, and, and that's my number one goal always is to be at all 17 and give myself a chance at all 17 rather than be there for four races and take a huge risk to pass somebody for seventh and then you're not there for the rest yeah. of the season. So uh, just, yeah, definitely a little smarter now that I've gotten older, for sure. Thanks, Sean. Thanks for the call. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Thanks, appreciate man. it. Um, hey, JB, what did you think, what did you make of the um, uh, your off, your article? I, I wrote an article about your offseason, which was bizarre and hectic and, and was awesome in so many ways. But one of the things I, I wrote about was maybe, you know, maybe you'll be feeling it uh, to to get into the season a little bit. How are you feeling? How is that? I mean, you know, we saw how much you raced in the off year. How do you feel right now? Yeah, I I think a lot of it at Anaheim too. Like for some reason that day I was just I was lethargic. I was tired, I, mm-hmm. and I don't know why. I, I'd been traveling back and forth from North Carolina to California, so yeah, there's been a lot on me for sure. But um, you know, there was some talk of that last year where I, that you know people were talking about maybe halfway through I'd get tired and this and that. But yeah, I just try and manage it. I mean, right. I do some pushes during the season where like I go hard for a few weeks and then mm-hmm. you kind of back it off for a couple of weeks, maybe only ride one day. And then, um, and I try and look at the races that we have press. So I have press three weeks in a row at Indy, Seattle and Houston. So maybe those weeks I'll have kind of yeah, yeah. some taper weeks where I'll only ride one day, but then I'll show up early for press. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, it, you definitely have to manage it more, but yeah, I don't feel like I'm any more or less tired from, from all the travel for sure. It probably has war on me. Absolutely. But, feel like the christmas break was nice to have a couple weeks to kind of take a breather and and reset mm-hmm. and then uh jump back into the season so and then you know the, the whole summer off it's it's super nice i mean to be yeah. able to really recharge my batteries and uh more mentally than anything and and be ready to go for for september so yeah, yeah tough question to, to answer but right. yeah I, I feel fine now. yeah yeah like no 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 residual effects from all of that right now or even to start the year like 100 percent normal is yeah 100 yep. percent normal and going through all that sickness I, I went through in australia so it wasn't like i was pounding laps and training super hard i was doing a lot of resting trying to get <laughs> over that sickness so yeah um yeah there's yeah kind of a lot of sitting on the couch while i was over there so um you go back and forth every week and i was talking to chad about that this weekend i said hey like you know he's in north carolina now i'm like don't you want to stay out back west like isn't that you know preferable on so many reasons and for the same reasons that moving back east for nationals is better and all of that and he's just like no no i don't care it doesn't bother me he's staying back one of the weeks for some business stuff he said but so you've been going back and forth every week yeah, I've been going back and forth, and it's funny, Chad and I have sat next to each other on, on a couple of flights, and um, yeah, I would much rather prefer coming home. I, I just, I miss my family too much. Yeah, well, bring them I, out I, to the West Coast. I, you have enough money. You put everybody yeah, in the West it's Coast. it's hard. I've, I've done that before, too, and it's super hard with two kids, and they're sleeping in, you know, a foreign room, and oh, then we got to get two vehicles in each coast. Like, I, I've done that. I've I've lived that, and it's not really that much fun. And then, like, this weekend, so, for instance, Oakland, you still have to fly. Like, even you have to fly, what, an hour or whatever yeah. to Vegas or Southern California is an hour, hour and a half flight. So you still got to check in at the airport. You still got to go through that whole deal. But I'll just fly two and a half more hours and be home. So it's not, like, I mean, I that big of an issue. So, 
Yeah, it's not as much as you think, but um, okay. yeah, I mean, last week I did go back before before Oakland. I actually flew to Southern California early, rode a couple of days just because I needed to get some testing in. But mm-hmm. yeah, um, yeah, I, did, I just yeah. like being home, and I mean, today was awesome at at club, and it kind of goes back and forth. I mean, there was a week in California where the guys couldn't ride, and I could ride all week here, yeah. and vice versa. So. But yeah, well, I'd, I'd rather be home. I'm kind of with Chad on that one. I'd rather just fly home. And if you're in California, Phil won't berate you. You know, if you're in California, <laughs> Phil won't. True. Be there, Good so. point. True. Um, hey, that whoop question. I mean, we don't have to worry about that anymore, right? Because they don't build the whoops big anymore. Because Phil's gone. Isn't that the, yes. the word? Yes, Phil. That was Phil's theory. Was uh, yeah. they only knocked down the whoops last week in Anaheim uh, to after practice because Phil wasn't racing. That was his theory. Otherwise, they yeah, would have yeah. left. If he was racing, they would have left him as big because they don't care if he dies. <laughs> that that was phil's theory last week so uh last question for justin brayton from john what's going on john what's your question for jb hey guys what's going on what's happening um now it's not necessarily for jb it's kind of for all you guys okay okay now we got cooper Webb looking really good this year yes yes everything's kind of clicked for him now what does this do mentally to a guy like bruce camp who went through dungy being number two Anderson, basically on the same team, beating him last year. He's supposed to be the top guy this year, and Cooper Webb comes out firing. What does that do for his confidence? I I don't. I think it's too early. My opinion would be it's too early to be like, oh, you know, Webb's the number one guy on the team. Marv was catching him and fell and, and ripped through the pack in Oakland. Like, if I'm Marv on Sunday, I'm feeling good about my race, even though I got second. I'm I'm very happy. So I think it's too early. My opinion. What do you think, JB? Yeah, I. I... I think Marv still thinks he's the number one guy, and it's only going to help him, motivate him to come out and win. And and sometimes it's good to have a teammate like that. It's really competitive, and if your teammate's winning, you don't want to go back to the truck and be second. So mm-hmm. I think it's only going to help Marv. And, and um, yeah, he, he was he was riding good. And he, he came out a little bit slow with like, an injury or something with yep. his knee mm-hmm. coming in. So he's probably feeling pretty good about his season where he's at in points and yeah, I mean, what do you think? I, I think he's fine. What do you think, Berlute? I agree exactly with yeah. JB said. You know, that, well, but um, not what I said. Just what JB said. Well, <laughs> no, right, what he yeah, did, yeah. what exactly he just said right yeah. there okay. was, you know, I think he feels good about it. Hey, I mean, what, I, is he I, four I list, he's four back. I think I listened to his interviews. He yeah. seems happy with how things are yeah. going. You know, yeah, I think I think uh, uh, John, I think that a lot of that is overplayed in the media, and maybe it were to blame a little bit for that too. You know, the media goes on and on about, oh, who's number one guy. These guys don't care week to week in the truck, like things like that, you know? So, I mean, if it continues, yeah, 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 it's yeah, gonna, yeah. I mean, you a couple right. more races in, then it but, starts. But Alden has always been able to manage these guys that way, yeah, you know? Yeah. So, um, yeah, thanks, John. I think when it was Dunge, though, when it was Dunge, Marv felt like he was number two guy because Dunge was the yeah. championship guy. Yeah. And then with Anderson, they weren't under the same tent, mm-hmm. but they were training together, but obviously that kind of – yeah went sideways a little bit right yeah so they yep. weren't riding together and right. stuff where now it's under the same truck and marv thinks or should be the number one guy mm-hmm. so i think it only motivates him like lights a fire under him and, and he's probably going to be better than ever here coming up the next three or four rounds when he gets completely healthy uh speaking of teammates before we let you go bummer malcolm stewart uh broken leg at uh, glendale and uh man people i posted a photo of him just said hey get well soon or whatever and Got so much responses on it, and so many likes and everything on on social media. People really like Malcolm, and it's a real shame, man, because he was riding well. And I imagine JB, he was fun to have around the truck. Yeah, he's super fun to have around. Just always smiling, always cracking jokes. 
and he was ripping. Like he, somebody asked me the other day, like, do you think Malcolm could have legitimately won a race? And I was like, absolutely. I, I definitely think he could have won and will win one day. Mm-hmm. Just this year wasn't his year and, and, uh, but he'll be back and, but yeah, he's super fun to have around good with the fans and, um, Oh. Yeah, get well soon, Malcolm, and yeah, he'll be back soon. Though. How about were you? We were eating dinner in Geneva after the race, or you guys were eating, and we were at another table. But then we came over to your table. Did you hear him ask me if his brother James was better than Travis Preston or Travis Pastrana? Pastrana, Pastrana, Pastrana right? Yeah, yeah, I did. I'm like, are you drunk yeah. or high? And he's looking at me like, no, serious. <laughs> Pastrana was good. I'm like, yeah, bro, he was. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, you're... you think he realizes though? You know, when you're like you're that close to something, you don't realize how good it is maybe i and don't then, know like us from afar we're like oh my god like james stewart was insane right do you think malcolm i've never asked him this i should ask him like do you think he realizes actually how good his brother was or do you just think that he was in it he was so immersed in it i don't know seen him ride every day just like right. maybe thinks it was kind of normal i don't know maybe he thinks that oh my brother that's a normal speed of a of a, of a ride yeah, exactly. right 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 <laughs> right Oh, yeah. I don't know. Go ahead, Billy. No, that's not even close. I know. I'm just like, are you? Unbelievable. What's wrong yeah. with you, Malcolm? He's like, no, for real. Pastrana was good. I'm like, oh, Jesus. Yeah. All right. JB, yeah. how's Duff doing? Uh, he's good. Yeah, he's doing real good. You're still he working with him, a little right? bit yesterday, I guess. Oh, yeah. okay. He's still your guy, isn't he? On the. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's okay, practice cool. bike guy. Uh, yeah. Practice bike guy, yeah. Hung out with him all day today. He's all into the mini bikes, Blue. He's like dialing his. His CRF 110, he got some carburetor off of a different bike today. And oh, I show up and, like, it's funny. My bikes will be, like, all pushed to the side. Oh, shit. 110 on the stand in the middle of the shop. <laughs> and then his two-stroke, his all, he's got a CR250. Yeah, two-stroke, yeah. And it's, like, it's like next to that in the middle. Getting all, <laughs> I don't know, he's getting engine done or something on it. So, yeah, my race bike or my practice bikes are, like, push to the side oh boy um he yeah. oh that's funny he yeah it uh duff is who's he work is he working for osby is he working on the team still for supercross for East yeah Coast? yeah he's yeah. gonna i don't know he might be working for uh it's either osby or, or someone else on the team i, I okay. forget who he said he's working for yep. i think it's still a little bit up in the air right but, right um, and uh yeah mcadoo ram it Still told me he still gets people telling him to ram it on the posters and everything. Oh, races. yeah. It's great. It's fantastic. <laughs> hey, speaking of McAdoo, he, he's doing pretty good. Huh? Went 6-6 the past couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah. Good start. I, I will tell you yeah, this. I, I, I'm a fan of McAdoo. He scares me sometimes, JB. He oh, yeah. scares me. You and me both. You and me both. <laughs> hey, he's maturing. I think he's actually maturing. He's coming around. I he, think he's going to be okay. Yeah. God, he sends it. Yeah. <laughs> he's sketchy sometimes. He sends it, but def- he's definitely – backed it down a notch but then yeah when he gets in a spot like yeah like he did this weekend pulls the whole shot yeah and then tries to go triple onto the tabletop <laughs> in the first rhythm lane that like no one was doing <laughs> uh it's just uh, like panic you know like, i'm in the i'm in the lead oh i gotta do this bro oh i know in case it but we made yeah, it he, he's gonna get it figured out I, I mean i i truly believe that he's got so much work ethic and yeah so much drive kind of like cooper you mm-hmm. know what we said earlier you know you're just born with that you can't really teach it yeah and yeah. he's he's got that fire like he's gonna make it for sure. Yeah, last couple of weeks have been fine, no no doubt. Um, and but in practice and to start the year, I was t- saying on our podcast, you watch McAdoo with one eye closed, you're just like, oh oh god, I think something's gonna happen. Yeah. To I him. think he's getting better. He's <laughs> getting better. So. Yeah. And he pulls so. and the stuff that he that's gnarly, he manages even he manages to pull it off. 
even yeah, though yeah. He, without, yeah, yeah, yeah. Without, I think a couple yeah. of six is fine. That's great. When work on that, you know, and work better, work forward from yeah. there. So. And the guys that are beating him, maybe Jacob Hayes, like he sh- maybe should be a little bit closer. But mm-hmm. honestly, no one's expecting him to beat McElrath, no. Nichols, like no one is even expecting him to run with them. So yep. I think he's in a great spot. Yeah, yeah. I, it, I, what's funny about uh, you saying he pulls it off for loot in Paris this year? He was like had a couple sketchy moments, and I'm like, dude, it was so sketchy that you did this and did that, and he was like. Really? Oh, I felt, <laughs> oh I felt no really way! <laughs> like he doesn't even realize it, you know. So that's good. I mean, that's yeah. That's nah, good. he's you got really natural ability. Of that too much. He's got yeah. natural ability. Yeah. It's not like he's some chode. No, no, no. He can ride. He's yeah. just he's. I like. I mean, you can always teach a guy to back it down or just you know ride yeah, at ninety five percent. You know, as opposed to trying mm-hmm. to somebody push him. Yeah, but yeah. he. he yeah. Lo- but he looks good on the bike and everything. So hopefully he can pull together. Six six is good though, like you said. So yeah. Uh, yeah. All right, thanks, man. I appreciate. Berlut, Berlut, it. you've been motoring down. You've been laying the wood to mountain. No, bro, I've been. Uh, he's turned me down like four times to ride recently. Like I, I don't know if he's scared of me now. I don't know if he doesn't want. Maybe to... he's secret training somewhere. Like he's gonna yeah. be three seconds yeah, off faster off. next time you guys ride. Yeah, Berlut, you've been, you've been motoring without me. Uh, last time I was on a bike, I raced up at uh, I think Utah. That was the last time I probably told you about. You me. did yeah. a race. Yeah, I raced a couple times this last year. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was fun. That's awesome. I, I love it. It's fun for sure. I think we made a date for Friday. Yeah, we're going to go ride Friday out at Western. We'll see if Steve's uh, svelte body now can hang with the the old man. Yeah. The yeah. Old guy. yeah, he's he's been uh, Has he been bragging? And- I'm, I'm Levo Life. Has yeah. he been bragging, dude? I'm not bragging. No. no I, I'm, I'm not asking you. I'm asking <laughs> Brayton. Brayton, so when he comes around, does he say he's ready to freaking put the wood to Berlut? No, he doesn't actually. He, oh, okay. he actually says that you're, yeah, you uh, you lay it to him. But he hasn't. He's been pretty quiet lately since he's been on this training program. So I just maybe he stepped it up. Uh, I just I want know. to ride again, and then we will let the results speak for themselves. And I have I have a guy that's weaving and dodging and weaving me, and <laughs> will not show up at the track. You know, whatever. So that, that's that's what I got. Okay, but Friday, bro. Friday. I think Friday, it's on. It is on with me and the Silver Fox. Uh, let, let me know. Give me some results. And his 2008 RMZ 450 that he's got. Yeah, it's probably time for an upgrade, right? Is it, is it time I love. For there's nothing wrong with that bike. It's not yeah. an 08. It's a really? it's a 10 or no, 11. It's an 08. Oh, it is an 08. Yeah. It's the oh, first I thought it was. Year. I was kidding. I thought it was an old. No, newer. you hit it on the head. Yeah. Rockstar Makita Suzuki 08. JB, it, it's perfect for me. I'm old and slow. It works perfect, and the thing looks good. It still looks bitching, you know. Oh, so. uh, what about the road bike? You've been you've been putting in some miles. I actually, uh, damn, we got to follow each other on Strava. I had a really good ride the other day. I was uh, yeah. 20.6 average, and not not a lot of nice. not a lot of climbing, but still, that's pretty good though. I, I was pretty happy yeah, with it. Good. Yeah, yeah. How about you? You've been awesome. road biking at all? No, pretty much inside always. Yeah, I do right. Trainer Road. Have you heard of Trainer Road? Like, you know, a lot of people do Zwift. Uh-huh. I do Trainer Road. It's, it's awesome, yeah. Oh, Super wow. Super good. Okay. All right, that's it. Look for it tra- up. They, I- they have an app. They, like, have a bunch of different workouts you can do on your... Trainer Road. On your trainer. Yeah, Trainer Road. I'll check it out. That's, yeah. uh, that's been the update from uh, Training with Tony on the Pulp Mech <laughs> Show. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Uh, thanks, JB. Yeah. Appreciate it, man. We'll see you this cool. weekend thanks in San Diego. Me. Thank you. All right. See you, See you, JB. Vortex Racing, bringing you Justin Brayton. Email jake at vortexracing.com. If you want a discount on uh, chains, uh, sp- or I should say sprockets and uh, handlebars, we thank those guys as well. Uh, Vortex Racing, uh, please check them out on the web. Berlut, look at this photo someone sent in on our Twitter. That's you on the Cowie, I guess. Apparently, can you verify that? That is. That That's, is That me. is you? Yeah, pulling the holy on an 
1982 Let's retweet that if we can, Marks. It's on Pulp Mech Show account. 1982 Cowie uh, 250. All right. So somebody sent that in. Who's wow, the other guys? cool. Do you know the other guys? I, geez. I think that's Donnie Hansen, number seven, right? Well, I thought so, too. <laughs> no. But I was like, wait a minute. Uh, I'm not sure who that is. Yeah. All right, everybody. We're going to take a commercial break here on the show. Wait, can we? Yeah, we will. And then come up with uh, Jess Pettis after this. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. We'll be right back after this, everyone. All of us have one thing in common. When it comes to leaning that bike into a corner, floating a dirt bike through the air, or blasting a sand berm in a UTV. And that is passion. At BTO Sports, our foundation is built around family, which allows us to offer unparalleled customer service. Knowing we share a common interest, we look forward to the weekend as much as you. So we offer a three-day express on orders over $85. BTOsports.com is proud to be a premier source for motorsports parts and apparel for well over a decade due to our reputation for excellent customer service and great prices. From motocross to mountain bikes, sports bikes to UTVs, BTOsports.com has what you need because our passion reflects yours yeah that's right people that's van halen i want to tell you about my two favorite things in life van halen and fly racing flyracing.com they make much more than just moto gear mountain bike gear snowmobile gear hard parts they've got it flyracing.com the f2 carbon helmet it's as close to a factory bike as a helmet can get it's out of the box and onto the racetrack ready helmet for guys like Millsaps, baggett canard and pike Carbon Fiber, Kevlar, Coolmax, MIPS. Fly Racing's F2 Carbon has 10 different graphic styles, 22 colorways. Go to your local dealer, get them from flyracing.com. Please check them out. A whole line of hard parts as well. Flyracing.com. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team, longtime Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. The Rockstar Energy Husqvarna team relies on one company. For all of its seat needs, and that's Guts Racing. We thank the folks at Guts Racing for coming on the show for a number of years now. Pulp MX 2018 is the code to save. Complete seats available for KTM and Huskies. Other brands will be added later. The Phantom Lightweight Seat Foam is the choice of seat foam for many teams in the pits. Kenny Roxon won a 450 National Championship using Guts products a couple years ago. And again, they've been with us for a number of years. Please check them out. Official supplier of the Rockstar Husky. Husqvarna team for graphics, Livin' 100 as well, and seats. Anything and everything to do with seats. Please check them out. GutsRacing.com. Pulpamex 2018 is the code to save. Hey, it's Mathis. RoostMX.net have been a big part of us, our show for a number of years, and we love those guys. The whole Pulp Nation section on their website, Pulp Nation code saves you 20% 
on there. They can make custom pulp graphics for you. Uh, they can also do shirts and hats of anything you want. They can make custom graphics for your bike if you don't like pulp and why. I mean, maybe you don't. Uh, they're also the official team sponsor for the Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. And we have Alex Ray here in studio. Alex, uh, you love these guys. Yeah, love them. Shirts, hats, pit shirts, car wraps, yeah. everything. If you take some Cycle Trader uh, graphics off your motorcycle, will they stick to almost anything? They will stick to everything, bro. The best quality graphic yes. out there. A-Ray 91 is the code to save. And we thank those guys. And again, check them out for the whole custom line. And uh, Alex Ray, you got one more thing to say. A-Ray 91 is the code. And if you don't use Rooster Max, then fuck you. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate 45 years of fun. Building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA, under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. So Randy Richardson, good guy, means well, great interview, but oh my gosh, his voice is f***ing annoying. In that case, boss, you may want to fast forward while I tell the rest of the Pulp MX Show listeners about Michelin's extensive motorcycle tire product offer. The Pulp MX Nation certainly knows about the Michelin Starcross 5 tire range and its outstanding durability and excellent performance. But I'd like to share some information on Michelin's wide range of industry-leading motorcycle tires. New for 2019, the Michelin Anarchy Adventure tire, which features two-compound technology, enables adventure touring riders to have confidence on any adventure with a new level of on-road stability and uncompromising traction off-road. The Michelin Road 5 tire is designed specifically for sport touring riders and provides the maximum confidence in wet and dry conditions mile after mile. As the exclusive MotoGP class tire, Michelin definitely understands the performance expectations of today's sport bike riders, and the Michelin Power RS tire enables those riders to unleash their full potential. If you're a Harley-Davidson owner, the co-developed and co-branded Michelin Scorcher Tire Range, which is original equipment on over a half million models manufactured over the past decade, is the right cruiser tire for you. For the latest on all Michelin motorcycle tire products, visit motorcycle.michelinman.com for more information and make sure to follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and at michelinmotorcycle.us on Facebook. This commercial is not 2019 Pulpy Award material. Attention riders, welcome to Atlas Air Flight 604 with non-stop service to a better neck brace. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. Located on the underside of the frame is a convenient, easy open system. To fasten, simply insert the release bar into the left frame. To release, push the release button and pull the frame apart. We suggest that you keep your neck brace fastened throughout the duration of the moto as you may experience an unexpected huckabuck from time to time. To ensure a safe ride, please keep your neck underextended at all times. In the likely event of an over-the-bars emergency, your brace will double as a suspension system. Although the Atlas brace will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your brace first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or brole. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. 
Maximum surface area is located on your chest around the sternum, back around the spine, and up over your shoulders with extra padding over your collarbone. Should you need more, please request a defender roost guard or guardian body armor. We remind you that this is a non-rigid neck brace. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position, elbows up, and two fingers on the clutch. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Air. Enjoy the ride. WUSA is the number one source for quality wheel sets and wheel building services. They are the exclusive importer for Talon and Kite Hubs along with DID and Excel rims. Their wheels and wheel building services are trusted by the finest teams in the country. Teams like Factory KTM, JGR Suzuki, Rocky Mountain MCKTM, Rockstar Husky Star Racing, Monster Energy Babbitts. They all trust up, yeah. No job is too big or too small. WUSA, everybody, we thank those guys for coming on board with us. Whatever you need for your wheels, hubs, wheel building services, they've got it. Mention Pulp MX when you call down there, and they'll give you a discount. They ship nationwide. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram at WUSA.com. WUSA, they're all things wheels. Do it. WUSA. Do it. For 2019, Works Connection celebrates 30 years of delivering championship-winning products to motocross legends and champions like Lamson, McGrath, Wyndham, LaRocco, Carmichael, Dungey, Roxon, Plessinger, and more. Current race teams, JGR Suzuki, Star Racing Yamaha, Moto Concepts Honda, Team BWR, Rockwell Racing Yamaha, HEP Racing Suzuki, AJE Motorsports, and KTM Canada have also come to rely on Works Connection's commitment to innovation and quality. So if you're looking for factory-level parts, like radiator braces and skid plates to protect, rip a whole shot with the Pro Launch, or upgrade to the elite line of axle blocks, clutch perch, or bearing-equipped throttle tubes, just visit WorksConnection.com. Over 65 years ago, Vertex Pistons was born out of a small technical workshop in Northern Italy's famous Motor Valley. Expanding and maturing among the racing legends of Ferrari, Lamborghini, MV Augusta and Ducati, today Vertex Pistons are the pistons of choice for motorcycle riders and teams throughout the world. Because of their renowned reputation for exceptional quality, Vertex Pistons is a factory piston supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, Beta, Gas Gas, and TM. From the Motocross, Supercross, MXGP, GNCC, National and World Enduro Series, you can find Vertex Pistons winning championships. 
Vertex Pistons strives to provide you with world-class factory technology at a very competitive price. No matter which brand of bike you ride, when it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. To see our full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons in replica, high compression, or GP-style configurations, visit us at vertexpistons.com or stop into your local dealer and ask for a Vertex Piston Kit today. Welcome back, everybody. Pop Mech Show is presented by BTOSports.com. Fly Racing. Thanks for listening, everybody. Jess Pettis coming right up here. We already had Justin Brayton on the show. The great Tony Berluti in studio. What's up, Berlute? How are you, Steve? This season has been so good so far. It's been really good, huh? Absolutely. I love it. Uh, love it. Also, too, EVS Sports. Over the last 30 years, EVS Sports has established themselves as the leaders in innovation and tech when it comes to designing protection gear for today's Motocross racers, riders like RJ Hampshire, Justin Hill, Travis Pastrana, all wear EVS when they race, ride, or whatever Travis decides to do that day. Go to evsports.com, punch in the code PULP19 to save from anything, from knee pads to shoulder braces. EVS Sports, we are protection. Thanks to the folks at EVS uh, for coming on the show this year, and uh, things have been going well. I talked to the boys the other day, and uh, yeah, you guys are using the codes and saving with them, so thanks. I appreciate it. WUSA, uh, John Anderson and everybody down there. Uh, great guys. They've been a part of our show for a long time now. They want to rebuild your stock wheels, Berlute. So what you need to do, not you, but people, email us a photo of your bike or your wheels or whatever and tell us why you want a complete WUSA uh, OEM real, wheel rebuild. Contest at pulpamexshow.com. We're going to run this for a few weeks. Some of your submissions already have been amazing. Bad. And uh, WUSA will pick the ones that uh, make the cut, or pick one that makes the cut, and rebuild your wheel kit for you. Yeah, so you'll get a new new uh, uh, spokes and new rim, and everything else will be trued up and all that. And uh, thanks to the folks at WUSA.com for uh, doing it. Uh, contest at pulpmexshow.com. So do that. Email us, and uh, we'd appreciate. It. Thanks to the folks at WUSA, who, by the way, supply wheels to seemingly half the teams in the Pittsburgh. Yeah, yo, yeah, I use them. Um, I love my, it. All my project bikes have been used. W yeah, on them, I, so. I order all my stuff from them, yep. Uh, also, too, uh, Jess Pettis coming up here shortly. Uh, Connor Fields coming in. I think we're going to call Zach Osborne later as well. All right. On. Maybe call A-Ray. Yeah. Might be a jam-packed I wanna, show. I want to hear about I want to talk to that guy. Why? Well, he's just a funny fucker, ain't he? What's he his is. deal? He hasn't qualified. Or did he qualify for one round? No, he's made three of the four. Oh, he has. Okay, yeah. what am I thinking? Or Has he made all four? 
think he's made all four. Maybe he's made all four. Yeah? Yeah, no. Okay. He's solid, bro. Uh, <laughs> right uh, on. Also, too, I want to thank the folks at Works Connection. Uh, Works Connection, for, for 2019, they celebrate 30 years of delivering championship-winning products to motorcycle legends and champions like Lampson, McGrath, Wyndham, Kurdowski, Larocco, Carmichael, Dungey, Roxon, Plessinger, and more. Uh, pro launch device, you all know that. A lot of teams use that. Radiator braces are very, very popular. Big sellers for them. Skid plates as well, where they made their name. Uh, Axle blocks, clutch perch. I love their clutch perch. I have one on my Blue Crew and uh, love those guys at WorksConnection.com. Uh, exciting things coming for them in March. Also, too, speaking of Works Connection, our next guest uses them and is brought to you by Vertex Racing. Every OEM, KTM, and Husqvarna two-stroke comes stock with the Vertex Pistons founded years ago in Italy. Vertex Pistons uh, make, some, make some pistons for any brand and many race teams as well. Uh, whether it's a high-compression uh, piston you want for your four-stroke or uh, a Pro-Lite one or whatever it is, uh, Vertex Pistons has you covered. Pulp Show 19 is the code at vertexpistons.com to save, and we thank uh, Vertex for coming on the show. If you need a top-end kit or you need a pivot works as well, they could dial you in. Uh, thanks to those guys, and they're pre- pleased and proud to bring you our next guest on the show. This guy has been silently killing it on 250 West Coast. Jess Pettis, what's up, man? How are you? Hey, guys. Not too bad. How about yourself? I'm good. Thank you for coming on. I appreciate it, man. Yeah, no worries. Thanks uh, Thanks again once for having me on. Yeah, no worries. I had to get you on because I got a text from Tim Ferry on Saturday night. That's sad. That's <laughs> there you go. Yeah. I seen one of his tweets, too. That was kind of cool. Oh, did he tweet about you, too? Oh. Uh, I think so, yeah. Okay. I think he was kind of, or no, yeah, I think you posted something about it, how he texted you. Yes, I posted my text screen. He said, I don't know Jess Pettis, but the kid is smooth and fast, and I said he's from Canada, and he said, even better. So, <laughs> Yeah, we're supposed to play hockey or something, aren't we? Uh, yeah, I know, right? Exactly. That's what everyone's supposed to do. Um, <laughs> hey, man, yeah. listen, uh, you came in last year, and uh, we saw you. You made a couple main events, but you also were, you know, a little sketchy you were not scared to send it and 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 you did well at times but other times it, it didn't go well and from from the gate drop uh well not from the gate drop from the first flag of anaheim one from practice you were the unseated group you look like a different guy you've got your same speed but you are in control you're smooth um what happened why is that was it the bike change or was it just simply knowing what to expect in supercross um yeah i think i, I think it's both kind of um I mean, obviously, I had a bit more time on Supercross. I mean, coming in knowing what to expect is always nice and, and helps out, not coming in blind and, and just thrown right into it and going out there and, and sending it. So, um, yeah, I mean, the bike change and everything has been really good and just more time on the tracks and everything. But really, leading up to A1, I mean, I had three weeks on the bike. I didn't have much time at all, and I was honestly stressing that pretty hard. Uh, when I first signed with the Q-team guys, just, knowing that bike going into Supercross wasn't a lot of time and didn't know how the switch was going to be and everything, but I think it has gone pretty much as smooth as it possibly could. And I was pumped leading up to anyone. I mean, I didn't, didn't second question it at all. I felt really good. Um, you got to ride a KTM track this week, I'm hearing? You're getting some help there? Yeah. Yeah, I actually got to go ahead last week after A2 to ride it, but unfortunately I was sick pretty much all last week, had no energy and all that, so... I'm going to head there tomorrow morning. They told me to come by and ride, so I'm pumped on that. That should be a big help. That's cool, man. They just saw you. They realized you're riding really well, and they're like, hey, come on ride, huh? Yeah, and, I mean, yeah, Canada, or KTM Canada, obviously they're connected with the guys down here in the U.S. Yep. And they've been good. They gave me a KTM Sprinter to use, and my mechanic, Matt's down at the shop every week. So, you know, we're connected, but, um, you know, we kind of talked to them there about a week ago and said, 
you know, one thing I'm, I'm slacking and I'm struggling with is, is my whoop speed and getting my bike set up for them. You know, I ride mm-hmm. Lake Elsinore and Milestone pretty much every day and you can't set a bike up for that and then go to the race <laughs> on the weekend and the track's completely different. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. This weekend, I mean, you know, like this weekend, like there's no whoops or anything like that at, at, at Elsinore or Milestone. Yeah, no, exactly. They're, the tracks are a little more and, um, yeah, I mean, the whoops are, are barely even there. So mm-hmm. you, you get your bike dialed during the week and then you go to the race and there's, you know, a big set of whoops and tracks a lot more aggressive. And, you know, I've struggled the, the first three rounds just with, you know, basically, basically that just not having the right bikes out for the track, but there's nothing I could do. I mean, it's yeah. just the tracks I've been riding. So I think that'll be a big help for me this week here, getting on that track with, you know, some better obstacles. Yeah. Well, this weekend you led a heat race for a bit, dude. That's pretty cool. Awesome, nice well, work. Not only led, yeah. but that was a bitch and pass you made yeah. right out of the get. And yeah, out of McAdoo. I thought you were going to sell away. Did you have an issue or anything? Yeah, no. I, uh, I mean, coming into the weekend, the, the first three rounds, I, I've, no, I mean, I feel like I belong there, but I've been pretty, pretty hesitant and kind of just been riding my own race. And you know, guys have been passing me, and I haven't really had a whole lot of fight in me, so. Coming into this weekend, I just wanted to be more aggressive and, and make some passes and not just sit behind riders. So I made that mm-hmm. happen right away, past McAdoo. And, I mean, damn, I felt honestly really good those first three or four laps. I feel oh. If I could have rode that whole heat race the way I rode that, I could have probably won the thing. But uh-huh. I just I, I try to control my breathing and everything. And, I mean, I've been putting in, putting in a lot of laps during the week, but there's nothing like getting out there, getting out front, and <laughs> right. riding that race pace. And I uh, I just wasn't used to it. I think. Well, you're like, holy shit! I'm leading a supercross. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, but but the improve yeah. the improvement you've made from last year to this year is leaps and bounds. Yeah, I mean you've you're you're killing it. You know, I mean last year you had some pretty cool rides, and everybody took note of you. I mean. Tony Alessi loved you, you know. Oh, he, did he? Yeah, Tony knew. T- Tony was a fan. You probably, you probably know him, or did, have you talked to him? Yeah, yeah, I know Tony pretty good. And yeah, I'm at the practice track, and he's always really cool with me. Yeah, yeah, he likes. He, you know, he's the one that pointed you out last year when, and then we'd we'd watch you, and uh, yeah, you had some good rides. But that that heat race this last week, you were on fire for sure. The first time I remember yeah, Jess, first time I remember Jess, I was at Edmonton National. I don't know what year. But you were riding a KX125 for leading edge, right? Yeah. And Lissamore was like, "Hey, this kid's really fast," and you you absolutely sucked that day. And I'm like, "Really? Like this kid? <laughs> like like I, I'm just I know I'm just I'm like really Lissamore." And Lissamore's like, "Yeah, dude, he's 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 legit." And I'm like, uh, "Not today. He wasn't on a KX125." So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. I mean, I think I was like, I think the team wanted me to qualify that day for a pro national. I was like 15 and about 100 pounds. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh. Well, you know, it's, it's cool. I, I'm pumped with the progress I've been making, and I mean, honestly, even on the weekend in the heat race, like I feel like that's what I'm capable of. Mm-hmm. I've been feeling super good during the weeks, and I mean, obviously, a lot of riders feel good during the week and whatnot. But right, even even though I've had some good results at the first three or four rounds, like in the main events, I feel like I haven't rode nearly as good as I can. Like at A1, even I got tenth, which I was super pumped on. But I came off, and I asked my mechanic, like. Oh, like what place did I get? Because I couldn't read the pit board. Yeah, and he told me tenth, and I was like completely blown away because I'm like, man, I feel like that was like an 18th, 19th. No, place. really, really, I yeah, feel yeah, like yeah. I rode yeah. terrible. Yeah, um, but well, this weekend you raced back from a fall first lap, um, and then got eleventh. Like, I think I think you rode well this weekend, dude. The track was tough. A lot of guys were struggling late in the race. Um, so I mean, I think you're gonna be stoked with your last two eleventh ride this weekend. 
Yeah, for sure. Like it, it doesn't quite do do justice. I mean, I've I've been right around and right in around the top ten mark. Um, I mean, I got eleventh last weekend and again this weekend, but this one felt good. Honestly, I feel like I rode good. I came from from completely dead last. I mean, I went down in the first lap and then worked my way all the way through the pack. And um, you know, I feel like I had the speed to get right up to tenth. I made a few mistakes there with a couple laps to go, but mm-hmm. I was I was really pumped with that eleventh. Yeah, yeah, I think you should be. So yeah, for sure. We talked a little bit, I think, after Glendale. Um, there's a couple rounds, or at least one round, that conflicts with the Canadian series that starts up in April. But if you're doing well, you told me you want to keep doing these series, and I think you should. But, mm-hmm. I mean, is that – do we know yet? Can you commit to the rest of the 250 West series, or, or do you know uh, what your schedule is for the rest of them? Because, man, you got to stay down here. you got to keep riding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking right now. Um you know, I've talked to the team a little bit and kind of just put it out there, and we've been been trying to make it happen. Uh, I'm going to definitely talk to them here after San Diego once there's a bit of a break and and kind of make our decision. Obviously, I want to keep going, and, and it's been going great. So I think it's just going to make my riding better, and, mm-hmm. and everything is going to keep going good. Um, I mean, I know I was talking to my mechanic, uh, Matt, about it yesterday, and he was talking about getting my race bike out to Atlanta because we could do a photo shoot at the same time out there with the team and like he's wanting to make it work as well so yep. I have the feeling that we're going to keep going <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which, yeah. Uh, which would be sweet have you noticed uh with your results and the way you've been riding like you got more new friends in the pits more you're parking by KTM <laughs> people are coming by to see like you know sponsors are, are like how are you handling that part of it I mean obviously a lot of people have known about you for a long time and you're, you're a super nice kid but now this is the bigger time and people are really shining a spotlight on you. What's that like? What's that been like? Yeah, no, it's been, it's been crazy. Like I've noticed a ton of people coming up to me and, uh, you know, even all the websites, racer X, everyone like that, which is super cool and getting my name out there more. Um, but I mean, obviously, uh, you know, everyone wants to be a part of you or, or be friends with you when you're doing good, but (laughs) you really know your true friends or, or the people who care about you when you're down and out. Right. I mean, yeah, that's when you really know. I feel mm-hmm. like I I got a good good close uh, group of you know people in my corner that I really trust and and you know surround myself with. Which, which you know I'm pumped on that, and you know it's really nice to have everyone pumped on me right now, which is yeah. which is ideal. I mean, you, you know you're doing something right if you know people are coming around and wanting to hang out and stuff. Yeah. But uh, you know at the same time I just want to surround myself with some good people. And you know, I heard Carmichael talk about it a while ago. Just surround yourself with some good good people, a small little group and, mm-hmm. you know, maintain your same goal. So yeah. I think that's just what I'm going to do. Wow. Poor, poor beats. Newf and I were talking, you know, you're, you've passing beats here in the best Canadian supercross rider ever. Uh, you're moving up the ranks. <laughs> we, we feel like you did better than beats ever did. Hashtag poor beats. But uh, yeah, you're moving on up. So, uh, you know, yeah. Darcy Lange had some good no, rides. I like too. Yeah. He's, a, he's a good dude. I like Beaton. He's a good friend of mine. And, you know, he's honestly been a help as well. Um, obviously he's had some experience doing this stuff too so he's mm-hmm. gave me a little insight and little tips here and there to yeah what to expect and you know it's been good uh yeah absolutely 100 percent. i've been telling tyler keith hey you know you screwed fasciati didn't offer him a ride at the end of that year but now's your time pick up pettis we'll we'll forgive everybody and uh so people are noticing you for sure because tyler's told me uh you know how much he likes you and how much he you know how much you're pretty riding pretty well so um that's cool when you get these kind of guys in the u.s to to talk about you you know yeah, for sure. I mean, that's that's the goal, right? Yep. Is just get out there and so, put in some good rides and, and good results in front of their eyes. I mean, it's hard being back in Canada and, uh, you know, you kill it and have some really good races, but 
those manufacturers and teams down here, they, you know, they see it and they hear about it, but unless you're right in front of their eyes, it, yeah. it really doesn't mean too much. So for people who don't know, Jess is the MX2 Canadian champion outdoors, uh, rode Yamaha the last few years, switched to KTM this year. Now I heard, I, you, and you can get into as much as you want, Jess, that your, your deal with, with the Yamaha, with hot dog vendor, MX101 guys, was, was financially about the same as the one you have now, but you went to KTM. Um, sort of tell us as much as you want to why you decided to jump to KTM and, and what they've offered you and all of that. I mean, it looks like it's working out tremendously, obviously, but why the switch for you in your mind? What, what made you want to do it? Yeah, they had, a, they had a good offer for me on the table um, for the 2019 250 year. Um, I mean, it was good, and the bike's good, and obviously everything over there was good with me and them, but, uh, you know, KTM was able to get me a really good program, and then also their 450 program's really good. Their mm-hmm. bikes are good. Their salary contingency, everything's good. And then uh, just, you know, I wanted to keep in mind, obviously, the Supercross stuff. I I dabbled with it a bit last year and, yep. you know, obviously wanted to come do it again. And thinking bike-wise and support, uh, I just knew that KTM had a really good connection, good motor package, and the WP suspension guys down here in California. And, you know, just thinking ahead yep. in my career, you know, not just not just 2019, but, you know, yeah, yeah. 2019, 20, and, and beyond. So I think so, just trying to think ahead and play it smart like that, it, it you know, made a lot more sense. Yeah, so you, so you were thinking about, hey, U.S., KTM, Supercross, all that came, came into mind when making this choice. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah for sure. That was that was one of the main reasons I switched is, you know, support down here and, mm-hmm. and but just having a good bike. I know I know that to, to go race Supercross, you got to have a really good bike where you're competitive with. Yep. I mean, the bikes down here, the teams, Geico, Pro Circuit, Star, all those guys, you know, they're not messing around. and no. I want to give myself the best best chance I can, so I think uh, I think it's been a good decision so far. You signed a two year deal with Canadian KTM, from what I understand. Yeah, so, yeah, I did. So let's say, do you have an out? Do you have a chance to get out if if somebody from the U.S. came calling for twenty twenty? Um, I'm not sure. I mean, I, I, <laughs> I'm not sure. We'll have to like work into that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it all depends. Like, if it's KTM, you know, they work globally. So yeah, yeah. Um, you know, if a TLD can't. TLD team came up to me, then I mean, I'm sure they can make something like that work, but yeah, yeah. really, I'm not too sure. Um, you know, at JSR and the team manager, they they obviously, uh, you know, have been racers and, you know, are in the motor industry, so they know both sides. So I'm, yeah. I'm not sure. I mean, it's not a position I'm in right now, but I'm really happy with everything that's going on. And yeah. I mean, pitting out of a sprinter right now, it's it's not a big semi, but it's, uh, it's good. We're getting the job done. And yeah, you are. Uh, we're definitely having the most fun out in the pits right now, I'll tell you that. Like, <laughs> we're having fun, yeah. uh, you know, in the pits and go race. And, you know, we, we've all got smiles on our face, so it's cool. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, Jess, so um, do, you, do you know who Rollerball is? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I haven't met him, but obviously heard lots about him. Okay, well, I, I'm, I, if, if your results keep getting better, Steve's going to probably be bummed because he loves Rollerball. You I, know do, that. I, I do love Rollerball. <laughs> you yes, do love yes. Rollerball. I know. He's mentioned him every time I've been on the show. Oh, <laughs> God. He's going to go nuts, man. I mean, you're, gonna, you're Listen, just getting better he, and better. This kid is the real deal. And, and, oh, he uh, is. Uh, you know, a Dusty Clack came down and, and certainly put in some good rides, but, you know, didn't get it done, and Darcy came down, but – was more interested in arena cross, you know, couldn't didn't stick around a full supercross. Beats, Beats was good, you know. Brady Sharon, a lot of Canadians have tried, but 
Jess is getting mm. pretty good results here. Yeah, he's, you're and, riding you know, well. Like making the main is one thing; that's cool. But when you're racing forward in main events to top ten finishes or ripping through the pack to get eleventh, like that's way legit. Yeah. You know, so yeah. Well, the beginning of that heat was was epic. I mean, really well. And I I I just wondered if did you get you didn't get tired or what? I mean, how come you dropped back like that in that heat race? Yeah, yeah, it's weird. Honestly, I was kind of confused to be honest. Too. Like I, I was breathing, and I just kept telling myself it. over all the you know the triples and stuff to breathe and and keep calm. And I did. Like I didn't have any sketchy moments or nothing, and didn't get arm pump. But I, I made one little mistake over the wall jump where McAdoo got me back. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then, you know, they they were all in a freight train right in the pack. So then Hayes blocked past me and kind of messed me up for that rhythm. Gotcha. So they literally all got me in the same mm-hmm. in the same lap, which kind of like threw me off, and it was just hard to regroup. And then uh, by that time, I kind of just took a big deep breath, and I'm like, "Whoo!" Like my heart rate's super high right now. <laughs> now that you know it set in that I was just leading for like four laps, and I was like, "Yeah, definitely high heart rate." And I'm just like, "Okay, calm down, regroup, and make it in this main. Like we ain't winning this thing now, so I just want to make it in. I don't want to crash out trying to you know fight back right now." And I came off, I was pretty, pretty tired. My heart rate was pretty high. And I was like, damn, like I'm working, working way too hard to be tired after a heat yeah. race like this. But it, uh, it made me feel pretty good after the main, to be honest. Cause I came, you know, obviously from, from last and back to 11th and fought hard the whole time. And Absolutely. I came off and felt like I could go do another, you know, like a 20 lap moto again. So that was good. <laughs> Um, for people who don't know either, uh, Jess is from Prince George, BC, which uh, you know everybody knows Vancouver, right? Well, Prince George is, I don't know, eight hours north. Jess, ten hours? Yeah. I don't even know. Good God, it's way up there. Yeah, wow. about, about seven or eight. Yeah. Holy shit. So he is from a town that cold is cold as fuck. I, I'm sure it's cold as fuck. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know. Probably, yeah. not, probably not as cold as Manitoba still, I would think. Oh, come on. No, Manito- Manitoba is damn cold. See? <laughs> See? Um, but he is yeah. from a little town eight hours north of Vancouver, and there's not much up there, and it's logging country, you know, big logging country. And, yeah. And uh, so that's really cool that you just, you've just you attained the success you have coming from Prince George, you know? That, that's pretty cool. Yeah, no, it definitely doesn't give me the best odds, that's for sure. No, but, no, it doesn't. I mean, I think it helps. It kind of you know, makes you have to work for it no matter what. I mean, you, it's definitely not a lack of effort or anything like that. I mean, my whole family, we've always had to travel, you know, a shit ton or, or work extra hard to make it happen. And, you know, I think that's, that's almost made it. You know, if it's too easy sometimes, then you kind of lose that little bit of mm-hmm. hard work that you need. So, yeah, I mean, um, you, you can make it happen from wherever yep. you live. You just got to be willing to, you know, sacrifice work that little, little extra bit. Yeah. So I was uh, I like a lot of people were really looking forward to Jetworks uh, taking over the series in Canada. They expanded from CMRC, who you know obviously Mark Stallybrass has his critics, including me, was one of them for many years, and I was stoked to see the future Canadian moto it was Arena Cross, it's Nationals, and it's uh, another series of Arena Cross at the end of the year. More races, varied, more varied races, more things going on. Uh, Hundred thousand dollars to the winner of the four hundred and fifty race series, and and all of this, and, and I was stoked, but. A rough year, bet Jess for Jetworks. Kind of, and look, it's the first year. They'll get better. They'll learn from it. But it wasn't as smooth, I think, as everybody thought it would go with Jetworks running the series in Canada. What do you? What do you think of it? How did it work for you? Uh, what's your suggestions for the future for them? Um, yeah, I mean, obviously they had their ups and downs, and I think that's uh, that's going to happen. Obviously, being the first year doing it all. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that I'm sure they didn't expect was going to happen. And, uh, I mean, obviously the arena cross series was, was a joke from what I've seen and heard 
with it being muddy almost all the rounds because mm-hmm. they got the dirt from outside and with it, with it snowing and everything. But I didn't hit the arena crosses, so I don't really have much bad to say about that. Um, but for the most part, I think the outdoors were all pretty good and mm-hmm. and whatnot. I mean, the positive side of things, I mean, the riders made a bit more money. The, the purse was a bit better, and the tracks, I feel like, were prepped better. You know, we raced on Saturdays instead of Sundays this year, which was, was good. You know, they give give them uh, a little more time to get the track prepped up for the weekend. And um, the, the Supercross series was, you know, it didn't really uh, exceed my expectations too good. Like Montreal was amazing. I was super pumped on that. Mm-hmm. And I think everyone was, it was full on pretty much legit Supercross. And, and I, it got me pretty excited because I didn't know if I was going to do the Supercross series or not. And, uh, and then the the next three were kind of more so arena cross and mm-hmm. a tiny little stadium, pretty mellow. Uh, you know, everyone can go fast kind of deal. So it was more so arena cross than anything. But I mean, I think it'll just get better each and each yeah. year. Yeah, yeah, they'll learn, right? You hope and figure it out and and all of that. You know, so yeah, I I personally would like to. I just seen the schedule come out and looks like the outdoors are down to eight rounds now, and yeah. then there's still the arena cross series. I mean. I personally think get rid of the arena cross and make 10 outdoors because obviously that's what all the teams want. I mean, everyone's putting in a lot of money and effort mm-hmm. and to go race eight outdoor rounds doesn't really make sense. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah that's I think, I think 10, 10 outdoor rounds and then four, you know, legit good supercross rounds would be ideal. Have like a, a Montreal, Toronto, Vancouver, and one, one other one. Yeah. 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 It'll be interesting to see how they evolve and what they do and everything else. Um, Certainly, like I said, they, they, they some good positives from the whole thing, but also it didn't didn't go as smooth as I think a lot of people thought. Um, so San Diego this weekend, and then what will you hang out? And you said mentioned to go to Atlanta and all that. Will you hang out and just ride and kind of stay sharp and live in Cali, or will you go home from and take a few weeks off? Or what's the plan after San Diego, Jess? Um, yeah, I mean, obviously I got to talk to the team and, and really make uh, you know find find a plan and, mm-hmm. and stick to that. Um, Obviously, things are going to change if, if we go in one direction more than the other. But um, I'm definitely going to go home for a week or two, kind of just regroup and yep. take a little bit of time off. But, you know, just just off the bike, just keep in shape. And mm-hmm. uh, I haven't really had an off-season, to be honest. I, yeah, yeah. I did the Nations, and then I did the Supercross Series in Canada in the fall, and then straight down here. So I think yeah, that's true, right? for me yeah. to go home, and uh, I haven't been home for Christmas or anything, so go home for a couple weeks and you know, just take take a little bit of time off the bike and then, you know, just see where we're at, if we're doing Atlanta or not, and then go from there. Wow. Fantastic job to start the season, and uh, I look forward to seeing you this weekend. Uh, thank you for coming on. Brought to you by VertexPistons.com. It's Jess Pettis. Thanks for coming on, Jess. Really appreciate it. Keep it up, man. And I know that all the Canada Canadians are, are behind you, and that's a pretty cool feeling. Uh, thanks for coming on, man. All right. Cool, guys. I really appreciate it. We'll, uh, we'll see you around this weekend. All right. Sounds good, Jess. Thanks. Jess Pattis, everybody on the show. Pulp Max Show presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. Uh, really appreciate the, uh, him coming on. And Balut, he's been killing it, man. Hey, how old is he? I don't know. 19, 20? Very, he sounds really mature, huh? Yeah, yeah. I mean, super he nice. Super nice really kid. Well. Yep. He's, he seems very, he's always been very a really, smart. Really nice kid. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, also, too, we want to thank the folks at Firepower, passion driven, product focused, rider tested. Uh, they, they've got uh, batteries and chains, and uh, they're one of the factory KTM teams actually used their batteries for a number of years. As a leader and innovator with 50 plus years of experience in power sports, Firepower premium lead, acid, and lithium batteries save you cash and offer superior performance. Forget about spending 
$500 uh, on an OEM lithium dirt bike battery. Spend at most 120 bucks and get more cranking power with the Firepower Featherweight Lithium Batteries. And it's backed by a two-year warranty. Uh, enjoy a Japanese quality chain up to 50% less expensive than the competition. Go ahead, move forward, and ride with Firepower. Ben LeMay running uh, Firepower uh, change as well uh, coming up this weekend. So we thank the folks at Firepower. If you're in the market for a battery or chains, anywhere where WPS uh, stuff is sold can help you with Firepower. Speaking of WPS and speaking of fly racing, Jason Thomas, what's up, JT? How are you? Not too bad. How are you boys tonight? Firepower is uh, a company that uh, WPS is pushing uh, lately. Really good quality stuff and uh, uh, for really cheap prices, uh, less expensive, I guess I should say, than uh, many other name brands out there. Um, I've I've been uh, exposed to the batteries and chains here. and Fantastic stuff. Yeah, I have a fire, Firepower battery in my uh, street bike. I was actually putting my battery tinder on it again today. Just one of these days it'll be warm enough to ride it. So, street yeah, bike? What do you got? company. What's that? What kind of street bike you got? Hold on. Let him finish the I firepower a, plug. I'm sorry. I sure fucked that up, didn't I? Go ahead. I have a FZ09. Oh, cool. Three, yeah, uh, three cylinder. Under, uh, to triple, so. Yeah. So, uh, I, don't, I don't really care about going fast. I just like riding it, so it's good to get out when the weather's good and cruise around. Firepowerparts.com, everybody. Check them out. Yeah, that that's uh, I. The, those things sound cool. That three cylinder sounds like a good bike. It's got pretty good torque. Yeah, that's you know the the reviews on them. They're super torquey, and I just for me honestly, I wanted to get a street bike, and uh, I asked three people in a row, and they all said the same bike. So that was uh, I was I pretty much ended my search at that point. That was right it. On. It was over, huh? Yeah. Um, all well, right. I've had a, I've had crotch rockets and stuff in the past, and I just I don't have any interest in that too fast and they're not very comfortable and right kind of over it i had an rz350 for a little bit as a youth <laughs> i bored my buddies for like a month <laughs> yeah that was great i had a ysr50 for oh, a little wow. while that was also great um and then that was about it for my street bike experience yeah okay you're going fast we need to we need to find a uh some sort of youtube video of you riding <laughs> YSR50. that's what i was thinking <laughs> they dude they were fun back in the day oh, oh god no. they were fun um all right, JT, so Oakland, like, seriously, seriously, don't waffle on this. Could, <laughs> yeah, right. Can Webb, can <laughs> Webb, can he win this championship? Like, like, waffle, waffle, can waffle. he win this thing? Can he? Yes. Yes, he can. Like, like, you can just see from now on, like, he wins again this weekend, he loses in Minneapolis, wins Atlanta, Loses Daytona, wins Dow, like starts putting together some wins here. He can, yes. I still, and I and I, we talked about this last night on the uh, the Racer X recap. I think Marvin is in the the driver's seat right now. Even with he doesn't have the points lead, Tomac's right there, Kenny's right there, Cooper's got the lead. I just like what I'm seeing from Marvin most of everyone and that's coming off of cooper winning two in a row i still like what i'm seeing from marvin more than everybody else right now yeah i i agree i it's can he yes will he i i'm gonna say no i mean yeah it's not not crazy talk to say no you know what i mean i mean this is unbelievable yeah it's supposed to be a rebuilding year for him <laughs> right but let this okay go ahead no if you really look at it though you know with anderson out it's really been kind of the, the Marvin Eli show for the last couple of years, both indoors and out. 
Yeah. So with Eli, kind of like there's rumors of him being banged up, you know, in the off season, and he's getting better, but he's certainly not 100. percent I think we we can all see that, and they're not going to give us any insight as to why or what happened or anything. But it's pretty obvious that he's not the same guy he's been the last two years yet. Whether that changes and whether he gets better and and finds that form again is anybody's guess. But he doesn't have that high ceiling that he's had the last couple of years. So with Marvin coming on strong, man, you got to think that this is his best opportunity to win. I don't know how you could ha- draw up a better scenario for him to win than being in the mix, you know, at the end of January and, and Eli maybe not being at the top of his game and then the defending champ and Anderson being on the sidelines. Is there any doubt about Alden Baker's program anymore? Depends on who you ask. I mean, seriously. Like, okay, Weimer didn't just start winning races, and Tickle wasn't working out, you know, before he got suspended. But okay. And he, you know, Dunge and Villapoto were champions before. You know, that's the rap on him. Stu, champion, mm-hmm. Ricky, champ. But, I mean, come on here. Like, seriously. What, like, what, what, if, you, what if you ask that to Kenny and AC? They tell you no. Yeah, that, I mean, that's, that's the problem. And those guys would know maybe better than anybody. So I don't know. I, I, I've talked to some smart people and some of our friends, and I don't think they're wrong when they say that it's, it's a good program, but it's not perfect for everyone. Right. I, I think that's probably what it comes down to. Uh, but I think if you're just looking at percentages of people that, that do the program and those that don't, I think your chances of success are higher on the program than not. I mean, Jesus, like, look at this web dude. I mean, you know, he just got on the program. He just won two well, races in a row. Zacco's yeah, but there's a bike. Look at what it did for Zacco. Yeah, look what it did for Zacco. Yeah, well, you can't, you can't deny it. I mean, he is on a different bike also. <laughs> the um, Yamaha's was definitely, he's a little guy. Yeah. Don't you think? Yeah, yeah, Webb. Yeah, Webb. yeah, 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 Webb. yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I think that's something to do with it. One hundred percent, the bike's good. But uh, I just, uh, I mean, I don't know. I think, I think this, this Webb thing right now, whatever this turns into, <laughs> should really be credited to Alden. A lot of it, not all of it. Cooper's riding the bike. He's got the skills. He won a national championship. Let's not forget everybody. But I think Alden and his crew and his tra- deserve a lot of credit for what's think- going on right now. This quickly in the season, this fast in the season, like. I mean, I think Alden has plenty of accolades. Everybody holds him at high regards. I don't think people think he's a not coo- people in the pits. Who like people? Really? Yeah. JT can vouch for that. People like, like yeah, industry. There are a lot. There are a lot of haters out there. Industry sure. people. Yeah. Or, really? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah well, yep. they're haters because he's successful, right? Doesn't everybody wants to hate on somebody that's successful? Like me, I'll exactly. Yeah. A lot of people hate you, yeah. right? Wow, geez. they want the well, sir- think- they want the sir- silver fox to smoke your ass. Yeah, they do. <laughs> I think the uh, the criticism comes in because, and this is from the outside. I've I don't know this for a fact. I'm just going off of what the criticism comes from. Is that they believe that Alden puts everybody in a box, and if you don't fit into that box or your body doesn't work for that particular style, he really doesn't flex on it. You know, he doesn't adjust. Mm-hmm. Uh, he kind of applies the same methodology to everybody. And I think their feeling is that not everybody's the same and not everybody responds to the same type of diet, and the same type of training, the same. Uh, but their, their claim is that there is no recourse for that or other, and there are no changes. So you basically, some of these guys just get buried because they, 
yeah. their bodies don't respond the same way. Yeah, and Alden just says, keep up. Keep up. Right. Yeah. That's that's what you have to do. <laughs> so, yeah. You know, as a person, the guys, you know, he – I saw him a lot when, you know, at Suzuki when, when he was working with Ricky. And yep. The guy's a class act. He, I mean, he, he's a he, good guy. He, you know? he really is. I don't I don't think he's a fake guy. There's a lot of fake people in the pits. I've had a lot of conversations yep. with him. And I, in the, I'm in the Cowie truck with RV when he was working with there. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not around the KTM guys as much. I've had off-the-record stuff conversations. I mean, he's, he seems like a great guy. He's genuine, yeah. I've yet to see him badmouth another trainer or, you know what I mean? Like, no, like he's not he, that guy. Yeah, no. he, classy guy. Yeah, nice guy. Sure. Yeah. All the time. I, I have a way of, <clears throat> or a, a, a big thing that goes a long way for me is if you don't have a reason or a, you know, you don't need me, let's say, or need someone, and you still are willing to help them and go out of your way to be nice to them. Yep. That goes a long way for me. That that's a big classification of character for me, and he's always been that guy. Yep. Anytime I've been around him, or when I was riding there with RV or any of those guys, he was the same way. So that that goes a long way for me, regardless of anything else or any other you know factor as part of part of racing. Uh, absolutely. We actually, and uh, speaking of that, we got a call about that topic. Ricky, uh, welcome to the show. You want to talk about Webb and Alden Baker? Yeah. Hey, hey, how you guys doing? I'm calling from Tijuana. I just want to let you know you got a lot of fans down here, my man. Where? Tijuana. Tijuana. Mexico. Oh, nice. Yes, sir. Nice. We love you here. Down here, you know, we in the cartel, we, we love you guys. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> well, listen, if I get in trouble in Tijuana, if shit goes sideways, I'll just drop, drop and pulp a mex and see if that saves me. Absolutely. I got your back, my friend. Got an AK loaded, ready to go. <laughs> Fantastic. What's up, Ricky? You don't like guns. Hey, so I'm just calling. I was calling in, in regards to the Alden uh, Baker program, and you just touched point on that. Um, do you just think that um, a lot of these other trainers, they might be good. I mean, I'm sure they're all good. They're just not holding their riders to Alden Baker's standards. You know, they're too busy trying to be their friend and not really kind of cracking the whip on them as Alden Baker. Because when you go to Baker – you got to hold yourself to a, to a certain level. Right. I, you know what? I don't know, but I will say that Alden does a lot with blood. He, he, he gets your blood tested to know where you're at. He, heart rate is a big deal. Post, post-workout logs, workout logs. He's very, very much monitoring how your body is reacting to the day's activities or the week's activities or whatever. Now, I don't, I'm not saying he's the only guy who does this. This is not, this is not groundbreaking stuff. But maybe the other guys aren't doing that as much. I, I don't know. I mean, I've talked to guys on and off the record about Baker's program. There's nothing scientifically amazing going on. He doesn't have magic rocks or a juice he pours on you or, or he's, not, he's not pumping you full of HGH. You know what I mean? Like there's nothing, there's nothing magical going on. It's cycling. It's, right. it's, it's, it's on the bike work. It's intensity. It's, it's everything's packed into a short amount of time, and then you're off. Then your day is off. You're, you're good to go. And, of course, eating right. So – JT, I mean, that's kind of what his program is in a nutshell, I feel. Yeah, I think, you know, from my limited time around it, and when I say limited, there were significant amount of days there, but I wasn't ever, you know, he was, I wasn't ever a paid member of, the, of that club or anything. But the things I took away from it were uh, consistency above all else. Like, there was no lapse in the program or anything like that. Uh, intensity, which you mentioned, you know, I think everyone who's ever been a part of that program or gone there for a short stint has been like, man, these guys, like anytime they're training, like it's all out. Like they're not messing around. Mm -hmm. They're doing interval sprints on bicycles. They're doing sprint after sprint after sprint and motos. And Mm -hmm. every single lap that they do on their motorcycle is timed. 
and you better have your lap time where it needs to be or it doesn't count. Like they literally, you won't even count the laps. You might as well get the right time in there because you want to get done. So I just think he's, uh, go ahead. It's gotta be, it's, it's gotta be kind of a, a kick in the gut to all these other trainers going, what the fuck is this guy doing? I mean, like Swanepoel, he loses Cooper and the guy goes out, goes to Baker program and comes out swinging. I mean, that's gotta be kind of a, and Ricky Cooper was yeah. on the show last week saying he wasn't in the shape he needed to be when he got to the program. Yeah, but he won, he won with Swanepoel, though. He did. So, I mean, he did, know, but on another level, like 2450 level yeah. is a little yeah, more. Yeah, championship, though. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I don't I think, yeah. I, think, uh, I think there's just, it's the whole package. I think it's diet. I think it's intensity. I think it's consistency. I think it's also... The fact that when you go there, the people that you're riding against, they're also the best riders on earth. And that's right. going to force you to Hurlings be on your A game there. every single day. You know? Where's Hurlings? He, oh, he here we, here we go. There. Here we go. Um, <laughs> Hurlings works with Alden. <laughs> he does do some stuff with Alden. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, All right. My bad. Well, and Ricky, I remember one time I was there and they finished riding and I was talking to RV and I was trying to do a little interview with him for, for something I was doing. And Baker was like, hey, mate, mate. Let's go, let's go. Like time to go lift. Like they they were going to the gym. Like it wasn't yeah. he had gotten changed and it wasn't like, hey, we're hanging out. We're leaving. Let's go. We're going to the gym. And that was the kind of program that JT was just talking about, you know? So um yeah, Cause it's because he, he's not busy trying to be their friends. He's an authority authoritative yeah. figure. You go there, you have respect for the guy. Yeah. You're not there to be his buddy, he's not there to be your buddy. Yeah. It's a business meeting. Well, yeah. these you gotta understand between the riders and, you know, KTM and Husky. They're spending big dollars here for results. Yeah. You know, everybody involved has a lot of pressure on them to deliver. So Alden's not going to mess around. Yeah. He's not going to take that lightly because, you know, as he's told Steve and like, hey, he wants to keep this program going. Like this is this thing is his baby. So mm-hmm. he's not going to let these guys slack off or, you know, we're going to stay on schedule and yeah. we're going to show up. and We're going to try to win races because all of this thing that he's built hinges on that. Honestly, uh, right. yeah, it's 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 been it's been amazing so far in the season. Uh, thanks, Ricky. Appreciate the comment. Th- thanks. Absolutely. T- tell thanks, every- yeah, you guys have a good show. Tell everybody in Tijuana I said what's up. Oh, they love you, man. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> you hear that, JT? I'm, I'm big in Tijuana. Fantastic. <laughs> You're supposed to say que pasa, que pasa. Uh, I don't know. Hey, Connor, what's up, man? How are you? Hey, what's going on, guys? No, no, not hey. you. Phone call. Uh, what's up, Connor? Your name, hey, man. Uh, can you hear me? Yeah. What's up, bro? Oh, yeah, man. Hey, uh, long-time listener, first-time caller, man. Glad y'all took my call. It's an honor to... Um, just a couple questions, really one one big one, and I know it's mostly irrelevant. It's more on the business side of things. Um, I'm actually working on a project for business school, uh, sort of in the same realm, with big title sponsors such as, obviously, Monster, Red Bull, Rockstar, Monster being owned by Coca-Cola, Correlating to, to smaller energy drinks, such as I saw Baggett's running the 5150 energy, why are companies, if you have any insight, like Mountain Dew not involved in the sport anymore? JT? Uh, I think it's, you know, so much passion-based for this sport. Um, you know, Red Bull has been involved in moto since they were not even a big deal. I, so when you look at Monster, they were around moto when they were Hanson's because, you know, the son of the company raced. So I think it's more of these companies happen to blow up and get very large, but 
long before they were huge companies, they were they were around moto. So I just think that's it's been very fortunate for the sport that they their roots were based in it, so they've stuck with it and dumped a lot of money into it. I just think when you go to corporate America and you deal with, you know, Mountain Dew, who is what, who Pepsi on Mountain Dew, I don't so know. you deal yeah. with these huge conglomerates and I don't think they really care. Like they look at all these sports and yeah, okay, maybe we'll, we'll get involved in that a little bit, but they're looking at so many other sports too, because they didn't have any roots or they didn't start with moto or anything like that. Okay. What, what monsters Coca-Cola, correct? Yeah, but they weren't uh, when they 17%. started. percent. Yeah. That, and they were they weren't okay. when they started. They were you know I yeah think... they they bought seventeen uh, percent of it about a year and a half ago for two point mm-hmm. two billion. So it was just Coca Cola wanted to be involved. They didn't have any any you know beginnings with it or anything like that. Oh okay, right on, right on. Well, I appreciate that. I mean, y'all y'all might just help me get an A in this class and be able to <laughs> there we go. afford a bike that's not ten years old. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Connor. There you go. Hey, one more question, if you don't mind. Sure. How many dunes could the dune goon huck if the dune goon could huck dunes? None of them. We saw it. It went terrible. None of them. He's on, the, he's on the phone, but we will relay that to him. Thanks, Connor. Thank you, man. Uh, dune goon. Uh, Paul, what's up? You want to talk about the expert picks on Pulp MX Fantasy? Yeah. Uh, first off, I just want to say it's great to hear Baluti. Thank uh, you. I love Baluti. Everyone, yeah, so, everyone uh, loves Baluti, man. Everyone loves that guy. <laughs> Everybody does. Right on. But anyway, so this this weekend, there is no way that I would have ever picked Scott Champion if it wasn't for three out of the four experts picking him. And I'm like, I I, I got to go with it. I can't argue with three <laughs> out of four. JT, were you one of them? Yes, I was. But well, holy cow, was I scared? Oh my god, he w- Hey, listen, <laughs> Paul. <was> Paul, <laughs> in the heat race, he did not look good. Like it, he was in tenth or so. I but he was. But hold on, we got a we got a we got some controversy there because. Supposedly, he thought he was in ninth the whole time, and when he came off the track, the mechanic never told him that he he had, was in tenth. And he, I guess, he was yelling at his mechanic profusely after the heat race because wow. he thought he had qualified. Oh, okay. Well, he looked like he really cruised it in for ninth. Then, if he thought he was, in ninth. yeah, yeah. Well, that was the whole thing. I, I, right. It makes sense the way he was riding because he was not trying mm-hmm. to pass anyone or catch up to yeah. anyone or let anyone not pass him. Right. Well, but this was from Truman, who was down on the floor. That, he said I do, that I do remember that now. Ninth. Yeah. Uh, well, that's good, Paul. I'm glad. Yeah, that's why you paid the extra money, right, to see what we, who we were picking and and uh, and Ryan Brees. What about Brees? No. Okay. No, I was uh, I was out on that one, which I, I probably should have been in because then I could have done a little bit better and beat a few more guys. But yeah. Well, yeah. no, I'm oh, glad. I, I'm glad we. Uh, and now his handicap's going to suck for uh, for San Diego. So. Yep, I'll just be out until it until it doesn't suck again. Yeah, yeah. All right, thanks, man. <laughs> Thank you. Have a good night. Appreciate it. Uh, we got uh, Tyler on. Uh, no, Tyler's done. Um, what do I got? Ricky back? Is R- Ricky? You're back? No, Jason. Sorry, Jason. What's up? What's up, guys? Hey, thanks for taking my call. Thank you. Appreciate it. What uh, you got a bike, by the way? Yeah, I got two bikes actually. I got a two-stroke RM250 and a KX450. All right, you want a firepower chain? For one of them? Sure do. All yeah, right, fantastic. Firepowerparts.com. Go there, check them out. Ben LeMay uses the chain, and uh, they're fantastic. Japanese quality, less expensive than uh, many ones out there. So stay on hold afterwards. Marks will get your information, and uh, you win a Firepower oh, chain. Great. What's your question I for JT? It. Yeah, for JT. So with the way Webb is riding, you know, and uh, Zacco, are we back in for Motocross of Nations or what? 
<laughs> <laughs> That's a good question, actually. Um, I don't know, man. I, I'm so. I th- I honestly think we're going to get beat beaten really badly at that event. <laughs> yeah. So I don't I don't have a huge desire to go watch that. I've seen that many times over the past <laughs> six or seven years. I know how passionate you are about it, and I I feel the same way about it. And I'm just like, oh, come on. Man. It, yeah, I I honestly. I really think if they go about building the track the same way, you know, it's going to be this, the white sand that's been there the last few years. If that is the surface again, I probably won't go because I think we're going to get beaten really, really badly. Like, I don't think we'll be even in the top five. So I don't, I don't think I'll make that. <laughs> I don't think I'll make that race in Holland. Yeah. Uh, like, I have a feeling you'll be well. there. You're going to be there, JT. Come on. So if, probably, we, if we you're pick, probably right. Uh, but as of right now, I well, yeah, I don't think it matters. Zacho, Covington, it doesn't matter. JT's out. Yeah, I don't think I don't think JT we have anybody out. in this country that can go to that event and win on at that track right. overall. I don't. I, I just don't think we can do it. If Colton Haas healthy and Hurlings is healthy, and they could just pick someone out of the crowd <laughs> for the, the third two fifty guy, and yeah, they, yeah, they're going to win. All right. Well, hey, stay on hold, man. Thanks for calling. You get a firepower chain. All right. Thanks, guys. Appreciate no, it. No problem. A couple more calls here. Tyler, what's up? You want to talk about Ronnie Stew's pass? Yeah, yeah. I was pretty stoked that Ronnie Stewart made the main again this week. Yeah. I did listen to your Privateer Island Life podcast with him. Um, I'm a pretty big fan of Ronnie. Uh, yeah, basically, I just wanted to talk a little bit about his past about Uncarling Gardner, what you guys thought of it. I know it's the LCQ. I know it's for the last transfer. Dude, it's spot, fine. But, uh, I kind of wanted your. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm fine okay, with it. JT, right. what'd, you th- what'd you make of it? Well, yeah, I mean, I. On one hand, it's the LCQ and anything goes, but I won't be hypocritical because I was super pissed at DV, you know, when I got knocked down in the last corner for the last spot. So That wasn't as bad as DV's move on you. No, I know. I know. I'm just saying I'm trying to be fair about it. I would be I would be pissed, but I do know in that race for the last spot it's it's pretty much anything goes. I thought it was fine. I mean if you're a Ronnie Stu fan, you had to have been pumped, Tyler, no? Or did you were you (laughs) cringing? I was I was pretty happy for him. I'm I'm, I'm from Jersey, so okay. Uh, so it was pretty cool to see. Um, also, do you think? I mean, like you know, he's made what three mains so far. So do you think this is kind of a because uh, bringing back fourteen a little bit, or do you think uh, Carlin's going to get start getting in there? Or who do you, who do you think will be uh, the standout privateer this this season? Getting, well, so far Gardner's been good. Main. Ronnie's been good. Um, JT's been a guy that stood up for you so far, like a privateer, like full privateer guys. I'm not counting the hep dudes. I don't think you know, but full. Yeah, pri- I mean, I mean, guys well, you know, I think- really. Uh, on the island there. Yeah. Yeah, I think Carlin was the standout at the beginning, but I will tell you that as this season goes on, it's it's the same story every year, and it's never you – know, I've been around this sport for 30-something years, and it's never not been this way. We're going to start losing factory guys. You know, we lost Anderson, and that's kind Mookie. of just the beginning. It's Mookie, just going to happen. You know, we, we, were, we were fortunate to keep Barsha after a big crash there, but – Unfortunately, we're going to start losing guys, and then these privateers are going to start getting in there. You know, Entignap's going to start yeah. making Spain. Yeah. Uh, that's just how it goes. It's always the same. Um, uh, by the way, too. By the way, too. Uh, I tweeted this earlier, but uh, Bichelia will be out at Cycle Trader Yamaha, and Ryan Brees will be in most likely. So um, just stay tuned for that. That'll happen this weekend. So uh, Brees will yeah. be Brees will get that ride. Yeah, I mean, for a guy like Ronnie Steele, you know, he said this before this, earlier this week on your uh, podcast, I and mean, he's not a guy that can throw down a really fast heater, but he's, he's consistent. He's a, he's a racer. 
you know, he kind of, he'll always be there. Um, yeah. He's not a balls out kind of guy, but somehow he always kind of gets the job done. Yeah. Uh, which is pretty, yeah. pretty neat. No, it's awesome. I thought it was an interesting podcast. He didn't really tell us what was, you know, the issue the last few years, but you know, um, it was interesting that he didn't, you know, didn't really elaborate and that's fine. It's a, his choice, but I was kind of waiting to find out, it seemed like some personal stuff, you know, outside of injuries that Ronnie was getting at, yeah. you know, in there, but that's, that's fine. Um, He's been doing good, so good job for him, man. Yeah. All right. All right. Thanks, thanks for the call. Boys, appreciate, appreciate it. it. There's, there's one thing you can count on. It's Stu turning up at Oakland. <laughs> yeah, no exactly, right? Um, hey, Levi, you have a conspiracy about the first two rounds? Yeah. Well, it was about the last two. Oh, the last two. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. So the first one is about the gangbangs. Mm-hmm. If Bogle hadn't been in Roxon's way... Webb would have never finger banged him. And the second one is if there would have been one more lap last weekend, Muscan would have passed Webb. Okay. So you're saying that we're trying to get Webb to win here? Um, I don't know. No, not really. I'm just saying Okay. he wouldn't have won. Levi, it's incredible that you've breaking this theory wide open. <laughs> Uh, tonight on the show, I don't. I think Feld and Monster and everybody will be very upset to hear about this. JT, that Levi's onto this. Um, you know. So yeah, what I would do, Levi, is I would not leave your house. I would uh, be very careful. I'd wear inconspicuous clothing for the mm-hmm. next few days. Maybe get one of those mustache <laughs> disguises. One of those glasses and a mustache and a big nose. Wear, wear, wear one of those, Levi, around because you have broken this wide open, and I am. I'm not solved it. You have you solved it, bro. I mean, it's yeah. Do you? I I mean, you know what? Honestly, just for calling it, I'm going to give you something. What What do you want? What do you need, Levi? Uh, Wheels besides know, like Doritos. <laughs> I'd take anything, man. I don't know. All right, we're going to give you a Pulpamex Roost hat. Okay. Uh, that'll work. Awesome. Thanks, Levi. Stay on hold. Mark's get your information. All right. All right. Thanks, Matthew. All right, Levi, with the th- conspiracy theory. I mean, honestly, JT. I don't know. You never know. I don't think it was. I don't think he was trying to make a conspiracy theory. As I was, I think he was more saying that Webb won, but he was awfully close to not winning both times. That's a schlong shot. Maybe not that it matters. Right. Not that it matters. Right. He uh. won both times either way. But I, I think he was saying like it. It could have gone either way both times pretty easily. Okay. Um. Hey. So. Did you see Justin Hill's crash on his Instagram? Or do you see did. it live? Yep. Did you see it live? I missed it live. So I saw the end of it live, but then I saw the Instagram. Okay. Why don't we have a net there, JT? I don't know. They had one this yep. weekend. Yeah. But I'll be honest with you. I think that the nets are only to cover insurance liability. Okay, yeah. I probably and, agree. But why can't we have yep. more nets? How much are they? Okay, you, well, I'm, I'm just saying that there was no chance he was ever going to land in the stands in that corner. So they don't care so, about – they've got the solution that will save a rider, but they don't care or they don't have enough money to buy another net? They have more nets. I just don't think that's what their primary use is for in their mind. I don't. If it's the rider crashing, I don't think they're going to put a net there if it's just to prevent a rider crashing. That's my opinion. That could be totally wrong. But from where I see them using them, it seems like yes. it's accurate. I, I, we talked about this earlier. Of course, they're only on the outside of the stadiums to protect the bikes from going to the stands. However, we have seen these nets work perfectly. They can't be that much money. I want to raise money 
by raffling off another Yamaha to get a buy Felda net again. Because I think I don't. I think you're going up the wrong direction. I think you need to go chain link fence. <laughs> yes, I heard this chain link fence theory, <laughs> and I thought it was a joke, <laughs> and it wasn't. I don't care. I gotta be careful. He's gonna get so mad at me. Again. Yeah, listen, buddy, you just made up with him. All right, so don't. Oh. But but um, <laughs> honestly, like I don't get it. Like I'm not. Listen, I'm not screaming and yelling that Feld is out to injure the riders. They're not. We didn't have a net. But why the fuck would they not buy more nets? They work. And put them on more of the outside of the stadium and put them in the middle of the track. I don't think they need to buy more. I think they have enough. No, I think they just have one that they combine. It's either a two- or four-piece net system. Uh, Well, I I felt like they could have – there was only one. In one corner, I feel like we've had we've seen them more than one corner, right? No, because but they've been smaller. I think they just ha- I think it's four sections of nets, and they either combine all four or they put two in one corner and two in another. Well, I don't think it's a financial limitation. I'll put it that way. What's well, what's the issue? I mean, Justin Hill, like it's perfect. Put them up there in the middle of the track. Save a guy. Like they work. <laughs> we yeah, see. I'm not, I'm not arguing your point. I'm not arguing that there shouldn't have been a net there. I'm just saying I don't think that the fact that they're unwilling to build more is the problem. Like they're, we're out of budget. We're done for the well, year. Well, what like, the fuck is what, what? Like what the fuck goes on? I don't understand. They work. Get more of them. They'll help a rider. Keep riders on the track. Right. That's what we all want. We all want these guys to stay on the track. Well, one way because Justin Hill could have been seriously hurt, dude. Fuck, that was gnarly. It, you should you should ask the powers that be. They don't listen to me. They don't even like me. Well, they do listen to you. They may not like you. I may agree on that, but I think they listen to you. Well, I don't get it. To me, it's brilliant. They work awesome, and why not? It just doesn't, you know, I I don't understand. I see a guy flying through the air, and I'm like, never mind. Hill could have flew in the air and hit another rider who was going the other way on the track. Like, I don't know. Listen, Brandon, you want to talk about the Nats, Brandon? Yeah, all right, Steve. I'll give it it to you. You came up with the Nets, but – the entire time you're screaming about bringing nets to Supercross, you only wanted them for ball berms on the outside of the stadium to yes. make the racing better. Yes. You always said, "Who cares about the riders in the middle of the track?" I mean, well, so now, now all of a sudden, you're wanting to take credit for wanting to put nets in the middle of the stadium now too. Don't you remember when some of these riders, when when these nets saved some lives last year? I was saying that I was the rider, an angel. For the riders, I was saying I was an angel. Don't don't you remember? I switched that. No, but you're right. No, you're 100 percent right, Brandon. That's what I said first of all. Is like I don't. Yeah. People would come at me for like, oh, you know, for safety, and I'd be like, no, for better racing. Like I don't give a shit. I I did say that, but <laughs> but but I mean, my idea was just better racing. But honestly, I mean, it's a it's a win win. It's it is for rider safety too. Like think about yeah. Baggett last year. How bad that would have been could have oh, been for it, Blake Baggett. Saved him, no doubt. Right. So. No like Brandon, are you with me though? Like, why wouldn't you put up more nets? I don't. Oh, under- I've always, I've always been on the side of safety for the riders. I'm just saying that you haven't always been on that side. Well, now I've changed, well, Brandon. Okay, you've changed. Okay. Now I, now I care about rider safety more than anything. <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, w- one more, one more thing uh, about F the you, dude. Yep. <laughs> why, why, why are we not calling them stage races? Like stage one, stage two, stage three. On TV, gang bang, off air. Nobody knows, Brandon. Nobody knows. Nobody seems to care. Like nobody cares in in at Feld or at AMA or anything. There's not even. You don't even get a lapse led. We don't even have lapse led in the stats sheets. So the stat sheets come out. There's no lapse led for Eli Tomac, even though he led all of the third gang bang. And 
Like, I, don't, I imagine, JT, the AMA just doesn't have their software set up to calculate this kind of stuff, right? And that is it. But, like, nobody cares. Nobody says, hey, we have these three mains. Like, maybe we should keep track of them. Maybe they should be in the record book. Maybe the riders should get credit for this. Maybe they should get laps led. Nope. Nobody cares. Imagine the NFL just coming out with, a, like, a rule. This is what I was going to talk about, my race tech rant. This was my race tech rant, yeah. by the way. Oh. Can you imagine the NFL being like <clears> – <throat> Hey, uh, we came up with a new stat called yards after contact. Uh, it's really important. It really helps. It's called yak. Is is, is the is the abbreviation for it? Uh, yards after catch, by the way, or yards after contact. Yeah. Either one. Um, we're not going to keep track. Catch is yak, though. We're not going to keep track. We're not. Yeah, uh, and Connor Connor Fields, who we're going to bring, says whole shot credit too. Like, we got no whole shot credits or anything. Like, it's as if the triple crown just never happened. Who gets credit for all those laps? They're not on a sheet. We don't know. They're not on the sheet. They're, that race didn't happen. No stats, no anything. We got no name for them. In the record books, it won't show Brayton winning one or Seeley winning one. You're winning a race that is literally everyone is on the gate. It is not a heat race. It is not an LCQ. It is the main race, and we don't fucking care. Nobody cares. AMA doesn't care. Fell doesn't care. TV crew doesn't care. Doesn't matter. Like, what the fuck? So the only thing that they have is is the overall then. Yep, just an overall, yeah. and we don't well, we don't know how many laps we'll add. We don't care. Fuck it. Like, are they tr- are they trying to do anything about that or no? I don't know, Brandon. I don't know. Nobody <laughs> listens to me. JT could probably get an answer because they like him, but no one cares. <laughs> oh man, that's my race tech rant of the night. Yeah, you're ranting. But do I have a point? Do I have? I I never oh, even thought about absolutely it. Absolutely, have a point. Thank you, Brandon Berluti. Do I have a point? You're yeah, absolutely. You're kind of making me not care because you're so worked <laughs> up about it. <laughs> but JT, you admit I have a point. Uh, yeah, I think it should be kept track of. I know you I don't know. care though, JT. Like you've said, I don't really care. Like whatever. Yeah, I don't really. I don't really care, but I do think they should be kept track of somehow, somewhere. Yep. They're not. Yeah. Well, yep. for sure, W's. Nope. Yeah. Nope. No. Nope. Nobody cares. And I mean, there's times in there's times in that um in the triple crown race at Anaheim that Ralph was saying this was gonna be Cooper Rebb's first ever victory, like during the first main event. And then prove it Ralph the third main event he was he was claiming that still this was gonna be his first victory. <laughs> right, right. Ralph is just like, it's the first victory. So <laughs> like totally, right? Like so to help Ralph out. Come up with a fucking yeah, name and sure. a stat. Yeah. Yeah. Race tech round of the night, part two. I don't care, Steve. Yeah, I got it. All right. Thanks, Brandon. All right. No problem. I just, I don't know, JT. Can you, listen, WPS Fly Racing now part of the Feld family with the Supercar Series. Can you write this shit down, JT, and go t- tell someone? Uh, I don't think so. No, I don't. Okay. <laughs> hey, so how fast, how fast was Webb in the sand section? Going through that sand did, section, did you think every was... lap, I thought it was unbelievably fast. Okay. I thought Roxon was. Yeah. Watching it. Like, I don't know. JT, did you have an idea? Did you? Uh, I thought Marv and Eli were, See? were really fast there. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I did. I was like, look at, look at, wow, Roxon's shredding I mean, uh, the sand. It looked like Webb was perfect. He never made a bobble. He just right. grew at, I mean, right. I saw him make up time there, what, what I was watching. Yeah. But... Uh, possible. Steve, come on. I just, I'm just trying to get you off the subject, I just bro. love the sport, Berluti. I just want to hear about the moto. Berluti, <laughs> Berluti, I just love the sport, and I just want, like, I don't understand. 
I, I, I love baseball stats and hockey stats and, and, and looking at sports, and, and I love that, and we don't fucking care. Like, I just, what the fuck? Dude, you're a statistician. What God, is wrong God. with us? I have a, I think eventually there's they're going to probably hear it, maybe not just from you, but from other people, and it might change if they're going to continue with that I don't format, know. We need more know? nets. We need stats. Oh, my God. Oh, dark side. What's up, guys? Hey, hey dark side. What's up? What's up, man? Have you tried the next brand yet? No, I haven't. Steve, maybe this weekend or this Friday, Damn. Steve and well, I are supposed you, to go if riding. You keep running from me, running and hiding from me I on, know. on the racetrack. Steve, well, you know, what can I say? You used to, I, I was never a three time, what, four time? Four time. Four time Manitoba champion. I, I missed the fifth by I've two points. I've never been a champion at anything. Well, okay. Well, All that's because right. you didn't have X brand. Thank you. There Thank we you, go. EKSbrand.com. Hey, so uh, we're, we're almost to the 250 East. Um, I want to know who you think is going to benefit and who may be uh, hindered by the break in the West. Hey, it's not that long of a break, though. What is it? It's lower than it used to be, right? What Are they back to Houston is a West? or what, what's the Yeah, deal? yeah, Houston's West, I believe. So, so how many weeks is that? Like three. Right. So it's not like a huge break, right? Right, um, not much. It used to be seven, eight, you know, that, that, yeah. that, that no, type of stuff. Yeah, I don't think so. It's a lot. It's a lot longer than that. February, Minneapolis is uh, February ninth, and then Houston is March tw- March thirtieth. Yeah, so you, yeah, maybe four or five. Man, I'm I'm looking right <laughs> Dark, now. D- so, Dark side's going. Uh, he sides with me, and now he's siding with you, JT. Um, it's like well, seven, I was wrong. Okay, hold on. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Set. No, Seattle. Seattle would be the next west. So, yeah, that is uh, that's six weeks. That's pretty good, right? Okay, JT. Who's going to benefit from it? Who's going to and who's not? Uh, that's a good question. You know, with the way the West is right now, I don't think that there's a whole lot of difference because all the all of the front runners are firing kind of on all cylinders. Everyone came in healthy. Everyone's battling for wins. Everyone's right in the mix. So, as of right now, I don't. I kind of don't think it's going to matter too much. I know that's a boring answer, but I don't think there's any glaring reason to think it's really going to matter too much. That's a great okay. series right now. It is. It's, it's fantastic, right? Yeah. Yep. Um, all right, Dark Side, that's, yep. that's all we got for you. Okay, man. Well, hey, get, hey. get Brilliant out there so we can try the next brand. I'll let you know. Yep. All right. All right thanks, Dark Side. See, See you. Uh, Jason, JT, so before we let you go here on the show, uh, big week for the Fly Racing guys. Yeah, we've got a uh, product launch on Thursday we're super excited about, it, and I've been prepping for with our team for quite a while. And, uh, man, it's been a long time coming, like multiple years in the making. So it's yeah. it's exciting. We're uh, we're pumped. You know, obviously the, the Supercross Series is a big deal for us this year as well, but, you know, there are these little things in between here that, you know, add a bunch of excitement, and, you know, there's been a lot of suspense and, and waiting for so. I'm, I'll be glad when Thursday's over and we can just talk about it normally and, and yeah. <laughs> start getting these things in people's hands. Yeah, it'd be fantastic. Can't can't wait to, to talk about it. And you might not even be able to do the Fly Race and Moto 60 show on Thursday. You'll be so busy. <laughs> so Yeah, we'll see. I'm hoping to. Um, it's just going to be we're, we're going to be setting up and getting ready for this thing. It's We're having all the media there except for Steve. Steve decided to not come. Uh, but yeah, everyone else will be there, so it should wow. be good. I'm sending my Pulpamex yeah, aff- uh, affiliate Chris Kiefer. To the uh, to coverage covering the event, and I will be here in Ve- in Vegas producing content for Fly Racing in the form of a Moto sixty show. That's one hell of a way to spin it, but okay. <laughs> um, so JT, your title picks right now after four rounds: Marv and 
man, I picked, I think I picked Nakarath with my head and AC with my heart is what I think I went with. Uh-huh. Uh, I will say that I think Ferrandis has been, Nichols has definitely been more impressive. I mean, I didn't even have him in my radar to win this thing, but I think Ferrandis is, he's going to be in the mix with this thing. Um, AC, man, I, golly, if he can just keep it on two wheels, I think he'll win the thing. But I think Ferrandis is kind of waiting in the wings here. Hmm, interesting. Ferrandez starts suck. That's his problem. They do, but, starts. but he's there every single time. I agree. And even on a bad race, like, he, you know, he threw it away at Glendale and he still was able to salvage a six. Uh, so I, I don't think we've heard the last of him being in the mix for this red plate. No, no, he's awesome, but I, he's still at the crunch time, I don't know, with a bad start. That sweet little pre-jump over the, the, the single. Come before the for the yep. wall. Oh yeah. god, that was sick. Oh, the guy's amazing. Yeah. If, if if you could promise me that AC wasn't going to throw it away again, he he would be my easy pick. But uh-huh. I don't think you can promise that. Yeah, I don't. I don't think you can either. Absolutely right. So, how many points did McElrath drop this week? Uh, he is. Um, he's only three back. Yeah, four so back. Sorry, that series is unbelievable. Right. Sorry, wait, what was I saying? So is the 450. No, he's four. 450 is just the same way. Yeah. Yeah, but yep. it's a long series, though. And what, may, what changes it to me a little bit? This is such a smaller series that it's it, and it close as it is. You know, I mean. Yeah, I just mean farther the, the on, gap it's going to the front. Like, what's what's the 450 points gap in the top five right now? Four. Oh, top five, five. Yeah. No, uh, riders. What's the points gap? Yeah, it's uh, 11. Yeah, but I'm talking about for a championship. This is short, so to see these guys this close. You know, going in, yeah. you know, to the break. Is, that's all I'm saying. But yeah, it's this is right. a pretty. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Um. All right, JT. Well, so um, stat keeping and uh, nets, more nets in your meeting with Feld uh, this week. So talk to Doris. Okay. What you'd like for it to have happen. Uh huh. And then uh, find some nets. Got it. All right. Should be easy. To not, we'll knock this out this week. Okay. Perfect. Thanks. Yeah. Don't worry about the launch. Just knock this out. Right. Yeah. Yep. I'll just add that right onto the top yep. of the list. Fantastic. Thanks, buddy. Flyracing.com, everybody. Please check them out. We'll talk to you. I guess. See, See you. Jason Thomas, everybody. Uh, we we thank him for coming on the show. Flyracing.com. Stay tuned this week. Uh, question for Berlut from Jim. What's up, Jim? What's your question for Tony Berluti? Uh, it's for, for Berluti and, you, guys, and okay. you as well. All right. What kind of uh, coatings or, or treatments are the factory guys using on the transmissions? Um, it's not usually a coating. It's, they're just tumbling them. They're, they're making them, uh, like chrome. Like a rem coating? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's not a coating. It's, it's more of a process that makes them like, just, yeah. Yeah. Smooths them out. Yeah. It yeah. makes them look like chrome. Right. Pretty much, right. Yeah. What about bearings? What about bearings as far as like OEM versus what they're using? Dude, I don't think anybody, I think everybody uses stock bearings yeah, now. Yeah. At one time, well, really? like pro circuit will take a regular roller bearing and make it more Spin like. them out? Huh? Spin them. Like spin them out? No, no. They'll they'll go to a, to a uh, uh, what are they called? Ceramic? No, no, not not oh. material wise. Um, they'll make them like KTM comes stock with. Uh, oh, the K. There'll be individual rollers. Yeah, instead of those the, instead, instead of, of a ball bearing. Right, right, instead right. of a ball bearing. Right, right. So they'll do that. Like cage bearings. Nah, well, they, they're they're everything's caged. They're they're, they're not. Fl- I know what you mean, but around. I don't know the name. Um. Yeah. I don't yeah. know, brother. Yeah, but anyway, um, as far as they have tried different uh, like ceramic bearings, but for the most part, just speaking for us, we pretty much ran just regular ball bearings. We did know? too at Yamaha. We never did anything, and I know the YLT guys didn't do it either. So 
Yeah, I, I don't uh, think the bearings are, are the issue for the guys, but they are. I also heard of a, somebody set, hit me up this week on Twitter and said the teams aren't using valve seals, which I know is like 1110 didn't use valve seals. You know, you reduce the drag on the valve, but really? I think everyone's using valve seals. I, did you ever see that? Yeah, no, I heard about it, but it, what, what I, I can't make it. I can't think that it's making that much no, of a difference. No, that's what I'm saying, yeah. especially on a 450. You know, yeah, like, yeah, not on a 450. Free up power. Not, yeah. not necessarily on a 450, but right. some of the two strokes in that where we can free up. Power. Yeah, two strokes were ceramic bearings for some teams. I know that two strokes were, um, you know, that kind of tumbling of the transmissions and all that kind of stuff to try to get every single inch out of them. But at Yamaha, even two strokes, we used normal OEM bearings. Yeah, we did too. So awesome. Thank you. No problem. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Uh, BTOSports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension and Engines, Vortex Racing, bringing you Jess Pettis tonight. Or no, Vortex brought you Justin Brayton tonight. Uh, Roost MX, uh, Vertex Pistons bringing you Jess Pettis. X-Brand Goggles, EVS Sports, Michelin Star Cross 5, Firepower Batteries and Chains, Maxima USA, Pro Filter, FMF, Atlas Neck Brace, Works Connection, Guts Racing, Get Data, OGO Power Sports, WUSA, Eagle Grit, Honda World Downey, Ride Engineering, and MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com all on board with us tonight. Sponsor deals on Pulp MX Show. Uh, com for all the codes that you need. And if you don't see a code, email us using the contact form on Pulp MX. We can get you a deal from the folks at Get and the folks at uh, um, uh, W and the folks at Atlas. And, uh, yeah, pretty much anybody, uh, if you don't see a code, just email us. OGO is also. We can hook you up and uh, and help help you out. So, um, all right, let's welcome our next guest into the studio. He is a BMX gold medalist Olympian champion of the world. <laughs> That didn't really go smoothly. <laughs> Connor Fields, what's up, man? How are you? Hey, what's going on? It's uh, it's good to be in the new studio. Yeah, the, you true. You haven't been here, right? Yeah, you've been yeah. in the studio a few times already, but this is the new one. So yeah, it's awesome. What's your initial thoughts? A lot more room, huh? Yes. Um, Marks is very far away. Yeah, but that is by purpose. We don't like to look at him or talk yep, to him. Yep, one, you, know, <laughs> right. you got to see him doing personal stuff during work hours when he's over there. You he can't plays see Excite him. Bike. Yep. Right. right. Uh, no, the studio's great. It's yeah. awesome. Uh, move the mic up a little closer if you can. Uh, appreciate you coming in. So what's Obviously, we've seen you come in with the Olympic gold medal, and that's awesome. You're an American hero. Uh, what's your schedule? What's going on right now in your life in BMX racing? What's Where are you at in your calendar? Yeah, so with us, um, there's kind of two things going on starting with this year. Um, you have to earn your country a spot at the actual Olympics. You can't just sign up on the day and say, I want to race. Mm -hmm. um, so this year and next year, there's World Cup events around the world where you have to earn points to qualify your country a spot in the starting right. And then there's individual battles within each country, um, and every country has a different system of how they choose who gets the spots. Do you get earn. more more spots if you earn more points, or no? Exactly. Oh, okay. so the max the max number of guys you can get in the gate is three. Okay, but uh, only a couple of countries will get three. A couple will get two. Canada, they got one last time. Fuck. Right. So, and speaking of, um, the Canadian Olympian is going to call in later. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, a long time listener. It'll be a first time caller. Oh, okay, all right, fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, yeah, so that, that's going to get going. Uh, World Cup season starts in April. So we've got a bit of time. First round's over in England. And how are you feeling? How's everything? Good. Yep. Just gearing up for the season, training, you know. Training, uh, doing as some you practice like runs. to say, on the grind. Yeah. Um, Trust the process? Trusting the process. Um, <laughs> <laughs> trying all that stuff. So yeah. That's what's going on. That's and going uh, on. Olympics are 2020? Next year. In Tokyo. Tokyo. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Are you going to make it? I mean, the crazy thing is, is like, I mean, you don't, don't you don't got to be like a, like a super bold, but are, are you gonna make it? Well, the the crazy thing is, is even though I've been to the last two and I'm the defending champion, I still have to earn my spot. Like I start from scratch, just yeah. like everybody else. Right. Um. So I've got to do my job of being the best American over the next couple of years to 
to earn a spot. Mm-hmm. Um, on paper, you know, I, I should earn a spot, yeah. but that's yeah. why we that's why we race. You know, yeah, yeah, I go earn it. Fly Racing Zone, Connor Fields. Yeah, I've been on studio. Fly since uh, I was actually thinking about this when you were talking to JT because uh, I know the product that's yeah. launching and uh, it's really good. Um, but I was thinking back, I started wearing Fly in like '05 was the first year. Really, I wore it back uh, yeah. back when it. It had some work yeah. to do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fly wasn't flying like no. 05. <laughs> no. So. Uh, that old, you know, circle logo. Um, and, like, the, the that's, pants had that's, the... That's JT Subway Honda, yeah. like 05. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then do you remember the pants had the, the cuffs at the bottom? So they'd always ride up. I try not to remember fly from back then. <laughs> but, um, well, yeah, welcome to the studio. Uh, great to have you on board. And, uh, obviously, you're a huge Supercross fan and everything else. Um, for you, Triple Crowns. We talked about him today on Twitter a little bit, mm-hmm. and we talked about him earlier, obviously, with the stats and all yeah, that. Yeah, I had a couple of thoughts. My, what mic, you, my mic was off. Well, yeah, I want to bring you in properly <laughs> uh, with a proper induction, you know, that, that for a gold medalist that, that I screwed up. Uh, uh, what was it? The I don't champion know. world? She, world champion <laughs> God. Yeah, best BMX rider in the world uh, next to the Canadian guy. Um, what do you think of the Triple Crowns? As a guy that follows the sport pretty closely, um, you're represented by WMG, which represents a lot of the motocross agents and everything else. Um, so... What do you think of the Triple Crowns? I'm going to ramble okay. uh, for a sec. Go ahead. Um, so I've got a couple thoughts of it. First thought is as an athlete. So in my sport, uh, we do both. We have the single main events format as well as the best of three. Uh-huh. Same thing. Um, I hate the best of three. Yeah, yeah. Because it's more work. I don't get paid more. It's more <laughs> risk. You this know, sounds vaguely familiar. The, yes, exactly. Right. Um, and it was actually uh, the way that they started that was back in the, I think it was the 80s. Uh, some of the, the sponsors actually came up and said, we want our guys on the track more. We want more eyes on our guys. Yeah. Let's do a best of three series. And that's how it kind of kind of yeah. started. Right. Um, so I get the rider's perspective. But as a fan, especially watching this week after watching the Triple Crown the yeah. week before, the Triple Crown is so much better. Yeah. So much better. I, you watch the heat races, and if you're not a hardcore fan, you kind of go do something else during the LCQs. Mm-hmm. If you're not playing fantasy, you come back, you watch the main. But, you know, 15 minutes into the main, if it's not a good race, it's kind of, you know, yeah. you're just watching, yeah. the, watching it and kind of bored. Um, I think they need to go to more. I love gangbangs. We know it's not going to work. Yeah. Just call them crown mains. Sure. Simple. I mean, I'm, I'm fine with calling them whatever. Just keep track of them, yeah. please. Thank you. I, yeah, yeah. I think they should because I'm, I'm, I got the stat sheet in front of me, right. and uh, it says through four races, and there's only three whole shots awarded. Right. Yeah. So, that yeah. I know no, Eli doesn't get credit for laps led. Yeah. yeah he led everybody. But no. I have another thought, Thank too, you. from the rider's perspective. Yeah. So you were saying on some past shows that they get things like heat race bonuses. Yeah. The, or, I was asking some agents, how do they get paid? Because mm-hmm. it is a main event win, and I was told they're heat race bonuses, which, again, some riders have been like, that's bullshit. Shouldn't get it. It should get more than a heat race win. But at the end of the day, them running three mains, they've got more chance to earn money. Mm-hmm. So it's not all bad for them. Yeah, yeah. I guess you would get. Uh, I think a, a seven grand is about a heat race win, five to seven. So you could win fifteen grand, and then you get an overall main event win. Sounds like you know with you the know, overall. So if it's in yeah. their deal, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I think mean, it is kind of new. Maybe yeah. it's not even in. Half I think these it's guys in. A, deal. I think it's in everybody's deal by okay. now. But um, but so one one of the things we want to talk about was so. I was talking to an OEM guy at the races, and we brought triple crowns and everything else. And he said, "Look, we don't like them. We got to build another bike now. Uh, mechanics are wide open." I talked to Brian Kranz, for, uh, Eli's guy, last week for a story on Racer X, and he's like, "Dude, it's wide open. Eli's clutch is eight thousand degrees, and he needs a new one after every after every gangbang. Wheel gets changed after every one. Bike has to get wiped down. Things checked. Brilu, you know this drill, and." You know, Kranz is like, "It's a shit show. It's it's we're so busy. It sucks." And, and then this manager I was talking to was saying the same thing and he said you know what they you know what needs to happen is i said well 
I said, I get you guys. You know, it's really good for us to watch, and media and, every, and fans seem to like it. I said, I get what you guys are saying. But I said, the last year, at the first one at Anaheim, too, when they pulled it off, it was way too much downtime. Like, there was nothing going on for a long time. And they shortened up the breaks. You remember, you were working last yeah. year. Um, this guy said, no, no, what they need to do is make the longer breaks, but put a freestyle show in there. Put a B-Main. Put a, a, a another KJSC is at one of them, but... It's up to the promoters, this guy was telling me, to give us more time and then provide entertainment in those gaps for more time. Yeah, you're absolutely. Your oh, you're, you're no, agreeing. No, yeah, no yeah, I yeah, completely yeah. agree. I mean, it's a safety thing as a mechanic. I hated it. Yeah. I mean, you know, that guy's life is on you, know, on yeah. you, you know? Yeah. I mean, I mean that's, it's not I dramatic. I know that sounds it's dramatic. True. No, it's true, though. You know, it's but, true to a extent. Yeah, for sure, you know? Yeah, and I got a thought on that, too. Um, there's two aspects you have to look at. One is the in the stadium. Mm -hmm. and the presentation for the people there, and you need the yeah. entertainment for them. But when you're sitting back at home, think about the most watched sport in America is football. It's a 60-minute game, and there's actually probably only around 15 minutes of playtime. The rest of the time, the clock's ticking while yeah. they're sitting the plays and stuff. But people sit for three hours to watch 15 minutes of playtime. Mm -hmm. If the production was done differently, so, you know, as a new hockey fan, being from Vegas, yeah. Nights, yep. I, love go, the go. I love the intermission. Yep. Because they show me slow motion what happened. They're explaining to me that this guy doesn't yeah, yeah. need to be here. He needs to be yeah, there. Right. And I think that they could do a better job. And I think it would also help bring the casual fan into it because they'd have a better understanding. Break it down in the first main. This is why he was able to make this pass. Look at the, the line choice he made mm -hmm. here and made up time. Yeah. Or this so guy set up a pass by doing this. Have a panel or, of some sort or have some sort of intermission show is what you're saying. Yes. And yeah. it, it, I think it could be done as a separate panel. If you think football, they've got you yeah. know the two guys who call yep. the game and the panel. Right. Or if you just want to use Ricky and, and like Ricky can, and Jeff can. Yeah, Blair, Ricky Blair and Ralph, Dan, sorry, Daniel Blair. And, and Daniel yep. um, can sit there and they can do it too if you don't want to bring in more people. There's no reason yeah. Ricky can't that's break down idea, what's happening. That's a great idea, I think. Yeah. And I know they're always worried about the casual fan, right? Like, that's why oh, they say the yeah. green Kawasaki oh, or the yeah. red Honda. Yeah. But even the, the most casual fan can appreciate a slow-mo video of somebody blitzing through the whoops making it So pass. you're talking about watching it on TV, which everyone on Twitter today kind of told me it's been a drag watching these on TV. Like, I just fast-forward, so, like, whatever. I mean, do you feel that way, Baloo, when you watch it at home? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, In stadium, though, freestyle. KJSC, B-Main, something. Yeah, they're, they're, well, you you got to think of the guy in the stadium a little yeah. bit. Yeah, yeah, for sure. They're going to yeah. – I mean, last year at, eight, at A2, like I said, it was bad. The the break was so long, and you kind of looked around, and like you were just like, what what are we doing? Like nothing's going on. There's some track work going on. and I mean, they need to have track work. They need to have time for that. But, yeah, so they, they smartly tightened it up. But now you're getting into teams and riders that are like, hey, man, wait just a minute here. Yeah. You know, so – yeah, I mean, uh, there's got to sure. be a solution here. I just want fucking records kept. <laughs> well, racetech.com. And like you know, like Krantz was even saying, what a pain in the. If you got a two yeah. guys or three guys in the truck, yeah, you got to now you yeah. carry six bikes yeah. or maybe one spare for. And Moto Concepts, I don't even know what they're doing. doing yeah, but maybe one spare. Yeah, I don't know, but yeah. Who, which bars are on that bike? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which foot? Oh, yeah. You no. know, I mean, so, no, they, so you got to have you got to have six bikes. They, they said to Eli, "Hey, do you want to take the spare and ride some practice laps?" He's like, "No, I just want to keep my, I want to stay comfy." So, you know, which I understand. And then when he gets on the spare bike, if he ever has to need it, now you're looking at, oh, geez, now you're used to this bike. I don't know. It's just I'll play devil's advocate there. Okay. I know, and I know this is a, the wrong crowd to to have this this <laughs> viewpoint in because I got two mechanics sitting here. Um, isn't that part of the game now? Think NASCAR. 
part of the game is getting in, getting your tires changed, making the adjustments as quickly as possible and getting back out on the track. So isn't that part of the game on these triple crown races to have a team that's good enough to make sure that your bike is ready to go in that limited amount of time? What about the privateer guy? <laughs> you're not going to ever please anybody, and I get what you're saying yeah. there. But then, so, and I don't, I've never thought of this, but the difference in time between the the moto, or I guess the heat race, the uh, LCQ, and then the the main event in a normal night, how does that compare to the difference in in uh, triple crown between gangbangs? No, it's it's probably similar. Uh, we got Will Hahn on Facebook. Uh, a couple comments. Uh, Please shut the fuck up, Steve is one of them. <laughs> and then also he said, "Tell Berludi I love him." So Will Hahn, quite. Dramatic, drastically wow. different host yeah, feelings yeah. on the two hosts here. Yeah. Just want to put that out there for everybody. He didn't say anything about you, Connor. When you said, uh, shut the fuck up, I thought he was going to say, shut the fuck up, Connor. You don't no, know what no, you're talking me. about. No, no, just me. Just me. Uh, Connor Fields in studio, uh, gold medal winner uh, at Rio for, for America in the BMX uh, category. It's fantastic. Great to see. Yeah. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, no, go ahead. No, I was going to say, like, what his question. Did yeah. you hear his question? Yeah. Like, after uh, – the last chance. I mean, a lot of guys will just stay down there. You know, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. the privateer, privateer guys, guys yeah, yeah. they'll make yeah. sure their tank, tank is full and then instead of go all the way to the yeah, truck. Yeah, I mean, you know. you know, when you look at it that way, that's a, a heat race is uh, eight minutes and a LCQ is five. So if you, you can't go 12 minutes without your bike breaking, then you got a bigger issue, right? So, right. so I get that part. Uh, 702-586-757. You got a question for Connor Fields or Berluti or myself, give us a call. Uh, Alex Ray, I think, still coming up. And Zach Osborne, I think we're going to call in a little bit. Zach's got a new pod out, Shifting Gears. Uh, his first one is with Ryan Dungey, so that's interesting to uh, to talk to him about. Um, I mean, honestly, yeah, I, as, a, as a former mechanic and YouTube Berlute, I, I get the teams and riders complaining. I, just, I like these things, though. I like them. I agree. I like them. I like the 15 minutes, them all being the same that way, too. I like, I like that. that. It's a good length. Yep. They're doing a good job. They want to entertain. I feel bad about the privateers that don't get to the race at night. You know, those are my buddies. Those well, are my guys. You've but, said in the past, and it's a great idea to have the LCQs to start the night. A hundred percent. I think so, I, sometimes I mean, those are the best race, races of the night. I agree. Wygant says, hey, you can't do that because uh, you can't start the show with the, without the stars of the sport. It's like bringing out, you know, starting an NFL game and starting with the practice squad. That's what his th- – and I uh, – yeah, I mean, I guess, but uh, I don't know. The LC, I, I think you want to provide entertainment. And if you explain, hey, everybody, this is it. These guys got four laps, five laps, and, you know, the win only the top four are getting it's in. It's a gladiator battle. Yes. So in, in response to what we just saying, what percentage of the people are tuning in that are going to be like, oh, yeah, this no, isn't I Ken know, Roxon. Dude. I don't want to watch uh, anymore. Off with this. Yeah. I'll never watch it again. No, I know. I'm with you. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, and once they know that that's Love one of the best right racing there. anyway, they're they're going to want to watch. They're going to be engaged yeah. into it, um, I would think. So wouldn't, not, yeah, wouldn't you rather watch a, an LCQ that goes down to the wire? Absolutely. Battles? That's what I mean. Where was the one last year that was unbelievable? Oh, they're all unbelievable. There's one in particular that was like well, all time. New Jersey a few years New ago. Jersey, not last year, okay, year before. That's yes. the one. Yeah, unbelievable. I'd rather watch that than 90% of 450 yes. mains yeah. when yeah. it comes For to entertainment. Sure. Yeah. So we've been talking about Webb tonight. Yeah. Got two in a row. Yeah. He had a mixed couple of years. Mm-hmm. The fuck? What do you think about that? What do you think about him ripping off two wins and having been the red plate holder right now? Uh, I think when you've got the type of self-belief that Cooper Webb has, mm-hmm. when you go through a hard time or whatever, all you need is to get put into the situation that allows you to unlock your own potential. And I think even halfway through last year, he had already mentally shut off to his situation. Yeah. It seemed he was already done. Yeah. He was already daydreaming about next year and where he was going to be and what he was going to do. 
And I think when he got into this position, you know, whether or not he could have been successful last year or the year before, we'll never know. But once he got put into the situation, he's like, okay, cool. Now I'm on the, you know, in his mind, the premier bike, yep. in his mind, the premier trainer, in his mind, the best situation. So now he's like, cool, I can do this now. And it kind of takes away a lot of the, the self-doubt that he might have had when maybe he didn't. If you go into a race and you think, I'm not on the best bike, I don't have the best training program, yeah. I'm not ready for this. It's a lot harder to be like, I can smoke these guys than, yeah. than it is when you it, feel good. It's hilarious, though. The 250F and the 450 Yamaha share the same frame, right? They just drop motors in and change the, the cradles and everything. But I, I said, I said, my, I mentioned this many times, and I might put. I was trying to go through some of my columns today, my older columns, to put in the in my new column on Racer X on Wednesday. I always felt like Coop was just hanging on to this bike, this Yamaha. I felt like he was just riding it, and it, or it was riding him. <laughs> you know what I mean? I just felt like it looked like a small guy trying to, and, and he wasn't whipping it and turning it and doing. It just didn't look comfy, even though it's the same frame. Just the chassis, just the, the motorcycle. Yeah, but you know the engine, you know, I know power to weight ratio. Yeah, I mean, yeah. uh, the the torque. I mean, it cha- it's it's a different bike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now in the KTM, I mean, he is just whipping this thing. He's just throwing it in turns. You know, I just part of that. I I think part of that's confidence. Yeah. Oh yeah. And yeah. Uh, he said something in, in your interview with him the other week uh, that really stood out to me, and it was just when did you talk- listen to that? That was good, right? Yeah, it was I really mean, good. He was good. Um, yeah, and on a, I'm gonna go on a side note here. As an athlete, you have two choices: one, you can be completely neutral, give a boring interview, and you'll never ruffle any feathers, and life is always going to be kind of breezy, <laughs> or you can be honest, and it's up to the athlete to decide how they want to do it. And I love that Cooper has gone the avenue of being honest and open with what he's doing. Um, but when he said he only ever practiced during the week at 70%. 75%, yeah. To me, that's the biggest change that he made because I'm a huge believer in what you do in training and what you do in practice is what you're going to do in the race. And maybe he was talented enough in the 250 class and the, against the guys that he was racing that 70% could cut it. Yeah. But when you get to the premier class, you need to be going 100% every day mm-hmm. with everything you do. Gym, riding, diet, sleep track if you want to be the best because the other guys are nobody's talented enough to just cruise through the week and show up on saturday mm-hmm. now and yeah. be the man yeah yeah it's interesting right and he ran into some issues with alden alden's like no 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 we don't practice like that around here like yeah. he said he was three seconds off on his lap time really when he started uh-huh. and all was just like no 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 like we don't do that we practice Wide open, full, full you know, pace, and, yeah. and I mean, Ricky always said the easiest day is your race day. Yeah. Right. Like that is the old. Well, saying. I mean, I don't know if Alden started that whole deal, but yeah. that, that was Jeannie's deal. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. And, and, and Ricky would come in screaming at like Gosler, the guys that were blowing the turns out because you fucked that turn up. So now my my lap times are fucked and I got to do more lap times <laughs> and Jeannie's, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So he hated he right. would Chris Gosler. Yeah, yeah, Chris. Yeah, he would yeah. just scream at him because. You know, that one turn back mm. there, you blew it out. You know, yeah. I come in there and I don't have the, the line anymore. Yeah, yeah, know? yeah. Uh, Pro Filter, by the way, Pro Filter on board with us. Uh, if you want to be entered in a Pro Filter draw contest at com, put Pro Filter in the subject line. There's a real option for riders to not have to clean an air filter again. I, you don't use filters in your BMX, but if you did, you'd use Pro Filter. <laughs> uh, yeah. Maxima USA website, Pulpamex 35 for a 35% discount. On a ready-to-use air filter or high-quality premium air filter for your next service, sold through Power Sports Studios Nationwide. Moto Concepts, you guys use power, uh, Pro Filter? Yeah, we use the uh, the throwaway ones. Yeah. And they're a great filter. A fantastic filter. Good, good to hear. Yeah. Uh, email contest at pulpamexshow.com, and we will uh, put you in a draw for a Pro Filter. Connor Fields, Tony Baluti in studio. Uh, Gringo, what's up, bro? Yo, what's going on, fellas? Are you driving right now? Hey. 
Oh, right now I'm taking a little lunch break. They had to use the shitter real quick. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm not driving. <laughs> that happens. Oh, hey, hey, I got three. Uh, I got three suggestions here. As far as the triple crown, you mm-hmm. know, you're looking for a name. I love the gangbang, but we got to be politically correct out there in the public. So, I'm saying Pulp MX Rapid Fire Race One, Two, and Three. <laughs> okay. As far as, yep. as far as the you know on the screen with the television coverage, I really like when they put the uh, the heart rate up there and all of that crap, I think they should do more of that, make it more interesting and see what these guys are pumping out. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? At their yeah. peak and all that stuff. We, we had Another it at some thing, point. At some point, they had heart rate in nationals or super costs, I think. I saw right, right. I love that. I think that's awesome. They need more of that. And then uh, I'm just being quick because I don't want to hold you up. Uh, as far as intermission, you know what you want to do? You want to pick three porky, uh, three porky dudes out of the crowd, out of shape. You put them out there, have them do a race two lap or whatever it is and have them roll everything. You know, if they can't do these jumps or whatever, just for entertainment, you get the most out of shape dudes out of the crowd, have them sign a disclaimer, go out there and bust out a moto. You know what I'm saying? A real quick moto. Like on on real bikes or TTRs or something? Yeah. You don't remember when they put those NAS guys out there and a guy drove himself right into the wall? That was epic, bro. <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? That, that was epic. Oh, yeah, and, then one, and then one more thing uh, for Berluti. I got a question for you. I got a uh, 18450. Uh I got 65 hours on that thing on a Honda. Uh-huh. I'm going to have the whole I'm going to have the motor overhauled. Am I being overly cautious or what do you think? I'm down here in Florida with the heat and humidity. I ride every weekend. In the sand. What do you think? You're in the deep sand too? Uh, sometimes sand, sometimes hard packed. I mix it up. You know what I mean? I'm a man of all different flavors. Well, I'll be honest. I don't know how fast you are and I don't know how hard I'm you slow. ride. Vet C, Vet C, Vet C, slow guy. Okay, well, 65 hours, I would say, I mean, to be on the safe side, that'd be good. But I think you could go a little bit longer, probably. So what do you suggest? I'd say 80 hours. I'd say you should be able to have no problem with 80 hours if you're a slow guy. Okay, okay, but I'm not I'm not overdoing it, right? Mm-hmm. 65 hours if I do it right now. Yep. I don't want to do half and then have to do the other half in 20 hours. Are you, you using are you using our discount codes, Gringo, for for all these things? I do a little bit here, a little bit there. You know what I mean? You change your, I can. I'm always huh? You change your oil frequently? I change the oil every three rides, air filter every ride. Yeah, yeah. Um I think if you do it every 65 hours, I mean, that's that's smart on your part. But if you're on a budget, I think you could go to 80. All right. All right. Hey, one more thing. Cooper Webb, all I got to say is between the way he looks on that bike, whipping that thing around like it's a 250, and then the program he's on, don't drop the soap because he's splitting that ass in two. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> yeah, he is. All right, Gringo. Gentlemen, Thanks, buddy. Have a good one. Thank you. You're bringing the ruckus to that ass. <laughs> David, you got a question for Baluti? Yes, I do. Hey, Tony. Hey. Hey, when you were mechanicing for Justin Braden last year, yeah. how much support did Honda give you guys on your engines? Um, we actually had our own engine program. Uh, they obviously supported us with parts. Um, if we had an issue with a certain part in the engine, um, they would support us and, and try to help us out with that. But not not, not a whole bunch. Okay. All right, that that was cool. my only question. You guys keep up the good work, and I listen very very regularly, and you guys do a good job. Thank you. Appreciate it, David. Thanks for calling, man. Uh, Kurt, what's up? You got a restart suggestion. Hey, yeah. Um, for the for the night show, instead of you guys were talking about doing the triple crowns, how it's harder than the mechanics, the riders are adjusting. 
Um, what if you would do the mandatory restart, like how kind of how we had with the red flag? Um, do that one race. Do okay. Do after yeah. uh, um, ten laps, twelve laps, do a red, do do do, do you know, do a half green. Flag. Yeah, we used to. Uh, they had the that. that they there. had that the Paris GFI races every year. Berlut, the little exactly. restart, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then single file. Yeah, I mean, I, I'd be down with that, Kurt. I mean, why not, Berlut? What do you think? Yeah, try I mean, that. Yeah, sure. Why not? What do you think, Connor? Yeah, why not? <laughs> <laughs> try it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's. That, I mean, yeah. I thought. I mean, it's a shame. You know, we had the rider get hurt the other day. Um, but I thought after that point. Mm-hmm. It was it stuck for Roxon, but it was good for everybody else. You know, right. so that one rider is going to get the whole shot. Probably going to be bummed on it, right? But you know, all the other twenty-one guys are probably going to be, hey, yeah. You know, and, and this year's the exception. But years past, the races got kind of drawn out. They're a little boring. We'd love to see a flag halfway through, tighten the group back up. You get somebody like Barsha behind you, or that uh, who was it was Baggett upset because Freeze was behind him, and he's like, yeah. I'm going to watch my back here. You know, so yeah, I yeah. think it would be, I think it would be great. You know, it'd be less stress on mechanics. Sure be something cool it's funny for me as i watch these uh i watch from two different perspectives one's as, as an athlete yeah. right mm-hmm. so i can relate to what they're going through and, and and i understand you know the mental side of what what's going on but then i watch it as a fan and as a as a as a rider i would hate that yeah yeah but as a oh, fan yeah, yeah. heck yeah, yeah bunch them up like but dude what we're, we're <laughs> it's 2019 we are in the entertainment business when it comes yeah. to sports there's so much fighting for your travel for your attention and on tv and everything else so yeah, riders, I get that you hate it, but we're trying to entertain people here and make it good. So, well, and, and I think what the riders need to remember is that the better show they put on, the more eyes on the sport, the more money that they're going to make. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and absolutely. I guess the only other thing we'd have to, the only other thing we'd have to figure out is okay, say say somebody has an issue um, and they're two laps down, and then the flag comes out. How does that work? Do they well, just go to twenty second place in NASCAR? How, how does that in work? NASCAR, now? they just get it's called a lucky dog, right? And you get your yeah, yeah, to be yeah, back yeah. on the on the lead lap. So I guess that's what you call it, the lucky dog. You just stay out there, um, the lucky yeah, mark dog. Save somebody, the lucky mark dog, mechanical yeah. or something. Yeah, thanks for the and call, man. Said, Appreciate it. Thank you. All right, cool. Bye bye. Uh, all right, before we get to uh, Tori, who's on the line, let's uh, quickly talk to one of our favorites, friend of the show, Alex Ray. What's up, bud? Uh, not much, man. How's it going? How's J-Bone? J-Bone's good, dude. J-Bone's good. He loves his dog, his dude. He loves, his, yeah, he loves his freaking dog. That's that's it. That's the name. Huh? The dog. The dog's name is J-Bone, okay. and, and he goes everywhere with A-Ray. And A-Ray. <laughs> oh, I know. I see him in. I see him on all your pictures in on Strava. Yeah, just yeah. J-Bone, bro. <laughs> cool looking dog. <laughs> um, oh yeah, man. He's a fuggle. Bro, can I just say, like, listen, you're a friend of mine, and. But I, I, I was scared for you this weekend. I was scared multiple times for you. Was he out of control? I was. I was. Honestly, I was a fish out of water. Uh, it just, it just started off sketchy and it, it ended sketchy. But, <laughs> but hey, I'm still in one piece. You know, like I mean, it was a rough weekend. It was. I, I was definitely back to old A Ray three one four days. Yeah. Weekend. Yeah. But you know, like full endo over the three five three crashing in the sand you know <laughs> like seeing my rear wheel through the whoops like six times like i don't know man so it's, take it's, us through <laughs> this track worker you almost hit okay so uh yeah i mean i don't know when i'm out there they should just know just to back up a few feet like, <laughs> <first off. laughs> so i don't know i come around the corner like the turn's already pretty rutted the dirt's soft in oakland uh i just my weight shifted a little bit in the rut and i got a little cross-rutted and dude i don't know i just shot left the only thing i see is a, a track guy thank god he was wearing a freaking helmet yeah, i landed 
just straight on the tough blocks, and he seen me like at the last minute and, and pretty much went back on his back. <laughs> and uh, I ended up crashing, um, you know. And but uh, but yeah, you know, it, it started off rough. You know, in practice, I was just I was a little flustered. I don't know, like the soft it, dirt. We were on track walk me. together. You seem very confident. You gave me you even flexed for me. You seem confident on a track walk. You flexed and showed me. <laughs> You know, I did. I flexed. I was strong. <laughs> I mean, hey, like I hit the ground. I, I got up. Shit. Yeah. Here's here's the thing. In the old A Ray, you wouldn't have qualified. You wouldn't have, you wouldn't have made it. You would have just been no. augering into the ground. Yeah, for sure. And then new A Ray just pulls it out, gets it done, does it for <laughs> fantasy. Although you did help out for Pulp Fantasy. Did you have him, Connor? Did you pick A Ray? I'm actually not playing fantasy this year. What? We'll, we'll get into why later. Yeah. We'll get into get, why later. The, oh, get out. Unacceptable. No, hey, you, you, unacceptable. Will un, you will understand why no, I, I will explain. not. No, we will not understand. <laughs> it is not acceptable. Um, hey, Steve, thanks for introducing me to gold medalist Connor Field, by the way. Dick. Sorry, bro. Um, huge fan. What, um, what's badass. going on, A Ray? Thanks, man. Someone in the chat room hey, said that you I gave their son goggles. One. So Connor, you gave I this. I envy time. anyone. Okay. Yeah. I envy anyone who can jump a bicycle because I am absolutely terrible on a bicycle. I cannot jump a thing. The last time I got a little bit ballsy on a mountain bike, I was bleeding. My head was bleeding. Everything <laughs> head to toe. Well, so, I'll make I'll make you a deal. Um, after the next Olympics, uh, you can teach me how to jump a motorcycle, and I'll teach you how to jump a bike. Okay. Hey, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine uh, you sure you want A-Ray teaching you how to yeah. jump a bike I realized as I, as I was saying it I realized that um, I was actually supposed to go ride with Steve the day that uh, the day of his infamous crash in Mesquite hey, oh was hey, it man, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah a long time ago yeah. I, was, I was bleeding from my brain if you do decide Ugh. to let me teach you how to jump and you do get cattywampus, I know a very good technique in how to tuck and roll. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you should teach me that first then. Oh, man. <laughs> okay, all right. And, and uh, so we're going to do this thing for the HEP Suzuki team, obviously 7 Deuce Deuce, A-Ray, Chiz, all my guys and longtime friends of mine, and we're going to do this thing coming up. We're going to have the top rider of the team. We're going to get the belt. We're, we're working on it. And uh, fucking Chiz, A-Ray. Chiz, bro. Dude, fucking Chiz, like, Honestly, before before you called me, I was listening to Gringo, and while I was doing that, I was looking up lap times and everything from the main event and segments where he was faster, where I was slower. Just like it, it dude, it was eating me up, eating me up. And he's not even one hundred percent. Like he crashed last weekend. Yeah, rung his bell. He's got a freaking. He's you know his wrist is swelled up, everything, and he, and he still came through. He even crashed in the main event, came back, caught me. I don't know, man. I just. To be honest, I've been on suicide watch since Saturday night, but hey, it's fine. He's Chiz. He's number 11 for a reason. Tied for 19th. Yeah, Chiz is going to Chiz, bro. He will just do his laps, and he will be consistent, and he will get you. You know, like I said, he's a brick shithouse, dude. There is nothing flustering that guy. No, he's a vet, bro. He's a KG Wiley vet, Uh, and and that's Chiz. Um, All right, buddy. Well, I just want to call and check in and – See what's up. It's been too long since you've been on the show. We're going to get you in the co-host seat here soon. So, Yeah, man, you're all too booked up. You know, you're, you're booked up. Um, hey. How's X-Brand Goggles working out for you? X-Brand Goggles are working great, man. I can see everything, you know. <laughs> Even in that freaking sand section this weekend, getting blasted every, every lap. I was still able to see by the end. So, hey, they're good. All right, fantastic. Hep Suzuki rider, A-Ray. Thanks for coming on, buddy. Yeah, bro, no problem. All right. Anything you want to say to Connor Fields, by the way, before we let you go? 
you're a freaking badass, man. <laughs> oh, thank you, you know? man. Appreciate it. Yeah, hey, hey, you're about as big as legend as the dude you're sitting next to, freaking uh, Berluti. Oh, uh, hey, Ray, you're so cool. Thanks, bro. See, the funny thing is when you said that, I immediately <laughs> looked at Berluti, and Steve was looking at me like, what? Yeah, just, <laughs> Why aren't you just, looking at me? Just bullshit. <laughs> just fucking bullshit. Absolutely. <laughs> all right, hey, Ray, thanks, uh, buddy. We'll see you this weekend. All right, see, ya. see ya. Alex Ray, everybody, checking in on him. Uh, he had, dude. Full Indonesia in the rhythm section, like three times, like just on it because we're sitting. The press box was behind. You could see you were sitting behind this section. Did they show it on TV at all? Did was it see? the first whip section or the second? No, no, no. On the rhythm section after the start, um, when yeah. you cross after the sand, yeah. That, after that right, press box was behind there, and dude, he is just like a side bike where you bounce off your front wheel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was doing that and saving it, and dude, I was just like, this guy is going to die. <laughs> he didn't though. He saved it. So. Uh, hey, so let's talk to Connor Fields, obviously, uh, uh, gold medal winner at the last uh, Olympics in, in BMX. And we've got uh, his competition on the line, <laughs> Tori. Tori, what's up, buddy? How are you? Boys, good. I'm live on the Pulp Show. Holy crap. Yeah, bro. <laughs> Welcome. And uh, so what's Tori's last name? Nyhog. Nyhog. Tori, you're a follower of mine on, uh, on Twitter. I've seen you on there. And uh, you're from Canada. And why did you let this guy win the gold medal? <laughs> Why? Why did? Why? What happened to Canada? Why didn't we step it up in Rio? Dude, it's bullshit. I know. I should have been there with them. <laughs> do, do you think it was? Do you think it was fixed for the Americans? Like kind of like Carl Lewis in '84? No way. We were like the five and six seed into the final. Oh, you were? Yeah, Tori. I think Tori was the. I want to say the fifth seed, and I was the sixth seed. Yeah, it's pretty cool because obviously we've been friends a long time, and uh, we had the same coach leading up to the Olympics for like the year or two before. So we did a lot of prep together and. I don't know, just to be there beside each other in the gate. And um, obviously, I was disappointed to get fifth and not medal. But I mean, Connor deserved the medal. He was he was outstanding. Wow, well, bullshit! If you ask me, probably <laughs> fixed to, to to hurt the Canadians. Um, <laughs> hey, so yeah. Anyway, how's you? Hey, you be nice to Tori. He's been flying that Canadian flag proud for like ten years on the international scene. A, I like that. A good Canadian boy, Steve. Just a good fellow Canadian boy. I like <laughs> that. Well, and you're from Abbotsford. Uh, Vancouver. Well, Coquitlam, actually. Oh, Coquitlam. Okay, yeah, yeah. I got buddies in Abbotsford and all over there. So not quite as cool yeah. as Winnipeg. Not quite as cool, you know, Tori, but. Never actually been to Winnipeg, but uh, I heard it's freezing there right now. Yeah, it is. It's really cold, bro. Don't go there anytime soon. So, <laughs> all right, I'm going to I'm gonna ask you to break this thing down. All right, so, Tori, what's Connor good at on the track? And what what's he bad at? And same thing, Connor. You tell us about Tori's strengths and weaknesses on the on the BMX track. Like I want to know. I want to break this down like Webb Muskan or or, or Tomac Roxon. I want to break this thing down. Go ahead, Tori. Huh. Strengths. <laughs> um, I was like, please don't make me go hard, first. It's, <laughs> it's it's hard to say. Like Connor's a really complete rider. He can. He's a good starter. He's got a really good track speed. Um, I'd say. Um, Probably one of his biggest strengths is he's really aggressive on the track. So, like, on the, you know, he can pick up speed on the backsides, and mm-hmm. um, he's got some of the best track speed in the world for sure. Um, I think at times, probably, he's tried to attack backsides too strong and got a little nose-heavy. So I'd say maybe that's a weakness. But yeah. overall, he's really complete, yeah. If you're not going a little cattywampus, you're not trying. Yeah, there, there is always that, right? <laughs> right? Through that, through that, through uh, that, yeah. And uh, what about you, Connor, about Tori? Um, so I'd say couple of Tori's biggest strengths um he's got top three guy in the world track speed um and the way he can dissect the track he's a bigger guy he weighs a couple 200 pounds um so he uses how much do you weigh 
one ninety. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I mean, it's ten pounds, bro. <laughs> yeah, you're big. Um, world apart. <laughs> <laughs> but no, he uses his, he uses his body really well, and he's really mm-hmm. smooth um, at getting through the sections and on the jumps. Uh, another big strength of his is he's pretty tough mentally. Like he could be getting you know fourth places all day, and and that's the cut for us to move on in the next round, uh-huh. and then pop it off in the final and land on the podium. You know, hey, he's he, like Gretzky. Yeah, so like right. even on the days where, where maybe he wasn't the the second fastest guy, he still gets second place because he rides smart right. and he can dissect the track and read the race as it kind of unfolds uh, in front of him. And then um, I guess if you had to identify um, a weakness, uh, and Tori, I'm sorry, I don't don't take this the wrong way, but I'd I'd say it would be a start if he had a if he had a little bit of a better start, then he'd almost be impossible. Okay, to beat. what I don't understand about the start of a BMX race. Now I raced BMX when I was a kid, so I'm, I'm clearly an expert. So you're on the gate, right? Your your elbows are up. Your your pedals are in a certain spot. Everybody yeah. puts the pedals in the same spot, right? I no. mean, kind of. No. Well, no. more or less, more or less. Some people start with their right. Some people start. Yeah, with their but left, okay, but, but more more or less the same. Yeah. So, what's making someone a poor starter? I mean, you're pushing against the gate. Your pedals are up. Your body's ready. How can someone be worse or better at a start? It's not a reaction thing because you're all pushing on the gate. Okay. There's so much technique. Okay, all right, fantastic. Let me, t- yeah, let, so, hit us with it. Technique, there's a ton of technique that goes into it, but besides that, there's a lot of timing as well because, so there's a, it's a random gate. So there's a pause between the end of the cadence plus the lights that go, but then every gate drops slightly differently, so you have to figure out the timing. Some you have to react a little bit later, some you have to react right away, and then you have to do that in a split second, obviously, and then come out forward with your body, and there's a, there's a lot that goes into it. Okay. And then on top of that, there's also the physical aspect, right? We're not – the same way that you guys are looking for power out of an engine. Yeah. We're looking for power out of our engines, but our engines is our legs and our core and our muscles. So you have to train, and if you're – you know, let's say you had a really good training block and physically you're in good form, your starts might be a little bit better than if – maybe you got your training wrong. Maybe you're a little bit fatigued. Maybe you're a little overtrained or something you're going to suffer because you're not able to get that peak maximum power out um, of your engine, you know, yep, yeah, per se, yep. um, out of the starting gate. And then, um, you know, just like with in, in Supercross or Motocross, there's the mental aspect of it as well, of knowing what's on the line, how important this is, and nailing the start at the right time. So, okay. So it's more than just – you know what I'm saying. Like, from a layman, I'm like – Hey, you're just going. You're all pushing up against the gate. When the gate drops, you're all going. I mean, yep. I guess you got to get your elbows in front of people too, right? Like, I mean, there's a little bit of that. It's battle for inches, man. So, so Tori, Tori, sorry, Berlu, uh, Tori, Connor said each country gets three people into the Olympics, no, right? No, only a couple get three. Some get two, some no, get No, but one. you can get max three. Max three. What are we doing, Corey? Yeah. Why can't we get three Canadians in there? What's going on with this? What, what's happening? Why we need, um, we need three of us in there. Well, yeah, the last couple of years, I was the only Canadian there. That's It'd bullshit. Nice. Here's the thing. It's, it's tough because Canada, we're not a powerhouse in BMX, like the U.S. is, Australia, France, those kinds of countries. And then you need to have a handful of riders earning country points. And so that's why, for instance, the Americans have three spots. is because they have a lot of top guys that make World Cup finals and that kind of stuff and uh, qualify the country three spots. Yeah, so basically it's the top three points getters from your country that yeah. constitute your points. So if there's three Tories, they'd qualify three... Uh, like his points yeah. the last couple times, yeah. if they times it by three, yeah. he would have gotten three spots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the last two Olympic runs, there hasn't been a second and third place guy earning enough points to Who, qualify three for Canada. Who's the second best Canadian guy? I'll let Tori handle that one. Oh, okay. Yeah, James Palmer. Probably, yeah. Where's he from? 
Vancouver as well. Oh, we got to get him figured out then. We got to get some more spots. Got to keep these <laughs> bastard Americans from, from holding us down. Tori, does James need to come coach us, man? I'll coach you. Yeah, no problem. I'll be there. I'll go to Japan. I'll do something. I mean, I feel like I could, you know, really cover the mental part of things anyways. <laughs> you know, Berlou, go ahead. No, so, um, Tori, you, you mentioned they're, they're all separate gates. Yeah. Oh, it's not. Yes, I, sir, yeah. Well, well it's like well, you're, similar no. to motocross, I guess. There's, except we only have eight guys, but we're all lined up beside each other, yeah. I think what you're saying is, like, each individual rider has a separate gate. Right. That's not it. It's one slap. That's what I thought. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's yeah, talking yeah, about the sorry. timing of when it drops. It, all, it drops at the same time, so the race starts for everybody at the same time. Right. But everyone is different. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, so for instance, every track, like some gates might drop slow, so you might have to delay a little when you see the red light. Other gates might be really fast if you rack right away. So usually in practice, uh, the day before, you kind of figure that out. Yeah, but so yeah, it's the same for every all eight guys on the line. Is that what you said? Yeah, eight, yeah, eight? yeah. Yeah, oh, gotcha. Yeah. Um, do you think, Tori, that Connor's recent, recent engagement will perhaps slow him down, <laughs> take him off his rhythm? Maybe he'll be focusing on other things, and you can jump in there. Man, he's been married for years. It just wasn't official yet. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. So that, that 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 that's not a that's not a good theory. Then that doesn't work. No, no, no. That's a, that's a non-issue. I was actually <laughs> I was actually thinking about this a few months ago before he got engaged. I was thinking randomly one day. I was like, damn, when's he gonna propose? Because they've been living together basically for a while now, and so I don't think it changes a ton for him, really. I think it's more what the bigger risk is is Tori and I getting arrested and going to jail at my bachelor party before the Olympics. Oh, yeah. sure. uh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Tori, you got maybe you could spike his drink or something, Tori. Maybe you could do something where you know Canada can get the edge here. You know? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, maybe not. We we don't need a uh, you know we don't need something like that. Uh, Tori, how closely do you follow Super Moto Super Supercross and Motocross? Like, are you are you into it like gnarly like Connor? Or? Oh yeah, I'm a huge fan. I I watch it uh, every week. Motocross and Supercross follow the guys. Play a Pulmex fantasy. It's bullshit. Connor didn't do fantasy. We did it last year together. He didn't want to join the team this year. Yeah. You should be thanking me because I waxed the floor with you and Palmer and the other guys, and I took all of your money last <laughs> it, it year. It is bullshit. It is. We had our own little bet where it was yeah. uh, every week the winner would get a certain amount or right, whatever. Right, right, right. I think, and I won like eleven or twelve of the seventeen oh, weeks. Oh boy. Tori got second. I'll, I'll um, give him that. But Tori, how about uh, how about Pettis right now? Dude, got kids on fire. Dude, Pettis, Pettis is solid, and I was actually talking to my uncle because he's been he raced pro motocross in Canada, a bit of supercross when he was when he was younger. Um, so I was talking to him about Jeff Pettis, and he said he's got like elite level speed, and obviously you can tell by his results he, yeah. he's doing well, and he's improved a lot since last year, especially on supercross. Who's your uncle? Do I know him? What's his name? Did he was he? Uh, Yari Hainernan. No, probably not. He did I know. What are you talking about? I know Yari. Oh, you do? Of course I know Yari. He was a factory Yamaha rider back in the early 80s. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's actually staying at my house right now. Oh, yeah, I know Yari. Tell him I said hi. Oh, small uh, world. I will. I will. Yeah, wait, I mean, wait. You know him. He don't know you, Steve. He doesn't know me. <laughs> I mean, he might have heard of me, but I know Yari, yes. Yari was also a mechanic for a couple of years, wasn't he? Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was. Yeah, all right. Of course I know Yari. Jesus. Oh, that's, ask, that's Yari, cool. that's ask Yari cool. if he still has those... those I uh, used to wear this like Yamaha used to make gear like in the early '80s, like a like a Honda line or you know what I mean. Uh -huh. And it was bitching yeah. like it was called like Trick or something, and it had Yamaha logos and a Canadian flag and a Yamaha like it was bitching. Nice. If you rode a Yamaha when you were a little kid in Canada, you wanted what Yari was wearing. Oh, so it was fantastic. <laughs> That's cool. I don't know oh, Yari Heinen. God. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, absolutely. Um, it's cool. It's cool. We talk moto all the time. Oh, do you? Oh, cool. Um, so. Who do you who, who do you ride for, Tori? Or what do you who do you ride for? Uh, Answer BMX and S squared bicycles. Oh, I've never even heard of that. 
Yeah, Esqu- I mean, they're, they're BMX specific companies, yeah. Oh, okay, all right. I guess the yeah. sponsors that he has that, that would transfer over into Moto would be, um, he wears Oakley. Yeah. And then um, Answer. Yeah. And then it's not really Moto, but it's cool. He's sponsored by Lululemon. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, Osborne's got a Lululemon yeah. deal, too. Yeah, yeah. They just, just brought on uh, Zach as an elite ambassador, so it's pretty rad. And also, Dino's wearing the, the logo on his jersey now, too. I thought cool. Lulu was just for chicks. I really did. Osborne really <laughs> informed me, though, last year or whatever. I was making fun of him. He's like, no, no, no. Like, it's full full dudes. No, it's, yeah, it's awesome. Like, workout gear. And uh, they have a lot of good casual clothes as well in there. They're really uh, expanded a lot in the men's department. It's pretty sick. Hi, Tori and I, um, um, sorry to cut you off, but no, no. Tori and I, so BMX isn't necessarily like, uh, like moto, you know, we don't get just ridiculous amounts of free product, right? You know, it's a lot more yeah. reasonable. Um, so we always trade off. So I've got some sponsors of stuff that, that Tori likes yeah. and he's got Lululemon. Well, he probably likes all your fly stuff over the answer. <laughs> I would, I, I'm just saying just fly racing.com. <laughs> so we end up swapping, like I'll give him some, you know, little things of mine and he'll give me some Lululemon and That's we kind of cool. make it work for the two of us. Oh yeah. I, hope I like that. I just yeah. realized I hope none of our sponsors listen to the show. Nah, <laughs> nobody, nobody listens to the show. Uh, Tori, what, where do you practice? Like when the weather gets shitty in Vancouver, like where do you go? What, what's this, what, what's your plan for that stuff? Um, I usually split my time. So I'll spend, like the spring and summer usually up here and train here. And then in the winter, I usually go to San Diego and stay there. Um, we have the uh, Olympic Training Center in Chula Vista we train at. So I spend about half the year in San Diego and met my girlfriend down there. So, I, yeah, I split my time between there and here. Next time you come down, can you bring me some Hawkins cheesies? Hawkins cheesies. Dude, those things are terrible. <laughs> Whatever, bro. Oh, I'm getting a bad connection. we gotta ha- we got to go. No, I'm just kidding, <laughs> but... I was, are, I was actually gonna. I was actually gonna ask you, what's the, what do you miss the most about living in Canada? What you know, obviously. Oh, the it's US. no well, healthcare. It's, it's Putin for sure. Putin, huh? I yeah, realize. Right. I realize you're probably an elite athlete. You would never touch that stuff, Tori. But I'm just saying. Yeah, no, not a, not a big fan. But I, you know, fair enough. Fair um, enough. what else? Uh, yeah, Hawkins cheesies, uh, <laughs> coffee crisp, wine gums, wine gums. I don't know what those are. I don't know what wine gums are. They're our best candy. No, I don't think that's a Manitoba thing at all. What yeah, about? They didn't make it to the yeah, they didn't make. What about Coffee Crisp? No. Yeah, I like them. Okay, all right. Tori, do you guys ever race um, on the Canadian series? Is there ever any races in Manitoba? No, I don't know if they even have a track. To be honest, I think Saskatoon has one, but I don't know if Manitoba has a BMX track at all. So I was thinking about it. And it's usually BC, Alberta, and. Um, and then that race in Toronto every year. Just the shitty provinces. Yeah. Just the shitty provinces <laughs> in Canada have BMX tracks, apparently. Uh, who knew? I, I, I didn't realize that. Um, hey, uh, Tori, thanks for calling in, man. I appreciate it. We're going to run. Good luck in the Olympics, upcoming Olympic trials and everything, and let's kick Connor's ass and then get the Olymp- Canadian flag and wave it in his face. That would be fantastic. <laughs> we'll do it for Canada. Thanks a lot, boys. It was fun to be on. Have a good show. Thanks, Tori. Appreciate it. See you, bro. Later. Seems like a nice guy. Yeah, he's a really yeah, good dude. I'm Team he's, Tory now. Yeah, he's yep, one of Team the, Tory. He's uh, one of the favorites around the pits. Um, yep. Everybody likes him. Nobody's got a problem with him, and he's a good dude. But it, it's kind of like Canada, though. Nobody's really got a problem with Canada. No, yeah, Canadians are pretty, like, yeah. yeah, just, yeah everybody's like, oh, you're Canadian. Oh, right. cool. Like, yeah. No, yeah. yeah, you never hear anything Just I'm, I'm just the asshole because I've been down here for so long. <laughs> it's rubbed off on you. <laughs> I think so. But you're right about Canadians. Like, the, generally speaking, they're all pretty cool, nice people. You know what I yeah. mean? And, yeah. And most people like them. Uh, Derek, what's up, man? How are you? I'm good, thanks. Uh, yeah, just um, I kind of disagree with like what you guys are talking about, like 
whatever restarting the triple crowns and all that like, okay yeah i mean yeah it's a spectator sport whatever we're trying to draw in people but i feel like it's also like it's kind of a core sport where you're in need of your name and like you got to keep a little bit of what the racing is you know it can't all be about the show so i'm worried like not that we're there yet but yeah, like yeah. get too far down the road and all of a sudden the sport's not even recognizable and it doesn't have the appeal to the real fans um so i'm worried yeah. about that it's it's you make a good point um you know there is that for sure and and you know i'm a purist like like Berlude is too i think so you know there is that balancing act but i just think like in this day and age man you know, you have to try to something to keep the viewers and keep everybody interested in. And I mean, yeah, you don't want to stray too far from the sport, but I mean, in the triple crowns, I still saw guys getting tired. I still saw block passes. I saw exciting starts. I saw good racing. You know, all the things that yeah make cool. a race. Cool. Like, I'm just saying, when it comes to like if we're going to start stopping a mid race and re racking them and stuff, like that takes away like the whole part. Of motocross is about getting a start, getting up front. Like, you start taking that away, and it becomes gimmicky, in my opinion, right? Okay, yeah. Yeah, they'll do it for and Supercross. One other thing i got to criticize you on here. The also, too, you got to stop saying it, man. It's You do it, like, 30 times a show, and I've even noticed in my friends that they start saying it now. I'm like, oh, you're listening to the Pulp Show? And they go, how do you know? And I'm like, because you're saying also, too. And okay, what? You even said as well as... As well as two or something today, I'm like, oh man. So put it in a sentence. How do I say it? You'll be like, um, okay, Brayton was riding good today. Also, too, he was skimming the whoops really okay, fast. Okay, like, all right. Well, fair enough. You also, know, too, as well as you're like, hey, you're hey, basically doubling down. Right. right. You know what it could be is so I have. I have the stream in front of me that we had to restart tonight because we had some issues. I have the recording of the, the archive up. I have my email up, and my tweets and, and texts are going on my phones. I have Marks and I discussing things back and no, forth on it's, Slack. It's even like it's every show with like the review shows, privateer podcast. Like it's just something you do out of habit. Okay. And it, I basically like. I'm, I don't know. Like once I heard it one time, and then it's been like it's right. drilling a hole in my head every time. Well, also too, uh, Derek, <laughs> I'm very busy during the course of a show doing a lot of things, and maybe I'm stalling. Maybe it's like things that I'm stalling at. I don't well, know. That, like, I, actually, I get that. That could be true. But like when you're doing the like the privateer podcast and stuff. Yeah, you know, but maybe, I could be. You don't have as much going on. But also too, I could be lining up a future podcast with a text. You know what I mean? Or, or doing something like that. You uh, could also, too, be doing that. I mean... If you could work on it, I'd appreciate it. I will try, <laughs> Derek, for you. I will try to work on it also, too. I need to work on that Thank and get better. You. Thank you, buddy. Okay. I mean, I get what Derek's saying. You know, don't stray away from... Don't make cheese ball stuff, you know? Um, well, I guess that's why we got motocross, right? Yeah. Also, I guess. Too. Yeah, also I, I mean, I, I, I agree completely, even with Supercross. I mean, 20-lap main event. I mean, it's it's an endurance sport. Yep. I mean, you you got to have cardio. You yeah. gotta, you're the you toughest the guy. Package, you know? right? The total package. Yeah. So that is that is going to change right. it, right? But those guys still have to – most of them have to race motocross too, you know? Yep. Uh, X-Brand goggle tear-off segment. Let's do it. It's the X-Brand tear-off segment. 15 second rapid fire QA. Rapid fire. X Brand Goggles, the choice of champions everywhere. Vince Freeze wearing X Brand, Alex Ray, Kyle Chisholm, Seven Deuce Deuce, Ben LeMay. Tons of guys wearing X Brand out there. Ricky Brabeck, 
X-Brand rider. Almost won to car. Should have won to car. Yeah. Uh, EKSBrand.com. Go go use the code PULPSHOW19 to save at XBrand.com. The choice of champions everywhere. Love those guys. Love this company. Great, great goggles. Choice of myself, too. I wear X-Brands. Yeah. So Darkside got you X-Brands? Yeah, he sent me a couple pairs why out would, of the blue. But why would Darkside send you X-Brands? I can just give you X-Brands. Uh, well, is, he sounds like, is he a distributor, or does he do something with them? Yeah, he sells them, them and, yeah. Yeah, well, I guess that's why. I don't know. Did you want X-Brands? No, he just he just sent them out of the blue. Uh, yes, if I would try them, because he heard me on the show. He thought that I was I was dishing them. You were you never know? doing that, dissing yeah. them. You, you're not going to do dissing that. Dissing them, excuse you're me. You're not yeah. going to do that. Well, anyway. It's Rich Taylor. I don't know. <laughs> okay, these questions are submitted by Corey Moser. So, do you know him, Connor? No idea. Yeah. You know him? Who? Who? Exactly. Uh, 30 seconds on the clock. Uh, Let's do this, Marks. Steve, what has been the best part about being allowed back on track talk? Just simply track talking. I mean, look, you, you do get some information from guys, but it does help to walk the track to look at the whoops. This weekend, I was able to walk up there and look at the two sets. I saw uh, AC go by. I asked him about him. He was like, nah, they're pretty easy. I saw A-Ray. He's like, nah. So it's like these things all help your journalist job. When I write my column tomorrow and today, I'll be like, this is what I thought about the whoops, and this is how it went. Those I mean, are two guys who both almost lost it in the whoops last weekend. Yeah, right. There we go. Yeah, they don't look like anything. Yeah, no ah. problem. <laughs> all right, next question. Did Phil kick you off of that, Steve? Last year, the media without a vest were not allowed to do track walk. Oh, okay. Everyone else was. Chicks, VIPs, kids, Feld, dogs. photographers, dogs, <laughs> but they riders, it teams, wasn't just you. Truck drivers. It wasn't just you. Though. No, no. Media oh, without okay, a vest. Gotcha. Yes. Yeah. Myself. But honestly, the media without a vest turned out to be like me and Wygant. Hmm. Like that was it. Hmm. I mean, it was fine, whatever. I, I explained my side. They they understood and it was cool they let us back on. So Berluti, do you think Tomac's bike setup is off or something else is holding him back? Um, I just think he's playing it safe. I think, uh, you know, he's tossed it away so many times that I think he's trying to just ride it, you know, you know, so that it's a series, you know, so 17 races, hopefully he'll be in there. I, I have a feeling he'll win here shortly. 20.7. Ooh. Is that something? Okay. 10 seconds to spare. Connor, if you could complete, compete, sorry, in any other professional sport, what would you want to do? Golf. 0.5. 0.5. Low risk of injuries, <laughs> big money, yeah. beautiful places. Yeah, just think if you get your, your tour card, dude, you're dialed. All you got to do is finish like top 40, top 50 in every tour, you're dialed. Yeah, it's yeah. – it's and they don't go to bad places either. Like think about no. the places they're traveling to. And I heard too like – obviously this is a generality, but I heard like after the rounds, like the guys get after it. Yeah, I mean look at Tiger Woods. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, like they're not like, like – some of them are, you know, obviously not doing that. But I heard after the round, like a lot of they'll go have beers and hang out. Like I know a specific golfer, and I hope my time was done after I said golf. Yeah, you're good. Um, I know a certain golfer who went to a certain event that was not a PGA event, uh, and and he really he had a lot of fun. Yeah. If you can figure out where I'm going with yeah. this, uh, a certain golfer went to the Olympics, represented America. Yeah. And just rhyme with Mickey Schmaller. Right. And um, yeah, and just was like, cool, sweet. I'm going to plow through this Olympic village. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. Why not? Yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> Steve, with the move into the new Pulpamex mansion, have you established a new circle? <laughs> no, I have not. Point eight. I have not. It's very far. Do you just have... go back to the old circle? 
No, but I have <laughs> Blue Diamond one way and Cactus the other way, and it, they're both far from me, Berlu, like to get to essential services like Starbucks. <laughs> like essential. A, a Walgreens, a, a grocery store. Your other place had – you were way further. No, I was had a nice circle going. Oh, I had really? sushi in there. And I You're had, so um, Vegas, and, the, and this is how you know people have moved to Vegas and have been here for more than a few years. They don't want to drive more than four minutes away from their house no, to get who does? anything. Yeah. Like if you're in L.A. and you're like, oh, I got to go 15 minutes to Starbucks. Cool. Like no worries. But yeah, if you're in no. Vegas. No. Yeah, I and, don't want... Like your old house was about 40 minutes away, 35, yeah. 40 minutes away. Yeah. And it was like, oh, my gosh, that's so far. But anywhere else in the world, that's not that far. Yeah. We're, you're closer here, right? Yeah, I'm like 15 minutes away. Right, yeah. I don't know over. about sushi, but you're, you're right down the street from the Starbucks I told you about on Cactus. Yeah, I know. It's, that's too far. That's too far? Yeah, I mean, I go there, but I would like my circle closer, but I can't. There's no essential services in my circle. I'm getting used to it, though. They have it's, um, it's, these right. in, incredible modern-day things called coffee machines mm-hmm. where you could just go upstairs and get one. I'm not familiar with what no? you speak of. No. Okay. All right. Next question. Berluti, uh, which clutch do you think is better, hydraulic or cable, and why? Well, for the fill, for sure, hydraulic. Um, they have disadvantages, like in a mud race, you, you, you can't. It, they self-regulate the whole time. Or they self-adjust, I should say. So you don't know if you're burning up your clutch. You never said what was better. Um, you waffled. Sixteen yeah, I seconds. Waffled. Okay. We're gonna let we leave it at the waffle. I mean, JT does everything. Right. So, Connor, what percentage of BMX is the bike, and what percent athlete? 100% athlete. Stop it. It's not 100%. So the same way that you say that the the factory bikes are all good. Yeah. Right? You could win. The, the, yeah. If, you, you could win on a Suzuki. You could win on a, on a Yamaha. Same thing. But not 100%. 99. That's not 100. <laughs> okay, 99. I mean, could you take a bike that weighed as much as a YZ450F and win on it? Okay, so now if we're gonna go down this avenue, then right. no. But okay, if you're thank talking you. like if you're talking the you know the top handful of different bikes, yeah, and if you can set it up the way that you want to ride it, ninety nine percent. I'll just take one percent. You you gotta you one percent. It's gotta be the bike for loot. It's one hundred percent the bike. Chase bicycles at Chase bicycles. Follow them. Go. Well, I, I was curious. I mean, that's interesting. You know, yeah. We 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 say thirty. You know, thirty seventy right or yeah yeah whatever right yeah. right. But it's not a hundred because. Bikes got got to matter a little bit. Yeah. Maybe matter a little bit. Yeah. Vegas, there, you got to have wheels. There's no production rule, right? So can you make your frame as much as you want? No, there's rules on um, sizes. Like wheel sizes has to be a certain okay. size. Bar length has to be a certain within a certain range. Um, and then like the width of your pedals has to be a certain range. Like if it's too wide, you're gonna be bumping into the guys okay. beside you in the gate. But but can you make your frame however much to suit your body? Uh, yes. Yeah. If yeah. you want a longer, you longer, know, shorter, shorter and that whatever. that right. is done. Right. Um, it was done a lot more commonly um, back when the frames were made of aluminum, but now that they're all carbon, a carbon yeah. mold is really expensive, yeah. so it's a lot less common that people True. are doing custom That's frames. Much more wow. than 30 seconds, by the way. So your, your, your whole chassis is carbon? Yeah, like almost my entire bike is carbon. No way. I didn't, I didn't know BMX bikes were. I mean, road bikes are and mountain bikes pretty much, but yep. God, with all the power, they must be stiff, huh? They're stiff as, and so what happens is nothing on the bike flexes. Much longer than 30 seconds. Okay, I'm done. All right. <laughs> I don't care about your time. <laughs> Steve, which title would you rather have had as a mechanic, Supercross or Motocross, and with which rider? And why Why even ask that? Yeah, I mean, it's Tim Ferry. Yeah, we know. And um, Supercross, yeah, it's more prestigious. Although, 
I've always said national championships harder for a mechanic for a rider to win. Hundred percent. Twenty four sure. races, thirty minutes of time through mud, through heat, through all of that. Oh, for sure. Berlou, what's something that could be restricted on factory bikes to help level the playing field? Mm. Electronics. 7.6. Connor, last one. What's the craziest thing you've seen living in Vegas? Oof. Uh, go down to the strip on a Friday night about 1 a.m., and you will see a lot of things that maybe you didn't want to see. <laughs> 12.1. X-Brand goggles, choice of champions everywhere, uh, including... have any BMXers on an X-Brand? Not that, I mean, now that I know of the... A lot of top BMXers wear X-Brand. <laughs> X-Brand goggles, Pulp Show 19 is the code to save. EKS brand everywhere, the uh, EKSbrand.com. Uh, choice of champions everywhere. Cheers, Ray. Antignap, Freeze, LeMay, Norin, just to name a few. X-Brand goggles. Uh, also, too, Michelin. want to thank the folks at Michelin. Uh, go to at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram, michelin.motorcycle.michelinman.com for more info on their tire. You know their Starcross 5, uh, pushing the boundaries of off-road performance for riders of all levels. But what's great about Michelin is they develop and deliver world-class products for every segment of motorcycling. When do you think Michelin was formed, Merlute? Uh, that would be 1893. No. Oh. But you're really close, and how do you know that? I don't. I was. It was a shot in the dark. 1897. Wow. You really knew that? No, I didn't know it. You took a wild guess. That was as wild as it could be, bro. Jesus. Yeah. Connor. It's Kreskin over here. <laughs> Nostradamus. Okay, so um, basically inter- interesting Michelin facts. Besides the Starcross 5, which is a fantastic tire. In 2005, Michelin introduced the first motorcycle tire with dual compounds to enhance wear resistance on the center of the tire while enhancing grip on the shoulders. Think about dual compound tires. Michelin invented it. In 1991, Michelin produced, introduced the first motorcycle tire compound with silica for a new level of traction on wet pavement. Interesting. Right? Yeah. Michelin Starcross 5, everybody. Check them out when, whenever you want to get motocross tires from. Uh, get them from BTO. Put Pulp MX in the uh, in the notes section and uh, yeah, dial him in from MichelinMotorcycle.com. Uh, we're trying to get a hold of Zacco, but we're not working with Zacco. He's not. He did not answer. He did not answer. I'm assuming he's sleeping. He did not answer my text. I did tell him around nine. So maybe he's. Um, Everybody, who knows? Please do not subscribe to Shifting Gears, uh, uh, the Zacco Osborne podcast, for for stiffing us here tonight. Um, all right, so uh, Oakland done in the mirror. Oakland in the rearview mirror. San Diego coming up. Then Minneapolis. God, I'm not looking forward to Minneapolis. It is going to be so cold. Good thing it's indoors. What a shit show that place is getting in and out of it, though. I know, right? It's the, it was the worst thing I ever seen last year, <laughs> dude. When you have to carry tools and stuff, and then they won't let you go down. The, oh man, you didn't have to deal with it. You probably just got in your little kuma, your little cubicle. kumite. Yeah, kumite, and hang out there, huh? Well, I still have to go from outside to inside. Yeah, but maybe once. Uh, no, I don't know. Did you notice? Did you see how gnarly they were? Yeah. When you let you. Yeah. yeah, that was fucked. I just, I mean, same with Atlanta. I heard Atlanta was really bad. I didn't go. Oh, but terrible. I don't under, again, I don't want to make the bashing on Feld night, but why doesn't Feld do better with these security stash stadiums? Like, like they don't sure. seem to care. And there's a lot of misconstru, there's a lot of confusion with, with security workers at these stadiums and, and what you can do and what you can't do. And you're just like, we're here to work, man. 
Just Absol- can you work with us, please? Yeah. Like, well, you know, oh, I don't get it. I hate it. I have though. an idea for you. Yep. What if you didn't – you do it every week. So what if you organized it and made a new segment called What Felt Could Do Better? <laughs> no, because they'll just yell at me. They'll just they'll just freak out on me, Connor. I can't I can't do that. Um, can we do the Ryan Hughes Instagram, <laughs> Instagram of the week? Of the week. <laughs> what do we got here? All right, Ryan Hughes Instagram uh, of the week. Last week was great. This week, Rhino Global um, says when you put a you, when you put your hundred percent concentration in little things in life, then that starts to fade into everything you do. If you ride motocross, eat food. Do yoga, have a conversation, read a book, walk, whatever it is. It all starts to have this concentration focus behind it, and then you start to see the magic in the things you do. You're not doing just doing them to fill time, or you are split by doing something, doing one thing, but thinking about something else at the same time. Be here, be now. Hashtag Charge Life. Rhino Grant, Rhino, use Instagram of the day. Fantastic. Wow. You just never know, bro. That sounds exhausting. <laughs> uh, Honda World Downey also too 30 minutes from anywhere in LA uh, go down there mention Pulp MX I think it's called LA Honda World now uh, they'll give you a deal on a first time uh, Honda buyer program they're great guys go down there mention Pulp MX get an oil change for your first time on a, on a if you have a Honda uh, free one or go down there and get a deal on a uh, Ridgeline fantastic truck uh, or, or a Civic or, or an Accord or CRV or a Fit or a Pilot. They don't even make those anymore. Those are cool. Uh, Bolt Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. Uh, let's take a commercial break here. Uh, Connor Fields, Tony Baluti. we're going to come back. We'll uh, see what's up with Zacco. We'll probably talk some more Oakland, talk some San Diego. we got the uh, BTOsports.com tweet at Travis segment coming up. we got voicemails coming up and much more. Stick around. We'll be right back after this, everybody. Swing your cock. All of us have one thing in common. When it comes to leaning that bike into a corner, floating a dirt bike through the air, or blasting a sand berm in a UTV. And that is passion. At BTO Sports, our foundation is built around family, which allows us to offer unparalleled customer service. Knowing we share a common interest, we look forward to the weekend as much as you. So we offer three-day express on orders over $85. BTOsports.com is proud to be a premier source for motorsports parts and apparel for well over a decade due to our reputation for excellent customer service and great prices. From motocross to mountain bikes, sports bikes to UTVs, BTOsports.com has what you need because our passion reflects yours yeah that's right people that's van halen i want to tell you about my two favorite things in life van halen and fly racing flyracing.com they make much more than just moto gear mountain bike gear snowmobile gear hard parts they've got it flyracing.com the f2 carbon helmet it's as close to a factory bike as a helmet can get. It's out of the box and onto the racetrack ready helmet for guys like Millsaps, Baggett, Canard, and Pike. Carbon fiber, Kevlar, Coolmax, Mips. Fly Racing's F2 Carbon has 10 different graphic styles, 22 colorways. Go to your local dealer, get them from flyracing.com. Please check them out. A whole line of hard parts as well. Flyracing.com. Let's listen to some Van Halen. So tell me why can't this be love? 
Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team, longtime Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. So Randy Richardson, good guy, means well, great interview, but oh my gosh, his voice is fucking annoying. In that case, boss, you may want to fast forward while I tell the rest of the Pulp MX show listeners about Michelin's extensive motorcycle tire product offer. The Pulp MX nation certainly knows about the Michelin Starcross 5 tire range and its outstanding durability and excellent performance. But I'd like to share some information on Michelin's wide range of industry-leading motorcycle tires. New for 2019, the Michelin Anarchy Adventure tire, which features two-compound technology, enables adventure touring riders to have confidence on any adventure with a new level of on-road stability and uncompromising traction off-road. The Michelin Road 5 tire is designed specifically for sport touring riders and provides the maximum confidence in wet and dry conditions mile after mile. As the exclusive MotoGP class tire, Michelin definitely understands the performance expectations of today's sport bike riders, and the Michelin Power RS tire enables those riders to unleash their full potential. If you're a Harley-Davidson owner, the co-developed and co-branded Michelin Scorcher Tire Range, which is original equipment on over a half million models manufactured over the past decade, is the right cruiser tire for you. For the latest on all Michelin motorcycle tire products, visit motorcycle.michelinman.com for more information and make sure to follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and at michelinmotorcycle.us on Facebook. This commercial is not 2019 Pulpy Award material. Hey, it's Mathis. RoostMX.net have been a big part of us, our show for a number of years, and we love those guys. The whole Pulp Nation section on their website, Pulp Nation Code, saves you 20% on there. They can make custom pulp graphics for you. Uh, they can also do shirts and hats of anything you want. They can make custom graphics for your bike if you don't like pulp, and why? I mean, maybe you don't. Uh, they're also the official team sponsor for the Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team, and we have Alex Ray here in studio. Alex, uh, you love these guys. Yeah, love them. Shirts, hats, pit shirts, car wraps, yeah. everything. If you take some Cycle Trader uh, graphics off your motorcycle, will they stick to almost anything? They will stick to everything, bro. The best quality graphic yes. out there. A-Ray 91 is the code to save, and we thank those guys. And again, check them out for the whole custom line. And uh, Alex Ray, you got one more thing to say. A-Ray 91 is the code, and if you don't use Rooster Max, then fuck you. I'm lost in FMF Racing is proud to celebrate 45 years of fun, building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? 
Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. WUSA is the number one source for quality wheel sets and wheel building services. They are the exclusive importer for Talon and Kite Hubs along with DID and Excel rims. Their wheels and wheel building services are trusted by the finest teams in the country. Teams like Factory KTM, JGR Suzuki, Rocky Mountain MCKTM, Rockstar Husky Star Racing, Monster Energy Babbitts. They all trust up, yeah. No job is too big or too small. WUSA, everybody, we thank those guys for coming on board with us. Whatever you need for your wheels, hubs, wheel building services, they've got it. Mention Pulp MX when you call down there, and they'll give you a discount. They ship nationwide. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram at WUSA.com. WUSA, they're all things wheels. Do it. WUSA. Do it. The Rockstar Energy Husqvarna team relies on one company for all of its seat needs, and that's Guts Racing. We thank the folks at Guts Racing for coming on the show for a number of years now. Pulp MX 2018 is the code to save. Complete seats available for KTM and Huskies. Other brands will be added later. The Phantom Lightweight Seat Foam is the choice of seat foam for many teams in the pits. Kenny Roxon won a 450 National Championship using Guts products a couple years ago. And again, they've been with us for a number of years. Please check them out. Official supplier of the Rockstar Husky Husqvarna team for graphics. Live in 100 as well. And seats. Anything and everything to do with seats. Please check them out. GutsRacing.com. Pulpamex 2018 is the code to save. Over 65 years ago, Vertex Pistons was born out of a small technical workshop in northern Italy's famous Motor Valley. Expanding and maturing among the racing legends of Ferrari, Lamborghini, MV Augusta, and Ducati, today Vertex Pistons are the pistons of choice for motorcycle riders and teams throughout the world. Because of their renowned reputation for exceptional quality, Vertex Pistons is a factory piston supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, Beta, Gas Gas, and TM. From the Motocross, Supercross, MXGP, GNCC, National and World Enduro Series, you can find Vertex Pistons winning championships. Vertex Pistons strives to provide you with world-class factory technology at a very competitive price. No matter which brand of bike you ride, when it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. To see our full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons in replica, high-compression, or GP-style configurations, visit us at 
VertexPistons.com or stop into your local dealer and ask for a Vertex Piston Kit today. Attention riders, welcome to Atlas Air Flight 604 with non-stop service to a better neck brace. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. Located on the underside of the frame is a convenient, easy open system. To fasten, simply insert the release bar into the left frame. To release, push the release button and pull the frame apart. We suggest that you keep your neck brace fastened throughout the duration of the moto, as you may experience an unexpected huckabuck from time to time. To ensure a safe ride, please keep your neck underextended at all times. In the likely event of an over-the-bars emergency, your brace will double as a suspension system. Although the Atlas brace will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your brace first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or brole. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. Maximum surface area is located on your chest around the sternum, back around the spine, and up over your shoulders with extra padding over your collarbone. Should you need more, please request a defender roost guard or guardian body armor. We remind you that this is a non-rigid neck brace. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position, elbows up, and two fingers on the clutch. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Air. Enjoy the ride. Our 2019 Works Connection celebrates 30 years of delivering championship-winning products to motocross legends and champions like Lamson, McGrath, Wyndham, LaRocco, Carmichael, Dungey, Roxon, Plessinger, and more. Current race teams, JGR Suzuki, Star Racing Yamaha, Moto Concepts Honda, Team BWR, Rockwell Racing Yamaha, HEP Racing Suzuki, AJE Motorsports, and KTM Canada have also come to rely on Works Connection's commitment to innovation and quality. So if you're looking for factory-level parts, like radiator braces and skid plates to protect, rip a whole shot with a Pro Launch, or upgrade to the elite line of axle blocks, clutch perch, or bearing-equipped throttle tubes, just visit WorksConnection.com. Welcome back, everybody. Pop my show presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, we had Jess Pettis on. We had Justin Brayton on. and Alex Ray on the show. Really appreciate it. Appreciate you jerkies listening. Tony Berluti, Connor Fields. Connor Fields, Olympic medal, gold champion. <laughs> Good job. How was that? Was that any better than my first intro? No. No, not really. No. <laughs> um, uh, fantasy.com. Please go there, play. We're giving away prizes. It's been a lot of fun, and uh, you can play for free if you want, or you can uh, pay some money and join, and you got a chance at a Kawasaki that we're giving away. So 
Uh, we we uh, we really appreciate all the people that have been playing and good job marks on the uh, improvements and refinements in the site. I think it's been held up well lately. So I hate to give you compliments, but I, I feel like I must. Thanks. Um, uh, all right, everybody. Uh, a few more things to come up here on the show. We still got Brain on the line. Hey, Brain, you there? Morning, boys. What's up? Hope all's well. Yeah, how are you? I'm well now that I'm talking to you guys. Okay. And, uh, hey, cool knowledge on uh, on the BMX stuff. Don't think I can ever get into it like I can. Moto, no, that whole no sound thing will get me every time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it really will, yeah. It will. Uh, so, a couple things. One is you guys were talking about Triple Crown. Um, Steve, I know you've not, not been happy with this idea, but i got to make one extra plea for it. There's got to be points awarded in all of them. We can't. No, you can't. Nope. 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 Can't do it. Nope. Can't do it. We've got. Go ahead. You you twist uh, an ankle and you do you lose seventy five points. Yep, I'm okay with that. Well, or, well okay, or, but no teams are and riders are. Uh, it ain't about them, man. It's about the fans, ain't it? Not in That's that what case. We're talking about. So now you're saying though that three races on the year are valued at as much as nine of the other races. Uh, or you do. Um, or you do maybe uh, ten for uh, ten for a win for each. It maybe maybe a different point system. It goes down by one, and if you don't finish in the top ten, see ya. Because there's the thing. The reason I say it. The reason I say this is <laughs> not to be difficult and things like that. Um, and Steve, you know this. I love outdoors a hundred times more than I love indoors. Um, and part of it is because every uh, every race is for points. Uh, who cares about overalls as far as fans go? Riders do obviously because checkbook. Um, but man, you, um, you just, you got to eliminate the fact that Cooper has got to, going to be managing, um, managing a race, uh, in, in second and not, uh, he probably wouldn't have gone, he probably wouldn't have gotten Eli. I understand that you gotta, you gotta avoid that. You gotta, you gotta incentivize him to go after Eli and not just manage when you're managing it's bored. You're bored. Oh, no, that that is right? a that is a real uh, issue with the uh, yeah. with the triple crowns. I, I get that. Yeah. Hey, hey, so one one more thing. I know you guys got to roll, uh, and you can cuss me out if I if you guys cover <laughs> this. I totally don't know. Um, so Ferrandis on the podium, um, it was definitely in some broken English. I understand that, but he said something about uh, he wasn't sure Monday or Tuesday if he was going to race. What's with that? What happened? He probably meant riding because of the rain. Oh, because he because he was because he had said Monday or Tuesday. I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to race on uh, this weekend. Yeah, and... I don't think so. Maybe he had a crash. Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember anybody saying anything. So he rode pretty damn well if he was hurting. Oh man, he did. So he did. He did that. If that guy, if that guy could get a start, who knows? Who knows what would happen? <laughs> yeah, no, he looks great, man, for sure. So thanks, Brain. Or he and AC might kill himself. Yeah, yeah, really. Thanks, bud. Appreciate it. He, uh, Connor, so uh, something interesting for you. Obviously, we covered your BMX background and everything else. Olympics coming up. You're actually working with Christian Craig a little bit this year off the bike, um, kind of just trying to help him out, trying to uh, get him to the top. We've seen him win a race. We've seen his practice times. We've seen his. We know everyone knows he's got a tremendous amount of skill. Um, and you're kind of working on the mental side of things with Christian. Yeah. So it all kind of come about. Um, so his agent Lucas Myrtle, who you guys had on, um, I think it was last week. Yep. Um, so him and I are friends. We've known each other for a while. And a couple of years ago, we started talking just about the mental side of sport. Um, he asked me some questions. He's like, you know, when you're sitting up there in the starting gate for the Olympics, how do you handle that? What do you think about? Um, you know, and just some other questions. He's like, your sport, 
is basically like us lining up and doing one lap. How do you get it right when you have no margin for error? And uh, so I started explaining some of the stuff that I've learned over the years and some of the stuff that I do. And he's like, man, I really think that this would translate well when the right rider comes along that I think you guys, your personalities match and it'll work. Um, Would you be open to kind of being, I guess the word would be like a peer mentor Mm -hmm. um, to another rider? And I said, yeah, you know, I think that'd be a lot of fun. I've always thought that um, I could help somebody. You know, I've helped other racers, younger racers before, and I've always thought that I could help somebody if they were open to it. Um, and yeah, so he matched me up with uh, with Christian. I didn't know Christian had an agent. That was yeah. I think it's new this year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what's that like negotiating with his father in law? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know yeah, for um, a new deal. Anyway, from what I understand, funny. the father in law uh, Jeff was actually the one who suggested that he yep. get an agent. Yep. Um, but yeah, so I sat down with Christian and we met, and I just you know we we kind of chatted a little bit, and yeah. The personalities have to match. Yeah. You know, not everybody's going to work with everybody. Um, you know, I've had coaches that I've fallen out with because it just wasn't the right match. Right. But if you get the right person, it can can create, you know, great things. Um, so, yeah, we met. We talked. And he was like, man, that's that's a lot of stuff that really makes sense. And it's a bit of a different perspective because I asked him some questions. I said, why do you do it this way? Why do you do this mm-hmm. that way? Well, I guess that's kind of how we've always done it. And me coming from a different background and a different sport. Yeah. I look at it a little bit differently. And um, so, yeah, the, we had some discussions and we were on the same page. And so we started working together last year in uh, about November. Um, he had some really good results. He hadn't raced in a while because he tore his ACL in the mm-hmm. outdoors last year. Um, he nearly won Geneva. He got second in Geneva. He was leading before Brayton was able Brayton passed him. And he wasn't on his full equipment. He beat Barsha. He beat um, Cole. He beat, you know, a lot of those guys. And he quietly had a really good result there. So he was feeling really good, and everything was kind of ticking mm-hmm. in the right direction uh, leading up to the West Coast. And, um, you know, uh, the day before like, – he had an injury. He hurt his thumb. Yeah. The day before that, um, his team manager and a couple other people called him, and one of them called me, and said that was the best he's ever looked, you know, on the bike, mm-hmm. you know, body language, right. physically off of it. He seems like he's in a great place. And then just like how it always seems to happen, when that happens, you get hurt. Yeah. Um, so we've just been working through that and um, trying to get ready and you know do what, wow. do what he can for. Uh, I mean, Berludi will test to this. No one's going to say, "Hey, Christian's not that good on a bike. He can't." can't mm, run yeah, like that, no one's going to say that. It, no. it, the issues have been upstairs, yeah, like, or, or for the most part. I mean, yeah, not all, not all. No, one hundred percent. And in talking to him, one hundred percent. In talking to him, it a lot of it makes sense as to why, and we've. I feel like we've been able to work through a lot of the problems that he's been having in the past and that he's more equipped now to mm-hmm. go in and deal with whatever is thrown his way. Yeah. Um, and I'm never going to tell him how to ride. That's not my You're place. also going to tell him not to play Pulp Mix Fantasy. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm not going to tell him how to ride. That's, that's, not, Thank you. that's not my job. Right. But I think it's a bit different. You know, somebody could sit in there with a, with a sports psychologist on a couch in a room and say, oh, when I'm in the starting line, I feel like this. And that works for some people. Yeah. But some people need someone who's more of a peer and says, look them in the eye and say, I've been in this situation. I know what it feels like to sit in that starting line mm-hmm. with your heart rate high and you're nervous and there's thousands of dollars on the line, yeah. in my case, hundreds in their case, um, <laughs> you know, in a stadium yeah. and, and go through that and have to deal with it. And uh, so I think he, he it opens up more and he listens a bit more to me than maybe he would to um, 
Right. You know, just yeah, so, so, uh, a sports psychologist or whatever. Yeah. Well, yeah. I in mean, that formal setting. I mean, again, I don't know Christian that well. I don't think he had a great hashtag home life growing up. Mm-hmm. You know, he had a lot of baggage, I think, and issues throughout the years with things that are going on in his life. And he's had adversity in terms of injuries. He, he has won a race. So he's, you know, he's broken through that little thing. But yeah, certainly, but he can ride the hell out of a motorcycle. Yeah. So when you look at all that, you're like, well, mentally upstairs, he's a really nice guy. Uh, Paige is a great, uh, great wife and a nice family. But you look at everything that he's got, bike equipment team, all solid, right, all good. And you just like, it's got to be upstairs with him. You know what I mean? Because, and upstairs could be stuff going back to when you were ten years old, or whatever. You know what yeah. I mean? Like that. That when I look at Christian, that's the only thing that makes sense is yeah. that some mental issues are holding him back from being a Cooper Webb or. Or any of these champion two fifty guys. A lot of it too is he needs to believe in himself a little bit more, um, you know. And, and I think it's become a bit of a downward spiral when it's bad result, injury, bad result, injury. Yeah. And it just digs a deeper, deeper, deeper yeah. hole. Um, and sometimes all it can take is one person coming in to make you believe in yeah. yourself. I again. mean, and other guys are never affected by that. Trey Kennard, injury, injury, injury. Come back, he'd be as good as ever. Yeah. You're like that. You know, Trey Kennard just be like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna win. Yep. You're like. Nobody else ever thinks that when they come off injury, but so, yeah. And everybody's different. Yeah. That's the thing. You know, yeah. not everybody's going to react the same way to the same situation. Um, so, no, I'm excited about that. And then just to get on the, the fantasy thing. So, that's why I'm not playing fantasy because I don't want to be, you know, let's say I'm at a race with him. Let's go hypothetically down Please the road. Please hit the bullshit drop again as much <laughs> as you can. <laughs> let's say we're at a race. Yeah. And it's, you know, getting ready for the night show. He's getting ready to go. And he's, uh, Connor, I'm feeling really nervous about this right now. You know, what do you think about Bullshit. What do you think about this? I'm like, hang on, man. I got to choose between. No, you don't have to do that. You don't got to say it. Between, between two guys s- you're racing. You can do out. it. Listen, you can go to the, pretend you got to go have poo, take a poo and then do it there in the bathroom. You don't got to do it in front of your rider. And then he comes back after a rough night and I'm all excited. And he's like, why are you excited? Exactly. I'm like, I just won fantasy. You're not going to. Yeah. Like you're really going to be affected by I'm it. Real, I'm playing real a life guy, this year. guy who won a gold medal is going to be freaking out over winning a fantasy. Dude, you got to appreciate that. I'm playing Steve. real life no, this, this year. Is, you no. guys are. You, you're playing fantasy. I'm playing real life. I'm trying to win for real. Fuck blah, blah, you. Blah. Yeah. Right. And I also told him because he plays fantasy. Yeah. We were in a we were at a one. I went down with him and watched the race and we kind of dissected the race just from a bird's eye view. You know, mm-hmm. I said, what are you thinking when you're in this position here? And, you know, what are you seeing there? And, you know, if, if this situation's thrown at you, how yeah. would you react? And he's sitting there just stressing on his fantasy team. I look at him and said, you're not fucking playing that when you're racing. <laughs> and he, and he, yeah. he looks at me like, are you being serious? And I'm like, fuck you. I'm like, you are not playing that when mm-hmm. you're racing. And uh, he's like, okay, well, can you make my picks for me? So I'll, I'll be picking for Christian on the East Coast. <laughs> All right. Well, what do we think of that, Marks? I like that he'll pay, he'll play for Christian on the East Coast. Yeah, uh, that part's good. But the other part is still fuck you, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, hey, well, the one thing is uh, if this works and Christian starts winning some races, never mind the championship. Just start winning races. Get on the podium a lot. You know what how I mean? About, that, how about do your best? Do the best he's capable of. No, no, no. no. Just win races and, and get on the podium. Uh, you might find yourself. Uh, uh, quitting the BMX to be a full-time moto uh, mental coach because uh, there's certainly a lot of guys out there that could use it, Connor. So just be careful about how good you are at this. Big time. Because your BMX career might be might be done. Yeah. Well, and, and, and to, to make a really long story very short. Um, at the yeah, Lond- you like that? At the London Olympics in 2012, I was the favorite. I was going in, you know, all the hype. Uh-huh. I qualified for the finals, the number one seed. I won the heats. I won the semis. I was, I was you know, the favorite. This and is could, in London. London. Yeah. Uh, at 19, and I completely choked. I folded mentally in the final. So then I had four years to try yeah. to figure out. And, you know, it's not like... Did Canada beat you in London? No. Damn it. 
but I had four years to figure out how to get back into that exact same moment mm-hmm. with three billion people watching you at the Olympics, you know, entire country resting on your shoulders and execute it. And so that was a lot yeah. of work in those four years that I feel like now I can pass on to yeah. somebody else. Well, good luck with that. I'm excited. Yeah, be cool. Are you going to go to all the races? I'm going to go to Minnesota. Um, and oh, then bring, bring your winter stuff. Yeah. And then depending on where things are at, I might go to another couple. But I'm of the belief, you know, and, and I'm not a man friend. I'm not a yes man. Um, if, if so, you need to hear no or you need to hear you being an idiot. Yeah. I'll tell you. Right. I want to teach him how to do it without needing me there to hold his hand. Mm-hmm. I'm there if you need me. Yeah. But I want to teach you how to do it yourself. Because when you're on that starting gate, you're alone. And you need to go through whatever is popping up no, in your head. you got your moments. mechanic there. Your rock. Your buddy. <laughs> the mechanic. Right, Berlute? That's right. Yeah. That's right. And, but regardless of that, you need to be able to deal with whatever's going on in your head on the track. Yeah. And yeah, so I'm trying to give him the tools to do that. Literally in Minneapolis two years ago. He won the practice he, 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 folded. One. he yep. folded so badly in the main event it was it was unbelievable you could see he was coming apart he could not understand what was happening he was yep. trying to make up four seconds in two turns because he, yeah, he was just folding mentally crash 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 you know yep. like, like that was that's what happened so mm-hmm. uh you don't question his riding talent you don't question the bike or the team you just uh yeah that's what he needs so yep. it'll be interesting cool little thing for us to talk about you know as we move on in the east yeah series, that'd so. be fun yep. yeah um uh, how we don't have Dean. Hey, on, boy. We don't have Dean on the show. Hey, where's Dean, man? Yeah, exactly. Hey, listen. the The topic out around four. Our man, Dean Wilson. He looked good. Looked solid. Dude, sixth place. The guy's killing it, man. He's absolutely a cool story. Yeah, man. I'll tell you. I had a little butt pucker moment there for a few minutes, but uh, kid pulled it out. Looked great. And and Barsha. Holy crap! I almost couldn't watch the kid ride. My ass was hurting. In Houston, from watching the kid, uh, right? Oh, right. Yeah, it was a good one. Sounds like we watch with our eyes. He watches with his ass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Hey, hey, Connor. Uh, it, it's good to hear a, a good, solid young man that's uh, going to represent our country or, or has represented our country so well. Uh, well spoken. Uh, uh, you you carry the the flag well for us. Uh, very much appreciate that. Thank you. I, I appreciate it. I do my best to represent the uh, greatest country in the world, the United States of America, as best I can. Well, we nice. want well, we want Canada <laughs> beat them. Right. We, want, we want Canada, uh, Hal, and everyone to, to. We want, you know, you just I feel really like yeah, care. yeah, Canada. Sure, right to that. I really hey, hey uh, I guess the the, the Hal's like whatever, bikes, man. What? Hal's like whatever. <laughs> I, I'm Team Tory, bro. So. Hey, man. Hey man, we 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 got you covered down south, man. Okay, if anything happens to our brothers up right, right. Gotcha. Sounds gay. <laughs> hey, hey. So the green bikes. What the hell? What the hell? Yeah, man. Gnarly, huh? Yeah, that's uh, them and Mitchell Harrison destroyed my my fantasy. Um, if you look at uh, well, four rounds of Supercross and Motocross the Nations. Well, no, Monster Cup was in there. Six rounds, they've had two DNS with this new bike. Yeah. That, that's not well, good. Yeah. Well, and Tomac, Tomac's rear wheel, rear wheel quit being a rear wheel what, in the heat uh, in round three. That could have been disaster. Yeah, that was a, yeah, a brake issue or something, I, I gather. But um, nothing was wrong, apparently. But something yeah. nothing physically was wrong, but Eli felt like the brake was, was, was not, wasn't working. But, yeah, man, not good for the team. Savachi was killing it, man. He looked great. Like, he, really he won the heat. <laughs> you know, like, he, he looked really good. And so I think if you're Joey, you're just like, hey, man, results aside, I, I you know, 
I rode much much better that weekend. So oh, for sure. When was it? Was it outdoors last year or Supercross last year where his bike did the same thing to him as two fifty, and he threw it down on the side of the track? Same engine blew up. Mm, something. I don't remember that. Yeah, I don't remember that. It, it was last year. It was in a crucial race, and hmm. his bike blew up. I can't, can't remember. remember that. Yeah, I, I just remember a lot of crashes in a rough season for Joe. I think you know what? No, it was Denver. It was Den. It was Colorado. Second mo- first moto, he was on his way to win. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. that's right. Yep. And he had a really rough first couple of rounds. Yeah. Yep. And it was going to turn things around. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, thanks, Al. Train's going to come in next weekend. Later when? Uh, when? Uh, we going to? I'll see you in Houston or what? That's it. Oh yeah, you're going to see me Houston, Denver, uh, and Dallas. Okay. You're going to see me a bunch on the East Coast. You putting up the tent for for two 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 over there? You. Doing all that? No, I won't, no, I won't be doing that. I'll be flying my own flag. <laughs> awesome, man. Thanks, man. I'll be pitting for dark side. Oh, yeah, there we go. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Later, boys. Uh, that's Hal, everybody. Super fan of the show. Appreciate him and all that he's done for us uh, over the years. So, uh, 702-586-7857. Call any time and leave a, a voicemail. Here's the best of the best that was for this week. A Pulp MX Network production. Nope. What what is that? That's what you have for for the voicemail. Really? <laughs> what is that? I don't, bro. I don't know. You put it there. I'll keep playing it. Oh, this is. Uh, I thought maybe it was a new the voicemail only intro. Athlete to athlete Swiss, podcast. A, in yeah, the sport. Osborne's intro. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> you guys talk. It says one twenty eight VM. Uh, okay, yeah, we, we just got to figure out what to talk about. Sorry, I'm, we're sorry, folks. Steve, we're we can't a, do this without you, bro. We're having technical difficulties. Yeah, for sure, yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, man, so this is your first year not going to the races, right? No, I, I actually had, uh, after I was with RCH, mm-hmm. you know, do you know Kerry Hart? Yeah. Yeah, so I was with that team till 14, and then 15, 16, 17, I didn't go, and then they talked me into going Back last, last year. year. Yeah, and then I just... I was done before. They just talked me into it, and I was going to end up just doing the West Coast, but then Brayton was doing good, so I continued out the year, yeah. And it had to be, you know, it had to be so rewarding when he ended up winning that race. Daytona, yeah, it was awesome. Kind of made the whole <clears throat> season and, and doing that all work. Oh, it. yeah, and, and he had other good rides, too. He won some he won of those. A, he won a gangbang? Yeah, a couple of them. Yeah? Yeah, a couple gangbangs. <laughs> but, um, no, it was very rewarding. I mean, I loved it. It was a great year. I, I really liked working with him, you know, but it's just, I mean, you, you're you're well-traveled now, and you know what travel's oh, about. Oh, yeah. I don't know how much you guys travel, but we travel a lot, you know. You know, so we're sitting here, and uh, Steve's got his United 1 million miler <laughs> plaque. Let's just say I'm over halfway there. Oh, okay. And I'm 26 years old. <laughs> so I, I feel your pain on yeah, that one. Yeah, so you do. Yeah, you, uh, you do a lot, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, this year, uh, our World Cup events, we were in England, Holland, Belgium, France, Argentina. Wow, so you do travel a lot. Plus another handful of events in the United States. So, yeah, all over. So m- most of your travel is long way. Mm-hmm. And then you said a few in a few the U.S. on the West Coast and yeah. uh, a couple back in Florida as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. so San Diego next week. Uh, looks like a mutter. Yeah, I think it's looking like it. I keep looking at the weather. I want to go down. I haven't been to a race this year, and I keep telling I mean, Brayton I, I'm going to come see him. I but I recorded them. I saved them. Oh, anyway, but, but yeah, it's. Oh, you guys can hear me. I forgot to turn my mic off. Yeah, f- turn your mic off, Mike. <laughs> this 
show is <laughs> reaching a new low. <laughs> no, but uh, all right, I'm back. I, I don't know what happened to voicemails. There were some good ones. Hour over here. There were some good ones. So and you lost them? They're lost I in mean, space. Fuck! I watched them record, and I saved them. I don't know, man. Something something weird happened. Unbelievable. So the weather saying mutter. <laughs> yeah, it keeps. Yeah, it looks like it. Looks like a couple days even before it's supposed to be raining down there. I feel like so. we're getting teased because A one was going to be a mutter, and then it was A two is going to be a mutter. But so far, there hasn't been any any real mutters. Well, I, A wouldn't you consider the first one a mutter? It started raining about halfway through the day or halfway through the show. Yeah, the show. So yeah, it, and it got pretty shitty. It got bad at the end. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So anyway, I I. I want to go see racing, you know, and in the mud, it's just not as good, you know, so that's what, you know, it's nothing to do with the elements of me standing out there. I don't care about that. You know, I, you can put a rain jacket on, but um, I just want to see good racing and fast racing, you know, in the mud, mm-hmm. it's not like that. Yeah. Force mills are out. I, I don't know. I don't know how to do The it. one time you actually want to do yes, them. Yes. I had a good one. Somebody was making fun of JT. Oh, man. Oh, I really, oh. Want, I really wanted to play this them. Is, this is payback for never doing them, apparently. I know. What this the is hell the happened? Uni- if Tony was here, this would he would say this is the universe telling you, you need to do voicemails more often. You're neglecting them. They're taking it out on you. Rhino made them disappear. Does it say 128 VM? Oh, oh yeah. That's what the file says. But it's it's Swizz's Zach intro? Uh you heard it, bro. How long is the file? Um stand by. This is great, right? Maybe it's at the beginning of the file and then, then it no, goes into voicemails. Well the the file is only like forty seconds long. Oh, okay. So Wow, this is really strange. Mystery of the missing voicemails. Great radio, bros. <sighs> All right. Thanks, TV. Let's get into the uh, BTOsports.com tweet at Travis segment. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from BTOsports.com. Here's the tweets of Travis. BTOsports.com. Call there. Mention Pulp MX. Put Pulp MX in the notes section at BTOsports.com. They've got what you need for your bike or body, for your mountain bike, for your uh, road race bike. Uh, Whatever it is, btosports.com has you covered. A helmet, uh, gloves, goggles, gear, sprockets, bars, plastic, grips, chains, tires, rims, rim locks, pistons, cam rim chains, uh, all of that. I was going to try to name everything on a bike for the. Yeah, you did. You're doing well. Uh, you BTO- just upset about your. I just I don't know what happened to him. It's the weirdest it. thing ever because. Can you give us a, a brief summary of the voicemail that you in question? No, I don't know. We're going to interrogate you I, like I, it's a courtroom. I, I had some really good ones to play. I'm sorry, everybody. I really meant to play them. You guys left some good ones this week. Uh, so, btosports.com, tweet at Travis. These questions are submitted to at Show on Twitter. The guy in the corner goes through them, picks the best ones, and uh, and let's do this. Let's do this, Marks. This one's from Joel Anderson. Um Question for you guys. Why are we putting jumps out of the first turn? I'm asking for injuries, and will we ever see that again? We've covered this before in the show. If you put whoops there, which they did in Oakland a few years ago, there was massive crashes, and everybody said, don't put whoops there. There was a triple there in L.A., in LA and Kennard got landed on, and Morris never raced again. Um, what are you going to put? What are you going to do? 
I think that this weekend was a little bit different because it wasn't a full 90 or 180. It was almost like a dog leg. Yep. So there were some people that were still turning. Some had already straightened out. So that incident that he might be referring to is the one where McElrath and, uh, and Lopes. And Lopes, yep. And um, Lopes had already straightened out, right? So he was just minding his business going straight. But McElrath was jumping sideways. And in that moment, there's nothing either of them could do to look out for one another. So maybe it's not about the jumps as much as it's about make a turn, straighten out, mm-hmm. then hit the jumps when everybody can be in a line going straight. Yeah, I mean, that's that's that would be safety. Because like you said, you're kind of turning you know, into that jump. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. yeah, yeah. If you watch the video, that's what happened, yeah. Yeah, they, they I mean, yeah. How about a sand section? <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, uh, yeah, whatever. I don't know. I get what the guy's saying, but what are you going to do? It's super cost. It's dangerous. Uh, building, How about a net? How about a fucking net, though? He did say something <laughs> about the nets. He needs to. There needs to be a net there. Um, another one from Joshua Anderson. Why did RC blame Lopes for the 250 heat crash? He stated it numerous times, yeah, I don't... but clearly Shane jumped over. Clearly I... RC does not see things accurately in the booth? Question mark? Uh, that's not the RC I know. I'm Ron Burgundy. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I didn't. I saw that incident as kind of 50-50. First turn-ish. It didn't seem. I don't think it was either their fault. Yeah, they were know. just racing. And yeah, it just happened. It's a yeah, racing I mean, incident. McElrath got thinks he got control of it. and He's going to go to the inside, and Lopes thinks he's got it. I mean, I don't. I don't see a. I don't see a hundred percent blame there. Blame pie. Either one. I'm rooting for Lopes, man. Blame he's pasta. a good dude. Nice kid. Lopes good. Good, good Comes dude. Comes from, yep. from Brazil. Like man, I'm rooting for him. I'm rooting for you to put the mic closer to your mouth. There we go. Thank you. Just tell me you got a gold medal, you do what you want. Yeah. That's right. No, he's got, got a good point. I don't have a gold medal. I have nothing. <laughs> yeah, you do. What? Five. Five, right? Five. Four? No. Manitoba titles? Yeah. Yeah, four. Four, okay. Um, I don't know why this is. From Scott McElroy, any word in Rensland and Traders Racing? Rensland's not racing for him, yeah. No. Wasn't that a long time ago? Yeah. Um, Maybe he's wondering if anything came out as to why or what went down i thought they were going to call him again because they had uh, mcadoo left and i thought reslin was going to get the call but he didn't joey crown did mm. it. maybe that maybe that's what it was it. from eric breck what's the stress slash mentality in an lcq when you have a wilson and bogle in it knowing they're only knowing they're going to take up two spots yeah it's gnarly like I mean, if you're going to the lcq yeah, you're basically assuming two of them if are you're already on, gone, right? If you're on a privateer island, you're just looking at everyone else, being like, "We only got two boys," because the factory guys are making it. Imagine having a fantasy guy in there. Oh yeah, yeah. Ryan Brees, thank you. Having a what guy? One of your fantasy guys. Oh, I, I don't play that. <laughs> Fuck you. You're the worst. You're the worst. Uh, from Kale Barr, what happened to your friend Jr. who used to come on the show all the time when you first started the pulp? Yeah, show? my buddy Jr. who who Berluti's gone road biking with. Yeah, um, I'm going mountain bike with him tomorrow. I don't know. I mean, the one time we had him and he just got hammered. You he know? did? Oh, drinking beer? JR did, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, maybe we could have him again. I don't know. Um, no reason, yeah. Picks. I like I like JR. No, no reason. Just I don't feel like I need to put people in these co-chair, the co-host chairs that are like right tuned in, you know, with the sport and know a lot about it. You know, obviously not Connor, but I'm just saying. Um, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> so I don't, yeah, so like. Where was Villapoto last weekend? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like McGrath. <laughs> um, yeah, so I don't know. Yeah, we can get JR back in here and just have him watch him pound beers. <laughs> you know, so. 
This one's from Mark's Sucks. <laughs> yes. <laughs> my, that's my burner account. Oh, I knew it. Um, Steve, how does the karma taste with you constantly making fun of the AMA and the fantasy site is running tight? Can you imagine the AMA giving zero points for a round because they can't keep score? Yeah, I can. AMA's, AMA's done it. They literally they screwed up all the time. So, yeah, I can't imagine AMA doing that. Karma tastes fine. Yeah, we really don't care. From Big Bird. Who's going to hire Justin Hill after JGR? Uh, we can work with speed. We would hire Josh Grant after all those. I mean, they, he'll get a job. Yeah. People, he'll just throw in, he'll give him the Tampa Supercross Heat Race DVD. And right. Whatever, and whatever race he does well at this year, because there will be one coming up here where he just, the sun and the moon and everything, the stars are all aligned and he kills it. There'll be one of those races, and he'll show him that DVD too. Is his deal up after this year? Uh, I think it is. If it's, it's a smart deal. team owner, it will be heavily incentive laden. Yeah, right. It will be very minimal salary, and you need to show up prepared and earn your money. Because one race out of seventeen is not great. But in our sport, these idiots don't don't, don't seem to matter. They'll just hire the guy. Ah, oh, God, I can unlock it. I can figure it out. He's going to change. He'll change. I I know what to do. We so, got yeah yeah. From Corey Smith, Berluti, do you grease your air filter seal? I keep hearing people say it isn't necessary anymore. And how much do you oil them? Pre-oiled filters seem almost too dry. Um, they look like it, but they work fine. And no, I don't grease my... Growing up, every filter I ever did growing up, I put grease on the We lip. did, we did. You know, the air boxes weren't as good. They're kind of... could be warpy and so stuff. So same thing then, yeah. I still do that. What am I... It's oh, a mess. Gosh. You don't need to do it. You know, if you if you... You know, put good filter oil on your filter that, on that lip. It's not necessary. From Randy Murray, has a race or moto ever been canceled due to wind? Not that I know. Not that I know. One time at Hangtown, I'm going way back, but it was so stinking windy. I mean, way windy, but they, they kept it going. 88. That sounds about right. Yep. Yep. Wow, but that's good, Steve. Bit of a side note, there's actually a rule in BMX, a UCI uh, rule that if, I don't know the number, but if it's over a certain number wind, they don't race. Yeah. So there'll be, you know, uh, an official that'll go stand on the track holding his windometer. I don't know yeah, what, yeah, what whatever it's called. It is, yeah. And get a reading and say, nope, we're not racing. Or he's like, yep, send them out. Oh, yeah. And uh, it actually happened in Sweden a couple of years ago where we were racing. It was stupid windy. It was like 40 miles an hour. And he was like, yeah, go. And all the riders like, stuck together were like, no. Really? We're not riding yeah, there. Yeah. Absolutely not. And uh, it ended up working out. Yeah, your carbon cool. bike just... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Our bike's like 20 pounds. Hey, do you have like, um, you know, in the motocross guys, off-season races? Do you have these people that will pay you big money to go to the off-season races? Define well, big money. a couple hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, there's, there's different off-season events around the world, but we race so much throughout the year and we travel so much that the majority of people like to take the three months that we get off off. How much money did you make from your gold medal? Uh, I can tell you the stuff that's public knowledge. No. No, we want the stuff the, that's not public knowledge. The, pub like, the public knowledge, like every yeah, 30, medal. 30 grand or whatever 25, 15, 10 for every okay. medal. Yeah. Okay. But now, how much money did you make from winning the gold medal? <laughs> More than 25 grand. Yeah, but like, okay, but what I'm saying is like, okay, so. <laughs> less than as, what? <laughs> as a BMX um, athlete, you're not rolling in it like Kenny Roxon and these guys. You are, you are making a living and you're, you know doing these little races to get money and, and you know, you're funded from the Olympic committee, right? You get a little bit of money from those guys. And I don't imagine you're like living the high life, but you want a gold medal. 
Okay, besides all the drugs and the chicks and the hookers, <laughs> like, did this allow you to change your lifestyle from what you had for, no. off of this one win? No, uh, I was smart and I just saved it. Okay, um, I don't, you know, I live within my means. Um, yeah, but if you're smart when you have a gold medal, what you can do is use it to monetize it for later. So, yeah, I've given speaking engagements and motivational speaking yeah. engagements, things like that, that I wouldn't be able to do without the gold medal. Um, and and yeah, and so now you'll forever be this gold medal winner and you'll be able to speak about that or parlay this because i've read these stories about yeah these athletes lives are changed in a moment that they win the gold medal like depends on where you're from yeah so the girl who won my my uh my events from columbia yeah and in 2012 she won in 12 and 16 she went back to back but in 12 she was the first gold medal i believe ever for the country of columbia really yeah oh, okay so she is on money down there yeah. Like it yeah. goes President Shakira her. Yeah. <laughs> like she's got millions of followers right, on right, Instagram. Right, can't right. leave without security. Yeah. Uh you know she's as as big as LeBron. Yeah. Um wow. but in America we get over 100 medals every time. Yeah. Michael Phelps wins 8. Yeah. Selfish asshole. Right. So it's like me winning one, you know, it's cool you won one. Yeah. Why don't you win more? You know, it's it's just American. So how much money did you win? <laughs> from winning a gold medal uh all up like with endorsements sponsors and everything that one time yeah check to the bank yeah. was about the same as i would believe a oem's 450 win bonus okay all right got it that's all we needed to know so that's good then that's awesome so you have do you have that track in boulder is that your track that's not mine but i, I ride out there oh okay why why didn't i think you you were part of that I read out there, but it's uh, it belongs to USA BMX. Like Bro, when you're a gold okay. medal winner, they're all your tracks. <laughs> no, uh, but I, I thought, do ride out there. What about oh, the okay. track by the airport? You ride there? Yep. No, no, I mean by the stadium. Sorry, Sam Boyd. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. the one uh, I knew oh. you were talking about. Yeah. yeah, I have a key to that one. I go out there and ride there. You got a key to that one? Yeah. Bro, let's go out there. Yeah, let's go. You got a bike for me? Uh, sure. <laughs> you can ride your bike. If you want, you can ride your Le- Levo. Let's Levo, do that. Levo. Yeah, let's go. Let's Levo it. All right. Can I air some shit out? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you sign the waiver, do whatever you want. All right. I'm bringing my drone and filming it. <laughs> you Hey, listen. You did, What can you do on a BMX? Because you fucking made bull cleanse we'll, a backflip. We'll, we'll bring a And you did it. And there I did it. Go. I know. So what What can uh, we do on a BMX track here? Hey, you, you never know. We'll get A-Ray the week after the, like the Monday after yeah. the, the Supercross finals. Yeah. yeah. And we'll go out there. Let's do that. We need, uh, we need to make that Christian a plan. Christian wants to ride, too. Yeah. So we, uh, he rode as a kid. Yeah. But he can. Uh, I did too, bro. You rode BMX as a kid? Yes, I raced yeah. BMX as a kid. Wooden jumps. Whole deal. On the indoor tracks, we had wooden jumps. We had, we had outdoor tracks too. But I went to some events that had a wooden, you know. Wow. Like you would go, race your, on a. Your age is showing here. Sounds like Germany. Yeah. Supercross. Yeah. All right, next question. From Johnny Mac. Steve, can you elaborate a bit on the chances of JGR shutting the doors and them now being close to signing a new title sponsor? Um, I don't know, but where, where does shutting the doors come from? Um, I'm not sure. I, I did see a thread on Vital. It has to say Vital. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, Corey. Unfortunately, yeah, Cor- I saw a thread on Vital. Yeah, Corey Gibbs doesn't have it. They don't have a title. Corey was pretty pessimistic in that Racer X interview. But, um, I mean, he's got to make sense. He can't just keep dumping money into it. But, again, uh, uh, Jay Bone was telling me he thinks they're close to a title. Who did they lose? They lost Auto Trader. They lost Auto Trader, yeah. Is and the, is and Toyota, a, a little Toyota. bit of Toyota. Uh, Jay Bone even pointed out to me on the bikes and on the team, on the semi and on the awning, all the places that are empty, he's like, yeah, they're going to go there and there and there whenever we get one. Like, they're ready to just drop in a logo, you know? Mm. So um, he said that they have some really good meetings. So, yeah. What's keeping them from signing one of the marquee guys who could contend, no disrespect to Chad or to Justin, but yeah. 
Ken is um, up this year. Eli's up this year. Marvin's up this year. What's not, keeping them from nothing. Yeah. getting one of those guys? Yeah. I'm, no, I'm asking. Is no, there... no, nothing. Yeah. No, they can do it. No, look what RCH did. Do yeah. they not want to pay the salaries? I don't know. Because yeah, I feel like if you're trying to get a title sponsor, having a guy who you can look them in the eyes and honestly say, we have a good chance to win this championship is going to help, then you know, go in and say, oh, we're going to hope for a top five. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. For sure. I I don't – yeah. I mean, RCH did it, but I think they they also bought a Lloyd's of London. They insured it. Mm. Insured Roxon's uh, – Title bonus? Yeah. Uh, we had a question about getting Suzuki back to the top on there. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just going to point out to that guy, literally two years ago, Suzuki was the top. They won mm-hmm. the L4 for the Outdoor Championship. People like, always forget about that. Yeah, People like – have short memories in the sport. Like, mm-hmm. it, it wasn't – okay, it wasn't a Supercross title, but literally they were in contention to win Supercrosses, and they won Supercrosses, mm-hmm. and then they won an Outdoor title as a Suzuki. So that was not that long ago. No. So – They've won – Chill down, everybody. More recently than Yamaha, you know. Well, not with Barsha. Uh, not including Barsha's, yeah, right, but I mean right. before that. Yeah. From Dirty Sanchez, Connor, who's your favorite Golden Knight? Ooh, it's hard not to like Flurry. That's I think that's a, the cop out answer. I smile every time he rubs the goalpost. They, they, He's so listen, funny. They're, the they're, they're all jerk offs because they're not Maple Leafs, but I agree. You Fleury, watch your mouth. Flurry seems like a really cool guy. He really, really nice guy, and a lot of NHLers love him. He's so humble. Yeah, yeah. Like every time he's interviewed, he just he puts right. it on to it makes jokes, puts it on his teammates, and how good they were. By the way, the last time I was at a Knights game, this guy rang the bell. Nice. They had this fucking nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was him. BMX, BMX, the opening gold medal at champion Connor Fields. I thought you. Meanwhile, I couldn't get Adam Cincerillo to ring the bell. They had who they. I was there that night. I hooked. I introduced him to the my contact there. But they had some like both periods. They had somebody. They had yeah that game. They had big celebrities there that game. I don't think they did. I seem to remember they did. I figured you'd like local England guy. Like what? England. <laughs> oh, Derek England. Yeah. yeah, he's 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 a good guy too. But I mean, Flurry's just he's Bad hilarious. Ass. Did you see yeah. that one? I know we're we're going hockey on the pulp show. Pulphockey.com, <laughs> everybody. Uh, new show recording Wednesday with Ray so, Ferraro. For those who don't know, when he gets a shutout, everybody that was at the game, you bring your ticket to Krispy Kreme and you get donuts. Free donuts if you bring your ticket. Did you see the video after he got a shutout that he went <laughs> into Krispy Kreme, went to the drive thru and he's like, Hey, I was at the game last night, I don't have my ticket, but can I get my donuts? And they're like, no, sorry, you need a ticket. That's awesome. And then he's t- he said, this is at the at outside. He's talking. He's like, no, I promise. I was there. I was front and center. I saw the whole no thing. I, I, I was there. I saw it. And the lady's like, sorry, you need your ticket. And he's like, can I pull up and see you? And we could talk. And he pulled up, and then they realized who it was, and they gave him the donuts. It was uh, that, yeah, that, that was staged, bro. No way. That was staged. No way. Your mom's oh, staged. Here we go. Here we go. Con- <laughs> sorry about Santa Claus and Easter Bunny also. I'm, Wait, really, so- I'm really sorry. Wait, what? Yeah, exactly. We'll, we'll talk later. <laughs> Uh, from Eric Hessler, Connor, Wikipedia says you're six foot, 200 pounds. So by motocross standards, you're a beast. Do you think longevity would increase in supercross motocross if they were to be bigger guys like Mookie or Bowers, et cetera? I don't know enough, um, about the, um, racing side of it, about the, the, the positives or negatives to being a little bit bigger and putting on a bit more muscle. So I can't answer there, but I can tell you that I specifically try to give myself a little bit of extra bulk on my shoulders and on my chest to protect when I hit the ground and not just be frail and small and give myself a little bit more meat kind of on my bones when I hit the ground. Moto guys are small. A lot of them are really small, man. People don't really understand that. Like there's not a lot there. You look at Marv. He's tiny. Dude. 
skinny. Nothing to Marv. Yeah, it's it's insane how. Uh, and that's what's cool about our sport too is you can win being Travis Preston, you can win being Marv, you can win being Cooper Webb, RC. Look at AC. Yeah, like AC you can skinny. win anytime. Body AC type, won in all know? those body types. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, right. Right. This one's from McNoche. Steve, home life is the new term sweeping the moto world. Oh, Does Webb dating a girl that's already been through a championship run with Ken <laughs> add any extra value? Serious question. No, yeah, I think that serious question is fine, and I think Kiefer's theory is ridiculous, and, and it's it's stupid. And <laughs> Kiefer will tell you, like, oh, he's all home. Like, like, it helps. But as a mental coach for Christian Craig, Connor, whether you're banging whores or you have, a like, a serious girlfriend – if mentally you think you're good and you're in a good place, it doesn't matter. That, that's what Kiefer's trying to say. Like Kiefer's saying you can only be mentally ready if you have a, a solid chick, and that's what makes you mentally you know, focused and everything. And that is true. But however, if you're banging a bunch of whores, but mentally you're strong, you're fine. Like It doesn't mean it. It just means you're mentally in a good place to win races. I think, I think there's merit to what both of you are saying. So... You, I, you have to identify what is best for you in particular. If you're the type of person that you want to be in a committed relationship and you want the support and that's what's going to make you be at your best, then you need the, that flavor of home life. But if you want to go out there and bang chicks and be you know, kicking girls out of your rig 20 minutes before the main yeah. and that's what keeps you in a good place mentally, yeah. then that's, that's your that's version. That's what I'm saying. That's well, your version of home life. I don't. I think you can't win unless you're in the right place mentally. 100%. But what your right place is changes for everybody. It's different for everybody. Right. You could be in a total loving relationship and be losing and getting your ass kicked. Oh, well. You're yeah. just not mentally ready like for whatever. Even though you love your chick and everything's great and you guys snuggle and watch Netflix. Although it is kind of interesting when you look at the sport. Out of the, you know, the top 22... The 450 main last week. How many of them are single? Coop's got a chick. Marvin's married. Blake's married. Eli's got a chick. Ken's married. Dean's got a long-term chick. Barsha's married. Brayton's married. Reed's married. Bogle? Single. There's Okay, so you got one. Seeley's got a got a chick. Bowers is married. Freeze? Chick. That's a chick. 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 Justin Hill, single. Martinez, don't know. Uh, Chiz? Married. A-Ray? Is he still tindering? We know, but tindering? We don't know. <laughs> Is that what he's, he's got a chick? Plessinger's married. Savachi's got a. He's married, isn't he? Engaged. Engaged married, or married? Yep. So there's like two or three guys in the top 450 yep. main event that aren't right married or. If this were 1997, married. it'd be banging chicks, banging chicks, banging chicks, banging chicks, banging chicks. <laughs> look at look at Hannah back in the days. Day. Yeah, dude. Hannah didn't get married till late late in life, right? Yeah, I, I'm just. I, Kiefer's theory is ridiculous, and he's going to be in that co-host seat next week, and I'm going to tell him again, it's ridiculous. So Even looking at, even real quick looking at 250, AC's got a chick. He's the poster boy for home life for uh, Kiefer right now, right? Uh, I don't know. Who knows? Ferrandis has got a chick. I don't know about Nichols. Macro- All those guys got chicks because they, they're making money. Man. Doesn't mean that they're they're like serious. That's how Connor got his chicks because they're all making money. I met my chick models. when I was fifteen. You're just crushing, and I would split ice cream when we go on dates <laughs> with her. <laughs> all right, next question. This is from Danny Berludi. How do you feel about NBC not showing who gets the last transfer spot in the heat races or in the LCQ? I think it's bullshit. <laughs> bullshit. You're fucking kidding me. There you go. 
from Jeremy. What is the best way to break a new four-stroke in, and can you trust the stand method? I don't know what the stand method is. What is the stand method? Well, do you remember R&D? Did you ever, ever watch uh, Dickerson? No. Oh, man. Like with Antonez's 80s and okay. stuff? They have it on the stands, and then you use the brake, rear, rear brake. Oh, okay. I've seen that. Yeah. I've seen that. I yeah. guess. Is that yeah. what he's talking about, the stand method? I, I, that's yeah. all it says. I don't know what it I, is. I, I forever thought you had to brake bikes in my whole life growing up. My dad told me to brake bikes in. Everyone was like, you got to brake bikes in, like the whole life. And then I became a mechanic, and I would do top ends or complete motor rebuilds, and I would watch my rider get on for the track for, for practice and rev the shit out of a 125 like it was, you know, like it was nothing. That and was, I'm like, well, that was breaking it in. So much for break in method because my rider just went all over the track for the for practice number one. RC, you tell him, hey, everything's brand new and fresh here. One lap, you know, he'll maybe kind of cruise and right. cane it the rest of the day. Yeah, like, I, I don't know. I don't know about that break in stuff. I just, yeah. This is from Alex Berludi. What's your favorite slash best memory from wrenching for Buddy Antonez? Um,. Probably going oh, to Barcelona with him, and he was number one qualifier, and we were the first to go to the line. That's it? That's all you got? No, I mean, we won races. We won three races in the Yeah, so yeah. why would you say number one qualifier in Barcelona? Well, because that was cool, because I'll tell you why. Because Heben was uh, was uh, was Johnson's mechanic that yeah. year, yeah. and uh Heben was the team manager the year before and gave nothing but shit to me and Buddy. We, it oh, was, really? Yeah, hard to deal with. you know. Yeah. So when we went to that race and, and I got to roll up there before um, he was able yeah. to roll RJ's bike up there, I was pretty pumped about and that. That's the one th- this is 250s. 250s, yeah. 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 I, I always tell Bud, man, I just did an interview with him last two weeks ago. He's number one. He is Mike Alessi of the time, right? R&D, RM80, he's the number one amateur in the country. Or Jimmy Gaddis, maybe 1A, 1B, like whatever. Mm-hmm. Either either one of them were the hottest property in motocross. Mm-hmm. They gets, he gets a Suzuki ride, and Suzuki has invested years and money into Budman mm-hmm. to become the next great one. He gets a Suzuki ride, and as he tells me, they just fucking left him alone. Like, see you at the races, Budman. We hope you're practicing. Like, it was such a different time. Oh, yeah. Sink or swim, man. You know, no one would. He said no one would tell him what to do. No one would really check on him. No one would. They just hoped he was doing the work. They hoped he could find his way to Unadilla. He got lost one year going to Unadilla. <laughs> I think so. Um, yeah. He was like, it was crazy. And I'm just like, wow. Like, thinking back, you'd be like, nowadays, you'd be like, hey, this is the golden child. Like, let us. Here's your trainer. Here's your friend. Here's, your, here's what you're going to do. Here's your schedule. You know, all yeah, of this stuff. Yeah, but Steve, that's how it was back then. I know, but it's crazy yeah. that you would, as an OEM, and Buckaloo was the same way much later. Buckaloo sounded the same way. Yamaha put thousands of dollars and hundreds of thousands of dollars into him and invested in him, and then just like, all right, see you later. You know, like you just would be like, this is like Budman was, yeah, absolutely. The shit. He was a yeah, next best thing, Come right? On. So you'd be like, hey, we really got to protect this kid and coddle him and make sure we bring him along slowly. But nope, back then it was just like, here you go, kid. You got two well, years. Well, Suzuki was probably yeah. worse as a company yeah. like that than yeah. the others. Though. And and Budman did admit that in '91 he slacked off a little bit. You know, yeah, like training wise and stuff. So. He lost one of his best friends. Who? God, what was Grafton? His name? Yeah, exactly. Oh, was it? Was yeah. it Grafton? Was yeah. his place? Oh, Man, okay. you're good, Steve. Yeah, Grafton. It's all up here, Balut. I'm steel trap. It. I see that. Yep. I see that. Right. This one's from Icaro. Uh, Fields. Fields. <laughs> Fields. That's what it says. Fields. Fields. <laughs> what's the gear? Fields. What's the gear ratio of a pro BMX bike? Um, there's a range. Usually, you run between about. 
54 and 56 inches. Um, some people are going to play. What are you talking about? Teeth. Gear ratio. That, that's about the rollout. The ratio, it's going to depend. I've, I've ridden 47.17. I've ridden 44.16. I've ridden 49.18. That's what we're talking about. Yeah. What's 56 inches? The rollout. I don't know what this means. What are you talking about? So the rollout, you ride bikes. You should know this. The rollout on a bike is the ratio of the gear. You go you in one revolution, oh, gotcha. you would go that many See, inches. he didn't know either. See, he didn't know either. And he's, I, he, I and he's a top mechanic. I didn't know that. Okay, so, we don't talk like that. So, <laughs> so that I was just giving you the ratio. Yeah. So when you pull up a gear chart. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, I get it now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the one that I ride most commonly is a 47.7. So you guys just drop 57s. Like, that's the language you're talking. We talk in rollout. Yeah. Because it's all all of it changes based on how big the tire is on the bike. Yep. And all the other factors that yeah, go yeah. into it. So rollout. Rollout. Yeah. So you could put on a bigger gear, right? So a forty seven seventeen with a small tire yep. is gonna be smaller than a forty four sixteen with a big tire. Yeah. Even though yeah. the gear is bigger on one, the tire yeah, the, yeah, the, it yeah. changes it all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, yeah. So we just talk in inches. Huh. That's what she said. Rollout. <laughs> <laughs> What's the rollout Berluda of MCR bike? Yeah, exactly. Do you guys ever get right, ludicrous so, stuck in your head? <laughs> so when here's talking my theory about on that, though. Is you're, you're playing with such small numbers. If you're pulling, we call it pulling. If you're pulling, it doesn't matter what gear you're on. You can make it work. Okay, I don't, I don't know what the, I don't know what pulling <laughs> <laughs> I imagine you're... Like just your strength. if you're going good, yeah. it okay. doesn't matter if All you're right. on a 44, right. 16, yeah. or a 45, 16. You're going to make it work right. either way. I'm you pulling guys, on my rollout, bro. But, but hey, <laughs> pulling on my rollout. But you, you guys got probably run out though, huh? Yeah, yeah. You, it's basically like because it's all in the start, right? Everything for us is get out in front. Okay. Um. So there's trying to find the balance of there's enough there's enough meat there that you can hold on around the track, but it's small enough that you can get the jump and get out in the. Lead. Are there tracks where you change? You, you can go one or the other, yes. like. Like it's longer, or it's like got flatter straightaways, you or do something. Based you know? on how uh, big the starting hill is, if it's a really small starting hill and it's flatter, you're going to go smaller on your gear, so you can accelerate quicker. Uh, but then if the starting hill is taller, like at the Olympics, yep. you're going to go bigger on your gear because you have gravity helping you. Interesting, huh? Mm, very. Yeah. Pulling on my rollout. <laughs> <laughs> please, please come to a race and say please that. No. Please, <laughs> please no. Don't encourage him. <laughs> From the Jason Thomas fan club. No. How many times do yourself, Steve, Weege, and the, it says the Jason Thomas, <laughs> have to watch the races to get all the information? You, you all seem to get all the information. Do you know what to look for now or seem to be good at what you do? We're just good at what we do. That's it, bro. <laughs> okay. No, I mean, you, you, you watch the races. We watch 8,000 races like Baluti has. You talk to people in the pits. You text people after the race. You talk to teams. You talk to mechanics. You rewatch the race. I don't always rewatch it, but I do a lot of times. At least I'll watch the mains, you know? Um, yeah, so. You're good at what you do, Steve. Yeah, I mean, I, I thank you, Berluti. Now I know about pull-out and rolling and everything else. <laughs> okay. Pull-out pull and roll-out are different things. Don't pull yeah, it out. I'm going to pull out on my roll-out <laughs> Keep so I don't your, get the bitch pregnant. Keep it in your pants, Steve. Yeah. Um, I guess it's kind of, we kind of talked about it for Connor from Griswold in Texas. What kind of changes do you make to your bike from track to track? And what are you pickiest about? Uh, the gear ratio is the biggest thing that you change from track to track. And then the other thing that you change would be your tire, uh, not the compound, but the tread. So 
the biggest difference between tracks is some tracks have paved corners. Olympic level have paved corners, uh, but then the traditional has dirt corners. So when it's a paved corner, you're going to have more grip naturally, so you can run a slicker tire, and it gets less rolling resistance, and you can still grip in the turn. But then when it's a dirt corner and it's a bit more loose, you have to run a more, um, I guess, rugged would be the description, uh, tread on your yeah. on your tire because you need the grip. But then it does add a hair more rolling resistance around the rest of the track. Have you ever been in a race where the, you're going around at first turn and the guy on the inside loses an edge and takes everyone out? I've been in so many races like that, and I've been that guy before. But everyone is laying on the ground. Yeah. And you got to grab your bike and start to pedal. scramble. That's awesome. Yeah. I've never seen that. But that'd, be, that'd be amazing. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, is everyone pissed at the dude for losing an edge? No, because it's not like that dude went in on purpose. No, I know, but, you know. If it's a, if it's a it dumb... It happens if a it's lot. A, not a lot, but if it's like a dumbass move and it's something that you're like, I would never have done that, yeah. then you get mad. Yeah. But if it's something where he was just trying and he just just happened to lose it yeah. by a little bit then you can't leave it. No, what I'm saying is if that if that's the same guy that does it that oh, happens yeah. a lot too. Oh, yeah, then you everyone's like, "Hey, bro." Yeah. Yeah. The sport's pretty good about policing itself. You know, if if someone's riding like an idiot, then yeah. they'll get blown off a turn or something and oh, they'll learn not ride like an idiot. There's a, like a bit of a gentleman's rule about all that. From Hayden Sailor, why is Kenny Roxon doing so good in qualifying and struggling in the mains? He just qualified this weekend really well. Or no, last weekend. Yeah, last a couple, weekend. couple weeks ago, he's like 11th yeah. or 10th or something. Yeah, he normally isn't that high up there. Calm down. From Matt Ward, Berluti, who has taken the title of coolest mechanic in the pits now that you have retired? <laughs> oh, God. Uh, probably um, uh, I would have to say Tomax mechanic. He's cool. Kranz? Kranz I is like cool. him. He's yeah. a good guy. Good guy. Really nice, quiet. Like he's not. Yeah. You know. he's so he's guy. not yeah. like Frank Latham. Frank's Why? cool. Why no, Frank? I just saw. I love watching the mechanics on the line. Oh yeah, yeah. Some of them just sit there, cool. Right. Frank's always yelling at yeah, Marvin. Yeah. Always in his ear at like, right. you could do this. You got it. And in, in his yeah. ear. And, yeah. Frankie's more that way. For yeah. Sure. I just I remember Frankie when he worked for Tyler Evans, and I cannot get Frankie out of my mind working for Tyler Evans in like ninety nine, eight, ninety eight, ninety yeah. yeah. I remember one time his back was sore because Evans made him sleep on the transmission hump of the truck. Evans slept in the bench seat, and Frankie did sleep on the floor, and, and his back was jacked up from the hump. And another time, oh, he had a bandage on his neck, and we said, what happened? He said, Evans stuck a toothpick in his neck. What? Yeah. I just can't get that Frankie out of my mind. And now ever. he's working for the premier yeah, team. Yeah, and yeah, one yeah, of the, yeah. One of the premier guys. And he was and like a grease ball. Like, he was like a... sausage. Do you remember sausage? Yeah, what happened to sausage? I don't know. Where'd sausage go? <laughs> I don't. I haven't heard sausage forever that day. Yeah. <laughs> Who's the mechanic? That guy um, was. They did. They did destroy. Yeah. They fucked him up. Yeah, they? they did. He's probably. He's probably getting therapy. <laughs> he probably is. Yeah. Getting Poor sausage. <laughs> Who's the the mechanic who works for JGR with the badass beard? Ben. Ben. He's he's a cool looking dude. He looks kind of scary. Next question. <laughs> From Nathan. I just any. You can't say next question and then go back and interrupt me. I just. Anybody who has a beard like that, anyone, or anyone who has, like, fucked up face tattoos, you're just like, why? Why are you doing that? It doesn't look good. It's a look at me move. Look at me. Like, why? Race take rant three? No, it's just, it's inconvenient. You can't tell me there isn't shit in the beard. 
you know, from eating. You can't tell me that you got this face tattoo because you just thought it looks good. It's just, you're just like, what are you doing? What are you doing? That's where I'm at with those with those type of guys. I'm just I like you're a liberal, Steve. I'm not. I'm just I'm a human being, Berluti, who has oh, okay. opinions <laughs> on both sides. Like, <laughs> like it, I don't fall into this. This is what people want to do is put you in a. I hear you. I just that's your you, opinion. I know, and it could be yeah. wrong. I'm just like, what are you doing? I mean, I agree. A with nice you. shaped beard is cool. Tattoos no on your face, I just don't get it. Yeah, or the beards. Like, what are you doing? Well, the beards are kind of in. Look at all the baseball players. Six-foot-long beards? Well, I don't know. Well, look at the baseball good. players. I have Some good news for you, Steve. Yes. Do you hate beards? I don't hate beards. The Maple Leafs playoff beards will be very short this year. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I just – I don't know, man. I just – I just – yay, look at me. Like, ah. Says the guy who talks on a radio show for five hours straight. <laughs> look, I, I'm, I'm welcome to be wrong on this point, but I, that's what I think about. That's where I'm like – with people who have all that stuff. It's like, why? Luckily, it's an opinion and there's no right or yeah, wrong. Yeah, <laughs> no, absolutely, absolutely. Are we going to the next one? Yes. Okay. From Nathan, Wait, hang on a sec. You're the worst. <laughs> the worst. From Nathan Amos. Do they have to keep showing Ian Harrison like he's Jerry Jones or something? They act like he handpicked and groomed Coop. I don't think they do. I don't know. Who knows? The best part about that last week was, uh, I believe, uh, RC, it might have it been Ralph, I forget who said it, they say, Ian celebrating Cooper and Marvin going one and two, and he was just sitting there just looking completely <laughs> yeah. dumb. Like, he was just completely just I love, neutral. I, and they called, uh, <laughs> they called uh, a Baggett's mechanic, Nate, who got fired, oh. doesn't work for Baggett anymore, <laughs> you know? Strong move. Yeah, I just like, I don't know, you know, what, whatever. It's like, Ralph, like... Knows like five people outside of the riders, and he just hangs on that, like on stuff. On Jeremy Albrecht, man, you know, like all the time, like whatever. Yeah. He throws out Frankie a lot. He does, yeah, yeah. From Brian Kling, our factory four fifty is too fast. Two fifty is almost weekly, putting up nearly the same numbers. And Cooper said the KTM is less powerful, so he could ride it like a two fifty, and now he's killing it. Is there anything to this? I think there's something about nobody, maybe correct me if I'm wrong, I don't think any 450 team is making these things to be horsepower kings. They're just not. No. They're just, they it's want more smooth, rideable. Yeah, smooth, usable power. What's their rollout, do you think, <laughs> on the 450? I don't know, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, from Virgil, Steve, since manufacturer costs have risen, why are they still paying this ambassador? BS. Because they want to and they can. I mean, I don't know. They, it's not like the RV's contract gets directly passed on to you in a new 450. Like, I, yeah, it's a totally different budget. That's marketing. Mm-hmm. There's racing and there's bike sales. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't see the correlation there at all. Okay, that's all. I should hire you, Marks, to be an ambassador of Pulp Mix Show. Um, that depends on if you want Pulp Mix Show to succeed or not. Right. right. Well, it will succeed just after a few rough weeks. Okay. Yeah. Deal. Uh. Uh, that's btosports.com tweet at Travis thanks to btosports.com for making it happen I uh, really appreciate it uh, thanks to you people for listening been a fun show uh, btosports oh, here we go ready oh I got I did not do this well last time I was here you didn't no remember I said pass nobody does <laughs> yeah, I don't even know why I do this to be honest let's it, go it's, it's shitting on my sponsors but btosports.com tweet at Travis fly racing my sponsor race tech suspension and engines I don't need them Ver- 
You, you would if you had a dirt bike. Though. I don't have a dirt bike. But if you so did, did, but if you did, if I did, I would use them, yes, and I would use the Pulp MX code. Thank you. Vortex Racing sprockets, Roost MX graphics, Vertex pistons and engines, X brand goggles. Not my choice. They should be though. <laughs> I maybe wear, I don't maybe, wear goggles. Maybe maybe we you can would. talk after the show. Uh, EVS Sports sponsor of Pulp MX Michelin Starcross Five. Easier mounting. Firepower batteries chains. You give them away on the show. Maxima USA. Oil. Pro filter. Never change the filter again. FMF. Brap. What about when FMF made BMX bikes? I remember that. And I just, when I think of FMF, I re- remember the BMX bikes that they made. And who, I. Rem- who made them for them? I don't remember. Oh, okay. Um, but I, for some reason, FMF sticks out to me as like early 2000s hardcore moto like bros wearing the fmf shirt that's what i remember okay and the fmf sticker over the ford logo on trucks yeah stuff like um, that yeah atlas neck brace protection atlasbrace.com everybody marty davalos wears one that's all you need to know the, com- the competition works connection pass guts racing pass again get data information OGO Power Sports. Travel bags. WUSA. Wheels. Eagle Grit. Uh, some guy named uh, Baniel Dallaire. Yes. Baniel. Baniel. Baniel Dallaire. Honda World Downey. Uh, Ridgeline Nations HQ. Oh, I like that. That's really good. Uh, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. Uh, the Motorcycle Industry Job of the Week. Ride Engineering. I, I have nothing Well, Mitchell Harrison uses ride engineering okay. out there. Jess Pettis uses ride engineering last year the, to win a title. The, the Pride of Canada. His Pride of Canada. Uh, this week, the ride engineering uh, product of the day is the locking wheel spacers that accent your bike while staying put in your hubs. Nothing worse, Berlut, than falling them out when the, you're put, trying to put your rear The spacers falling out into the, into the dirt or the sand. Uh, the, all the wheel spacers have a flange that gets inserted past the seal, keeping them secure. Add a set of lightweight axle blocks that make chain adjustments simple. And uh, the silver marks on the anodized background easily stand out, and no measuring devices are required. All brands, all years, uh, lots of colors, $31.95 and $47.95. Made in the USA. Pulpamex-20 is the code to save at ride-engineering.com. Uh, so go 19 Cali KX450. Uh, try them out. Uh, thanks to the folks at Ride Engineering for coming on and being a big part of the show. And the code is killing it from what I understand from talking to Adrian. So that's awesome to hear. Uh, Justin Brayton, Just Pettis. Connor Fields, Alex Ray, all on the show. Tony Berluti, thank you, man. Thank you, Really Steve. appreciate you coming in, stepping Absolutely. in. Absolutely. Um, like I said, late late notice for you. Not and, a problem. And we think we're going to ride, chase the sun on Friday. Sunday? Friday? Yeah. Or Sunday. Yeah, Friday. For Friday? Yeah. Like in the a.m.? You said early. Yeah. Let's do it early if we're going to do it. I talked to Jason, make sure we can go. Yeah. I don't have the key like Connor does to all the BMX tracks, but. You know. Well, you're not a gold medal winner, but you are a four-time Manitoba. Six-time? If you would have got, got those two points, you might have a key. Maybe. Yeah, I would have yeah. got that fifth. Yeah. Damn it. Damn it. Uh, thanks to Swissgore. Thanks to Moser. Thanks to Pookie as well. Marks, thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, it's been a good show, everybody. We really thank you for listening and tuning in. Use the codes. Support PulpMX.com. Support PulpMX Show. We really appreciate it. And uh, on to San Diego. Uh, go fuck yourself, San Diego.
something I want to get off my chest. And it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine. And I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff. And I was totally nude. And it was weird. I, I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho. I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho. Complete.